Welcome back to the Massachusetts Historical Society, where we have just begun. Woo! Everyone is in Arkham investigating the Darby family. And by association, the old sanatorium. And the Waite family and Darby family who live out in Crown and Shields Manor on the outskirts of Arkham. Except for Jenkins, who was made to stay in Boston because he had a hospital appointment. It he is. Went, yeah, and he took Nurse Fisher to get uh, her family tree as well. It is the 31st of January 1928. And all is well with the world. Nothing has gone wrong. Okay, we join uh, Stan, Georges, Olsen, and Mary in Arkham, where you have all just been served a delicious breakfast by the um, Miskatonic Hotel staff up here in Georges' lovely suite, and you're gathered around the breakfast table to decide your plan for the day. It's uh, Flinty, roll me a D100. Oh, okay. Uh, hang on. Dundred. Desmond. Uh, it is gently it. snowing. Oh, good. <laughs> Snow is drifting in big, thick flakes. It's currently about minus three outside. And it is definitely looking like the middle of January in northern Massachusetts. Good. Good. I'd, I'd be concerned if it, there was a heat wave. <laughs> middle of January? <laughs> the middle of January? So now we're time travellers, Ash? The, end. It's the 2nd of February, or what <laughs> yesterday, rather? <laughs> My calendar is on the 31st. Why well, still not the middle of January? Fine, I guess it's the 3rd of January then. Uh, 3rd of February then. <laughs> you will time travel. Oh, fine, fine, okay, I've had enough. Where's Cthulhu? <laughs> oh, this is like your toddler tantrum toy now. Pull out Cthulhu. <laughs> Well, where is Cthulhu? He's asleep at the bottom of the sea in a different dimension. Oh, oh, okay. If we want to be realistic, do we? Fine. Fine. Have me Arlathotep. I'd rather not. That's just an elephant, clearly. That's clearly just an elephant. With deep vein thrombosis. The Arlathotep is eating you all. Not me, I'm not there. He's coming for you, Quake. Isn't he always? Take your veiny elephant somewhere else. Fine. <laughs> Apparently, according to Quake, it's the 3rd of February. It's that make sense. still snowing. I like how reluctantly you say that. Like, I'm the, I'm the GM here, but if Craig says it's the 3rd, fine. <laughs> Craig normally keeps better track of the date than me. <laughs> <laughs> thing is, I've got into a habit of it because so many of our other campaigns have started to get time-sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you sure are running out of time in Mars and the Tep. 
Oh, fuck. I'll do that in the next break. Anyway, uh, you are all having breakfast. It's the 3rd of February and it's snowing. Really bad snow. I guess we'll just stay in the hotel, in the hotel all day then. Fine by me. I'm going to be Jenkins. <laughs> what are you guys doing today? You're waiting for plans to turn up from uh, of uh, Crown and Shield Manor. I attempted to play the piano. Hey, roll your piano playing. Don't have any. Uh, roll your intelligence then. Oh yeah! Whoa. Clearly, you had piano lessons when you were a small child, and it just comes back to you, and you start playing the most complicated piece of Mozart you can remember. <laughs> it's that piece yeah. you got made to practice the only piece you know like you got yeah. made to practice it for like three months solid to do a recital in front of your parents in like 1890 or something makes sense I walk next to him and do chopsticks at the end of the keyboard <laughs> <laughs> a glorious duet of, of absolutely George's beautiful playing being a do 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 well, we somehow make it work like you managed to find exactly the right moment in this Mozart <laughs> masterpiece to play that for Hong Kong Fooey to enter the fight <laughs> right okay of course that makes perfect sense thank you Batman thank you Batman what if you search for Arkham Asylum plans <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> what a great game I was like I recognise these maps but none of them are going to <laughs> why is the joke on this yeah. Harley Quinn uh, I even like um, Arkham Origin even if it is a little bit less polished than like the others then there's a bit where you kick the um, oh, what's the, the ex, what's he called the executioner he's not he's got a stupid punny name with electricity you just kick him in the head oh, I don't think I've played Origins still right what Origins are you all doing today great. um we've got the plans coming they're um, coming tomorrow Jenkins is due back I think they're coming back today yeah. Jenkins was planning to get the train up to Arkham today now that he's uh, oh, yeah. what was that it was just no deal, considering heavy snow. Yeah. I'll have to wrap up nice and warm before I leave the house. Roll your polar survival. I'll so, uh, Arkham isn't here. Arkham? Arkham is here. You're in it. Uh, Jenkins is due sometime early afternoon lunchtime. So what are you guys going to do this morning? <sighs> the whole of Arkham does flurry of blow bows. <laughs> Miskatonic universities at people. Um, so what? What are our needs right now? I guess is the is the starting the starting point. because uh, well, we're still doing more historical society stuff, and I think the next paper is going to be Jenkins's family tree slash cult the ghoul stuff. Yeah, so we're basically supporting all that, but. I don't think there's much we can do until Jenkins gets back. You have one lead. Can we get these plans? The plans are due tomorrow. You've ordered copies of them. Um, You tried to take copies of them yourself in the Miskatonic Library and got caught. Yes, sir. 
Yes, everyone. That has been grouped together now as everyone's issue, not just mine. Yes. You have um, PM. Your current lead is Daniel Upton, the architect who lives yeah. here in town. He apparently is a friend of Azaneth and um, Edward Darby, who are the people who own the house. You're in. You know, they're, they're the current shoins of scions of the um, Darby family. Yeah, yes, my, my notes are very specific on this. It says Daniel, architect, 662 West Something Street. I'm guessing I didn't hear you at that moment in time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's where he lives. West Something Street. Well, I guess we, we can go and uh, talk to them then. We'll try try and arrange a talk with them while we're waiting for Jenkins. Eight oh seven. Hang on, I'm just turning to the correct page in here. Yeah. West Saltonstall Street, Nathan. Saltonstall. (coughs) 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 Okay. Uh, Let me just finish uploading some things that I meant to upload in advance. I had them all <coughs> located and cut out. I found a map of Arkham Asylum, by the way. Yeah. I'm not sure this is a stupid question, but is the sanatorium and the asylum the same place, or are they actually different buildings? They're the same place. Um, yeah, some people okay. refer to it as the asylum. Some people call it... like it, it's The proper name is the Arkham Sanatorium. Um, but, you know, most people would just call it the asylum. Cool. That's why I was researching. The comic book both in my notes, and I was like, are they different places? Um, sanatorium is what it was originally called, I believe. And then it had a refurbishment. Remember, it was the whole place was the hospital. Yeah, and then it was refurbed into just the asylum. And asylum is considered a um, not politically correct word anymore. So they call it a sanatorium these days to give it a bit of you know PC fluffening. Yeah. <clears throat> If I toss you all onto the map of Arkham... It's open for about two days of the year. Oh, that's it, isn't it? It's like the weirdest place to ask him. So, Upton lives here. Ah, cool. 
Oh, not far. So, are you going to walk over and see if he's in? Well, I was going to say, maybe we should call first. Well, what's, what, what's our approach here? We, we know that he was connected to Edward, Edward and Azaneth, right? That's yeah. the extent of our knowledge. We just know that he was an architect that was in some way connected to those two. Um, as far as you've worked out, he is also the only person who's seen them for months. <clears throat> like, they've just finished rebuilding their house, their mansion, and he was right. the architect who worked on it. And he's the only person who's seen them, or is friends of them. Everyone else in town is like, yeah, we've not seen them for, like, ages. How, and, and, how do, and how do we know that he's seen them? Is that um, just what people are saying? Yeah, that's what people are saying. Like, you know, you, you, you've gone around the gossip mongers to try and find some information on these people. Yeah. And he's the only person anyone thinks has seen, him, has seen them recently. At, at this point, I'm a little bit suspicious... So I'm just in character. I'm going to say like, how 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 do we want to approach this? Because if if everyone's saying that Daniel is the last one, the only one to have seen them recently, presumably that's because he's been going around telling people that he's the last one to have seen, or that he's been seeing them. If nobody else has seen them, does that not strike anyone as odd? I don't just want to just turn up onto the door of someone that, for me, sounds quite suspicious. Axe murderer. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is, we don't, maybe perhaps we can be a bit more discreet in the questioning. Like, I'm researching the, the sanatorium, right? And I'm very interested in its refurb and whatnot. And he's a local Arkham architect. We could go in with more of that angle yeah. first. And then perhaps in casual conversation, bring up. Rather than yeah. sort of just wander in the door and be like, have you seen these people? Just flash photos in front of him. Have you seen these people? Where are they? Yeah. yeah okay. like, we sense. could we could be more yeah, just like slip it into com- casual conversation, I guess. Yeah, that that would make a lot more sense. Yeah, than just saying we're investigating missing people. Yeah, because it's one thing to be like, hey, I'm investigating the history of the sanatorium. Yeah, to um, we're interested in a murder. <laughs> and we heard you were the last one to see them. <laughs> These people have disappeared, and you were the last one seen with them. Anyway, does anyone else's tea taste like cyanide? Or just mine? <laughs> and he's like, why are you holding a shovel, Mr. Upton? And he's like, no reason. <laughs> so, Would you mind just standing in this hole? I just need to check it's deep enough. <laughs> yes, please lie down in the bottom of this grave. <laughs> Almonds, isn't it? Yeah, apparently. But not everyone can taste it. Yeah. So, yeah, also, too many apple seeds, apparently, is another way of... of, of mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Just so you know, Michelle, this should be a red flag. Craig's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it takes an almond, but not everyone can taste it, right? How's your, how's your tea look, dear? <laughs> like a big well slice, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> but why would Craig... The one that watches out for the flavour just turning up. That's true, actually. Craig, stop giving your wife ideas. <laughs> We've talked about insurance policies. How much is he worth again, Michelle? Too much. <laughs> we'll, all, uh, we'll all take a cut and we'll all say it was a tragic accident. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. So we're going to go... So are we going to call ahead then, or try to call ahead? I mean, he is a consulting architect, so you could probably call his office and be like, can we make an appointment? I look around for Jenkins momentarily before remembering that he's not there. 
I'll I'll find a I'll find a directory and I'll call him as Okay, roll me your library use. Liberty use. Yeah, you are quite sensible and you look under C for consulting architects as opposed to A for just architects. Why would that be sensible? That is not sensible. Yeah, this is, you know, 1920s phone directories. They are ridiculously weird. Okay. Uh, You ring. Uh, You get a happy young lady. Must be his secretary. Who is happy to give you an appointment with Mr. Darby for... Uh, oh, Upton. Mr. Upton, sorry, for eleven a.m. That's sweet. Oh, perfect. Yeah, um, I mentioned that it's just to discuss the um, architectural history of the town. Oh. Writing a historical piece. He'll be incredibly excited about that. Uh, certainly. Uh, hang on a moment. She 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 puts you on hold by putting her hand over the receiver. Roll, listen, at hard. I do that nowadays. <laughs> Oh, I pressed. Oh, yeah. Oof. No, her hand yeah, is. Well. <laughs> Thank you, quite um, Do you want to spend the thirty luck? No, no I'm good. <laughs> uh, she comes yeah. and like, uh, "Mr. Upton says he'll be happy to see you. Uh, could you make ten a.m.? What's the current time at the moment? Probably about nine. You've just finished breakfast. Uh, I, I, I put my hand over the thing as well and shout and go shout to the others. When's Jenkins due in? Do we know? Uh, this afternoon. Oh, then. This afternoon? Do we not know? We probably don't know. We have no idea. Our organisation. Of course, terrible. you know. Yeah, fine. George's runs the trains. Doesn't mean he knows. He looks at trains. Does he know timetables? <laughs> a watch that just has a hand for every single train in the US. <laughs> I mean, yeah, all six of them. He wouldn't be much of a train spotter if he didn't know when the trains were turning up. You're muted, Nate. <laughs> this is true. He's due in at 2.15 on the top. There you go. Jenkins is due in at 2.15. If that train is late, Georges will know why. <laughs> Murder must prowl. Leaves on the track, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I say, um, yeah, 10am should be fine. Uh, very well. Uh, we'll see you then. Mr Kirby, was it? Mr. Kevin here, and it'll be myself uh, and a few of my historical associates. He'll, he's really looking forward to meeting you. Uh, we shall see you at ten. Perfect. She hangs up, and you go back through to the others. Ten a.m. is our meeting time. I hope that works. I, I don't think we've got anything else going on this morning, have we? I don't have any plans. My plans are currently in um, Boston. Uh, roll your um, intelligence, Georges. You stare forlornly at your empty teacup and and then have to remember how to do this yourself. You're like, so it's hot water and then tea leaves and milk, and it's it's just so strange. At which, at which point, I give up and pour myself an orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> it's, it's not one of Simpson thing where he just smashes an orange against his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's nineteen twenty, so it is a little bit of a ritual. You got to get your tea leaves into one teapot. There's hot water in another one. 
that you pour I, into... I like to think that I'm capable of making a tea. I'm not saying it's going to be the best one, but I'm certainly capable of making a tea. You are capable of making a tea, but you are... It just makes you sad that he's not here. How dare he have a heart attack? <laughs> he's going he's gonna to turn up and be like, my lord, I must retire. Never. Okay, uh, you all finish breakfast, uh, get dressed for the cold weather. Are you walking to Upton's house? Or are you going to get a taxi? It's not that far, is it? It's not far. If it's snowing as badly as it is, would a taxi be able to get here? That is a good question, Mary. As you look out over the street, it definitely looks like um, there isn't much traffic. The, The snow is laying quite thickly on the streets. Uh, but you make your you walk like you say it's only like a couple of blocks away probably about a 20 minute walk Uh, you walk there Uh, it's a really nice uh, Georgian house it doesn't quite fit in with the rest it's like um, English style Georgian architecture uh, as opposed to the more colonial style of the rest of Arkham it does look increasingly similar to the asylum's architecture. Hmm. Uh, and there's like the main house, but then there's like a little like wing, just clearly like an office building because it's got the, like the brass plaque saying, you know, Daniel Upton, consulting architect. So you head up to the office door. You're greeted by a young lady. She must be. Late 20s, maybe early 30s, you're not quite sure, but she looks quite young. She smiles. Ah, Mr. Kirby and friends? Oh, uh, yeah. Come in, come in out of the cold. It's oh, horrible weather. I mean, February isn't nice at the best of time, but this is just awful. Uh, she takes your coats, she ushers you all through uh, she, into uh, what looks like a little sitting room. There's lots of maps of different buildings and architectural plans on the wall, and there's a big, warm, roaring fire. Um, I'll go get Daniel. He won't be long. She smiles, and she disappears through another door. And about um, five minutes later, a middle-aged man, early 40s, comes in. He's got thick black hair. He's wearing um, just shirt, tie, and uh, trousers. He's left his suit jacket. He's like, ah, you're the historical uh, people, right? Yes, I, I go forward and introduce myself to him. and um, Lovely to meet you all. And then, then introduce him to the Judge Olsen. I know you. You're um circuit judge, right? From Boston. Yes, that's right. I did some consulting on the rebuild of the uh, Boston courthouse a few years ago. Uh, we didn't get the job, but um, it was an interesting one. And your friends are... This is, um... George's Nagelmacher. Step forward and offer my hand, see. George's oh, Nagelmacher. The, Pleasure um, Oiv Express Man. That's not my official title, but one of them. <laughs> How is that? I've always wanted to take my wife, uh, across to Europe and travel on the Oiv Express. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we could set something up for you. Just, you know, call my office and, and mention my name. I'm sure we can set something up. Well, it's the problem is, it's, uh, it's not so much the expense of the Orange Express, it's the expense of the bloody boat trip. Yes, yes, that I can't help with. I'm not a boatman. 
the Cunard line really have shot their prices up. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and you are Miss? Uh, Mary Simmons. I'm afraid I don't know your name, but you mentioned you're interested in the history of our asylum. Or, sorry, the sanatorium, as we're supposed to call it these days. Um, my father did, well, and I helped, worked on the rebuild back in the early part of the, uh, before the war. So, uh, please, everyone sit down. He offers you tea, biscuits. I'm a member of the uh, Arkham Historical Society. Which history society do you represent? Or university? Uh, we are from the Miskatonic. Miskatonic, uh, Massachusetts. 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 Oh, yes. I don't think it's like. <laughs> well, it's lovely to meet you. Um, I tried to get in there myself. That's a very expensive one. Their membership fees are high. But I, uh, yes, I understand it. Uh, our little uh, Arkham Historical Society isn't really much. It's just a few history buffs around town. Well, it's a very interesting town, I'm, I'm sure it is. Well, it's one of the oldest, town. oldest towns uh, on the East Coast. And there aren't very many towns that are older. Salem is older, um, but not by much. And according to the town history, the founding families of Arkham are all people who left Salem during the witch trials. That's an interesting fact. Oh, it's a good little, uh, be an interesting uh, opener, as it were. Um, but I was interested in the the redesign between I mean, when it was from the hospital to the uh, sanatorium by Arthur Darby, I believe it was. Darby, yes. See, Darby um, hired my father um, and my grandfather to uh, redesign the building. Wait here, I've got the plans. He toddles away to another room and comes back with them. And an axe! (laughs) (laughs) What's that indie game where your neighbour's a murderer and you play in first person and you've got to sneak around his house? I don't know, but I want to play it. Risk of Rain? No, it's... Let me me do a search on me and... Probably in Craig's Steam queue somewhere. Hello Neighbour. Hello oh, Neighbour. Hello Neighbour, yeah, of course I, it is. I know it, but I've never played it. It's very fun. Did you know, just a slight offshoot, oh shit, I'm taking big picture by accident, fuck off. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Um, did you know that um, our Open Transport Tycoon Deluxe is now on Steam for free? I did not. I need this. Free. <laughs> Damn it, Craig, I've got new Stellaris to play and now you're distracting me. Yeah. Yeah, but TTD is a timeless classic. It is a timeless classic of wonderment. Anyway, he lays out the plans. So, as you can see here, the original building is this original part here. Yeah. Uh, We redesigned the facade uh, to make it more Georgian. Uh, Well, English. And then we added the entire asylum wing at the back here. <clears throat> okay. So it's mostly offices in and uh, recuperation rooms in the main house now. And most of the actual patient rooms are in this circular ward at the back. Mm-hmm. 
the, yes, uh, the Darby family set it up as a hospital. Um, when Arthur Darby died, he bequeathed the building to the hospital, to the town, as long as it remains in use as a medical facility. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a sanatorium. That's just what the town is using it for at the moment. They've moved the rest of the hospital out into the new hospital buildings um, and completely dedicated the Derby building to the new sanatorium. Hmm. Interesting. I see on the map, it appears to go underground. Yes, we did build quite an extensive set of basements. Hmm. Strange thing. What would the, what would the sanatorium need such uh, an extensive basement or network for? It's mostly for um, service access, um, electrical rooms. Um, there are some more basement cells. Um, it's you know, it's the safest place to keep things. You know, the utilities and such. You don't want them upstairs disturbing the basement patients. So we built an extensive underground um, access system. Interesting. Very interesting. I can see that your um, family was very fond of the Georgian design, given your own house. Or did you design it? Uh, I built this house. Um, It's a popular style at the moment here in Massachusetts. People want a bit of old England. They don't want colonial clapboard. They want stone. They want to build something that lasts. Um, I've just finished building a couple of others in this style around town. Um... Let's see, uh, we also have plans to rebuild the town hall if they get approved. Oh, that'd be interesting. Uh, just going to go back to the, um, what's your grandfather and father's refurb of the asylum, the first one? Or have there been others in its history? Um, it was the first major refurbishment. Uh, uh, whilst it was the hospital, obviously, there was many internal redesigns, you know, knocking through walls, building new wards, that kind of thing. Um, but mostly... Uh, this was its major redesign. The first and only one, really. Um, and it should last a long time. I mean, it's a bespoke-made sanatorium. Oh, I'm just saying, so... I'm sure the building was built in the 1600s, so it's interesting to see that it only had one major sort of structural refit in that time. It's quite a long time for a building to stand. Yes, but, well, the exterior of the building is mostly fine. Um, like I said, there have been many interior redesigns over the years, obviously. Um, I wouldn't know how many, but there was definitely work had been done on the interior of the building throughout its history. Uh, but this was the first major, like, when the hospital was moving out and they were dedicating it to just be a sanatorium, it had a massive refurbishment. Hmm, interesting. Um, a bit of an arch- a bit of a um, architecture uh, lover myself. Um, have there been any other major like um, renovations in town? I'd love to see just all the contrasting styles or how they fit into the general overall architecture architectural themes of Arkham. Well, my last big project was the Derby Mansion outside of town. Um, but let's see. In town, um, 
I just helped rebuild the School of Biology in the uh, Miskatonic University. They want, went with a more Oxford-style design. Interesting, interesting. Um, this Derby Manor outside of town, does it conform to the um, architectural styling of the town, or is it its sort of own unique uh, no. Edward uh, Pickman Derby is a poet. So he wanted somewhere that encapsulated his poetry. And he wanted something to impress his new wife. Um, yes, they went with something slightly more traditional English manor house style. It's all, um, what do they call it? Uh, he shuffles through his notes. Uh, bath stone it's a specific kind of stone that is uh, favoured in the English city of Bath it's sort of like a type of limestone sandstone it's just got this specific sort of like beige brown colour theme they wanted something traditional and English so they picked Bath it's quite expensive shipping all of that across the Atlantic I'm telling you that much I can imagine, yeah. Ship captains don't like it when you're like, hi, I'd like to ship this thousand tons of stone on your ship, please. It is impressive. Um, God, it must... It must in, in, was the whole building basically complete refurbishment, almost bottom up? Pretty much, yeah. Um, Edward spent a lot of money. It was quite surprising. Uh, it's mostly Azanef's fortune went into this. Um... But she seemed absolutely fine with it. Um, but yes, I haven't seen them really since I finished the um, refurb. They've been a bit reclusive. Azanev has not been well, so... And if you want to see it, I could try and see if I could get a, a range of visit for you. They might allow it for me. I'd love to see the inside. I imagine the the. I feel like sometimes the uh, greatest architectures we can see are the ones inside the building. Well, um, that's very flattering, considering I built the place. Uh, well, leave it with me. Uh, are you in town for long? Uh, yeah, we can. I can. I can. I can extend my stay. Okay. Well, I'll um I'll give Edward a call and see if I can arrange a visit. Now, I can't make promises. They are quite private, but they might let you in, if I'm with you. Um, please don't be too put off by Edward's personality. He's quite a eccentric figure. He's a poet. Oh, that's fine. I've uh, dealt with many poets in, uh, and many eccentric figures in uh, my time. Are you just staring at George as you say this? <laughs> I'm giving side eye, but like, I don't mind George, George is good fun. Okay. Um, he, thanks for all, he'll give you a call at your hotel later today and let you know how he gets on. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for your time. Uh, he gives you copies of the map of Arkham. I thank him greatly, and I look forward to his call. Are the plans that he showed us, the plans that were waiting to be delivered to us? Yes. 
you're also waiting on the plans for the uh, Derby new Crown and Shield Manor House. Crown and Shield, yeah, okay. any of you see that massive spoiler on the map. Oh, darn. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> I wasn't really reading it. <laughs> I just saw it and was like, oh, oh no, cover that one up. <laughs> okay, Jenkins. Hello. You are in Boston, I believe, aren't you? Yes, that's what it says on the map I'm on. Um, you've been having a nice time. Uh, George's isn't here. You haven't had much to do, but put your feet up and rest. Nice. So, are you ready to head back to... Arkham, and meet up with your master and his eccentric friends? I guess so. Um, I will make a point of wrapping up. I assume it looks cold out there because we're not that far away from Arkham in the grand scheme of things. It does look really cold. Uh, Nurse Fisher is also still here. Technically, George has hired her permanently to keep an eye on both you and any other medical needs you people have. Uh, I ask if she's going to come along with me. Uh, You going somewhere, Jenkins? Uh... Yes, I was going to go over to Arkham to meet the Master. Surely you should just wait for him to come back and rest up some more. Take the rest of the week. not how a butler battles, Master Bishop. You're still recovering from a heart attack, Jenkins. You should be taking it easy. Dr. Shiny said I'm in perfect health now. Well, it's my job to make sure you stay that way. Spending a couple of days with your feet up reading a book and... Maybe listening to the radio, taking it nice and slow and easy. George just can look after himself. He's a grown man. I think about how George's can look after himself. Meanwhile, George's is like, so which way round does this plug go into the wall? It doesn't seem to go in. Here, let me use this metal knife to check the plug is clear. <laughs> uh, Kennedy's like, um... Well, if you're going, you're going to wrap up warm, and I guess I'd better come with you and bring your medicine. Yes, yes, of course. Let us not forget, I'm not the only person that's a liability on this team. I'm sure there may be other needs for your services. I mean, everyone seems quite, um, capable of looking after themselves, Jenkins. You mean except for our time blood started gushing from one of our friends' necks for no discernible reason. That was clearly just an unhappy accident. We have unhappy accidents, Nurse Fisher. <laughs> Welcome to the team. Well, uh, let me just go tell Mrs. Lowestoff that we're leaving and she can um, look after the house whilst we're away. That makes perfect sense. It is something that I would have done if you hadn't. Well, you're used to doing it. I'll go and pack. Uh, you go and tell Mrs. Lowestoff we're going away. Of course. I go and tell Mrs. Lowestoff. Uh, you take some time, you pack, uh, you drink a glass of delicious tonic. Mm. It's not delicious, is it? It's not delicious at all. Yeah. 
and you head over to the train station. Roll me your luck, Craig. Uh, you arrive at the station. The station master bustles over to you. Oh, Mr. Jenkins. Hello. I'm heading to Arkham to meet up with the master. Oh, Mr. Nagelmarkers is in Arkham still. Um, slight problem, Mr. Jenkins. Um, we were about to cancel all the trains. You are not wrong. That is a slight problem. Um, the snow is coming down really heavy. Um, warnings are that, you know, it, it's just not safe for us to run a train. It'll likely get stuck halfway, so it's just not worth sending it. I think about what my master would want in such a situation. <laughs> <laughs> he would absolutely want you to make this train go to Arkham. Crash <laughs> <laughs> the train if you have to. Get in the oh. firebox yourself and shovel the coal, Jenkins. <laughs> train day. So the um, station. He's a station master. I'm assuming there's bustle up to me. Yeah. Uh, well, that is surely a shame. I'm sure uh, Master Nagel Matters will be so, so disappointed that our trains can't run because of these conditions, I'd say, looking out the window as if mm, it's practically a summer day out there. Snowing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the station, roll me your fast talk, persuade or charm, whichever is highest. I luck it by one. The station master frowns. I really can't risk sending a public train, Mr. Jenkins. If we get a bunch of uh, members of the public stranded in the middle of nowhere in a snowstorm, I guess I could send a train up to test the tracks. And if you and Miss Fisher just happen to be on board... That is something that I'm sure the master would support. I mean, we need to make sure the tracks are still safe, but we also need to put on a public front of look at the conditions that our trains can still manage to run in. Well, I will arrange an engine with a single carriage to run up to Arkham and we'll see how the tracks are doing. Of course. I, I, that is a wonderful idea, Station Master. Why don't you and Miss Fisher get on the carriage? Well, pop into the cafe and have a warming drink, and I'll make those arrangements. Perfect. Thank you ever so much. Cafe time. You have a nice warm cup of tea and another glass of tonic. Is it Miss or Mrs. Fisher? It's Miss Fisher. It's Miss. She's like 20 something. It takes him about 20 minutes, half an hour to get an engine ready. Um, it's the train he has with the biggest snowplow on the front of it. Um, and it has a single passenger ca uh, carriage attached to it. And uh, you climb aboard and it starts to chuff its way towards Arkham. It's not going to stop anywhere but Arkham. It's just 
testing the track and trying to keep it clear. So what you're telling me is, is that Jenkins is going to arrive sooner than we thought. Mm. As long as he doesn't get stranded in the snow. Mm. I've got a lovely, warm Nagelmacher's carriage to keep me safe. I'm sure it will be fine. Choo choo. <laughs> No train ventures when only one of the party is present, Ashley. You can't stop me, <laughs> says the man. <laughs> heading off train venture. He is, he is running um, horror again, so it's all... It's all um, yeah. i got to get in practice. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else will be disappointed if they can't be involved in a train venture. No, 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 no. <laughs> Look, everyone else is fine. They're having hot chocolates at the Hotel Miskatonic. They'll be so sad in an adventure at some point with, you know, train boy down there. <laughs> Look, at some point you're all going to be like, let's go to Europe and take the Orient Express across the Carpathian Mountains. Nothing strange will happen. Yeah, exactly. Oh, dear. Nothing the, the, the strange. Other, the other party will deal with all the horror on the Orient Express. <laughs> <laughs> What year is it? It's 28, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, horror yeah, happens right. in 23. You've missed the Sedefka simulacra. To the Orient Express, then. Uh, Craig, roll me your luck. Um, well. Boom. Uh, the train is going... At about two-thirds its normal speed, but it's not stopping at any stations. Uh, the snow does grow thicker as you travel north and heading towards uh, Arkham. Yes, I could do some light reading while the train chuffs along. Uh, yep, you are chuffing up the coast towards Lynn. Then from Lynn, you will go through Salem and then up to Arkham. Okay. Um, as long as the weather stays clear, would you like to do some reading, Queen? Yeah, I'll do some reading. My French is what's required, I believe. It is indeed your French that is required. A French. Uh huh. Okay, you French. Uh, I'm going to cross off another day. I'm going to be at this a while. Only another 152 days. Oh my god. A while. It is as hard and difficult to read as usual in this handwritten French. Stupid handwritten French. Grumble, grumble, grumble. But you're reading your book all about the lovely um, necrophiles and necrophages and and uh, other necro words. Yeah. You're like, great, I'm so glad George, the master, asked me to read this. The things I do for my master. Uh, but the train travels. The snow is really bad, but because the train is massive and huge and has a massive snowplow on the front of it, 
it is clearing the track. So the normal train should be able to run behind it, and then they'll send the snowplow back down the other line. And essentially, this snowplow train is just going to keep shuttling backwards and forwards to try. Mm. There will be a limited service. Um, but you know the steam from all of the steam engines crossing the track will also melt the snow and Misha's camera has frozen in the most wonderful way that is creepy <laughs> is it back again? Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's a screen for me just half your face with a big old grin <laughs> why it's so serious <laughs> but now I've got to go into photoshop oh he just duplicated the half of the face onto the other side and it's probably come out quite hysterical <laughs> oh, that's a, is that a keeper Craig to hang above the mantelpiece in the living room is it going to be horrible <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh god yeah, Craig you need to get that printed and hang it up somewhere in the house <laughs> you know what actually we were talking about open TTD yeah. That is the face of the company that you can create. <laughs> like some of those faces, yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, shit. <laughs> cur- 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 images with cursed auras. <laughs> yeah. Snowplow train arrives in Arkham at 11.36. See you earlier. It is really, really snowing here in Arkham. Like, properly blizzard-level snow as you pull into the main train station. know what they're up to today, do I? No, you do not. In which case, I would go to my hotel. You head to the hotel. 
you arrive at the hotel to be informed that they're currently out. Okay, in which case I've probably go up to a room and start making things nice and pleasant and ready for my master's return. Roll your like, butler, Mancy. I get dinner booked for the evening. That was not Batlamancy. That was barbering, Craig. Do you want me to... <laughs> I just give Miss Fisher a haircut round. <laughs> Miss... <laughs> no. Get everyone else arise to find Jenkins has pinned a woman to the floor and is forcibly <laughs> cutting her hair as she screams for help. Do you want me to re-roll Butlermancy or do you just want to apply that as a pass for Butlermancy seeing as it's 75? I will allow you to keep that because in real life you can't roll the wrong skill. Oh, Not without having a psychotic break anyway. Uh, you wander into George's room and unpack his bags, which are just like... He's just living out of his suitcases. Uh, you, you then do a sweep of everyone else's rooms, uh, uh, summon the hotel maids back to do their job properly, and get the rest of the apartment ship-shape and Bristol fashion. And uh, as you are finishing off, uh, you are given a warning that they've just arrived back in the lobby. What do you prepare for their return? Uh, they've been out in the cold. I will probably make sure that there's some hot chocolate brewing, uh, some pots of tea, uh, maybe a couple of slightly stronger, stronger drinks on the side for anyone who wants to take a quick sniff of the moment they get in to give themselves a bit of immediate extra warmth. And uh, I think some... Stones. And where have you arranged for dinner? Uh, somewhere nice. Uh, the hotel probably isn't the best place in town, is it? I'm guessing. It's not bad, but it's not the best. But how far away is the best? The best Italian restaurant in Arkham is. Bearing in mind the weather, I don't want them to be tramping around for miles. So. It's 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 over here. That's probably a bit much if we're borderline blizzard conditions. So I will just stay at the hotel for tonight. Then. Okay, uh, everyone, you arrive back uh, to the suite. Jenkins opens the door before any of you can even think of touching the uh, door handle. You've just arrived back from uh, the architect. And there's Jenkins with uh, warm cocoa and, uh, you know, butlering. Ah, Jenkins, welcome back. I wasn't expecting you till 2.15. Oh, thank you, sir. No, no, but you'll be pleased to know that the trains uh, are managing to run almost perfectly still, even in this weather. The station master is doing a fabulous job. I'd expect no less from our fabulous train company. Uh Please make your way through. There's, there's refreshments at the table, sir. Uh, I made a reservation for dinner tonight at the hotel reception downstairs. You've been missed. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm oh, yeah, fine. Um, <laughs> I'm quite good. Yes, uh, Dr. Shining assures me I'm in almost 
perfect health now. Yes. Of course, Miss Fisher is is here as well, so I'm sure I'll be fine. She wanders over. He really is doing too much, Mr. Nagelmarkers. Perhaps you could suggest he takes it a little bit easier for the next few days? Yes. Take it easier, Jenkins. Ah, there we go, Jenkins. We've got orders for you to take it easier. Ah. Jenkins can read between the lights. <laughs> yes. Miss Fisher also can uh, bully him. <laughs> I feel like um, I'm between a proverbial place and a another place. <laughs> a rock and a hard place. Mm, but quite solid, I know that much, Mary. <laughs> now, now, we all have the same thing in interest, Jenkins, your health. Have you read those pamphlets? Have you read those pamphlets about retirement that the doctor suggested to you? <laughs> I, I seem to have um, accidentally left them in Boston. Ah, uh, that's okay. I brought them with me. Uh, <laughs> retirement? Pish posh. Jenkins is, is, is in fine form. He's a long way away from retirement yet. I, I, crazy. Crazy, I tell you. I should I'm make George's roll ro- ro- sanity. Roll <laughs> <laughs> sanity? No, oh, he can't afford to recommend <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, Jenkins has arrived. There is a bit of back and forth. Miss Fisher excuses herself and allows you to continue with your plans. And then the telephone rings. I, I look at Jenkins. Ah, um, is that uh, Mr. Nagelmarker's suite? Uh, yes, this is Mr. Nagelmarker's suite. Uh, how can I help? Uh, hi there. Um, it's uh, Mr. Upton, the architect. I just wanted to let him know that uh, Edward has says we can visit him tomorrow. Oh, that, that is most perfect. Would you like to speak to Mr. Nagelmeckers, or would you just like me to pass on the message? Uh, no, no, just pass on the message and let him know. Um, I will... Uh, I'll pick you up at the hotel myself. I've made arrangements to deal with the snow. Uh, let's say 10am, and then we should arrive at the... Um, Derby House, Crown and Shield Manor for about noon. That should be absolutely perfect. Thank you ever so much, Mr. Upton. Okay, uh, he rings off. I let everyone know. Who is everyone? Yeah, sorry, Jenkins, we probably should have told you that we went to see uh, the the, the architect down up to. yeah, so we, we couldn't obviously, as you know, get get through to uh, um, the the derbies at the Crown and Shield, and they were very cagey. So we went to see the the architect this morning, uh, and he he said he was going to help to arrange a visit to the manor, and I'm guessing that's what that call was about. Yeah, well, that's wonderful, sir. Um, I mean, considering how poorly I managed to talk to him, uh, yes, yeah, it, it's all been arranged now for tomorrow at ten a.m. We have Stan to thank for that. Well done, Mr. Kirby. It's, it's quite the good piece of work, that. Oh, thanks, Jenny. No, I thought uh, uh, we were a little bit more um, indirect. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the indirect method is the appropriate one. It'd be interesting to see if we actually see an Edward Darby tomorrow. Yes, that would be interesting. Hmm. On that note, does anyone actually know anything about architecture? Because I have no idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I 
<laughs> you fooled me, Stan. It's <laughs> just batter and waffle. <laughs> I just went off what he said. I'm going to university to see if I can maybe get some architecture primers sent over for us to read for tomorrow. That might help me. I don't think we need to, you know, portray ourselves as actual architects. I mean, we have introduced ourselves as just being members of a historical society that's interested in writing papers, generally speaking. So I think think we could blag it. We should have some... Oh, when are the... When are the plans coming? That's not... That's going to be after this visit now, right? Yeah, it was two days, wasn't it? Yeah, 42 well, hours. They should be arriving tomorrow. Yeah, if we're lucky, they'll arrive um, before we leave. Hmm. I mean, we saw we saw some plans at um, Mr. Upton's place, which I assume is some of what we'd already be, you know, be, be receiving. Um, yeah, okay. Well, let's just hope they come tomorrow. If they don't, then we'll just uh, continue our lines of inquiries as mere enthusiasts in historical things for the society things and doobobs what did be damned exactly I do think we need to still be a little bit cautious of the fact that nobody has seen the Darbys except supposedly this man he has gone and arranged a visit with Edward Darby without you know, us being able to verify any of that it's, it, it still strikes me as slightly suspicious maybe he'll be puppeteering him that's a really good idea for a story. Take out notebook and stuff like that. <laughs> Glad we can uh, spur on your imagination, Stan. Yeah. So, what are you doing with the rest of your day? Um, I suppose we could try and... Sorry, I suppose we could try and speak to the university to see if we could expedite the plans. If there's any value in that. I shouldn't talk to the university. <laughs> You're not out there anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm not banned, I just don't think that they like me very much. <laughs> I'm saying you're not allowed there anymore. <laughs> so, who's going to the university and who's being made to stay behind in the naughty corner? <laughs> I was going to ask uh, Jenkins about uh, the family tree work documents he got and if he needs any help with that. Right. Uh, you do that whilst I quickly run to the loo. Oh, help for that will always be appreciated. Um, I don't know. Can you actually see the Tellingast family tree? I can see that. I don't think I've got that as a handout yet, so I'll have to ask. I can share it. Oh, he's, he's still there. Jeez, he's always make there. It. Did you just not make it? <laughs> he is in the bathroom. Ah. Oh. I'm, I'm still seeing a, a, a cross-section of the Enterprise-E at the moment. <laughs> there you go, the Tillingas family tree. Oh, thank you. And uh, let's bring you all back together. Hee <laughs> Neville. I assume you share the uh, uh, asylum plans of Jenkins. Yeah. Don't we get to keep them? Yeah, he gave you copies. Oh, I thought we just looked at them whilst we were there. Okay, okay, yeah, then yeah. absolutely, yeah. Um, roll me your intelligence, please, Nathan. Now you're thinking about it, you ordered these copies from the university and they said they would get them made up for you. Um, and it was going to take them two days because they had to contact the architect's office. Uh. 
And whilst you were there this morning, you probably could have asked the man who built Crown and Shield Manor if he had plans. Meh. <laughs> Very well. It was a bit late now, wasn't it? It is. I'll be right back. I will, however, relay this to everyone. <laughs> so, in hindsight, probably should have just asked Mr. Upton for the plans in the Crown and Shield Manor. Hmm. Yes. Yes, we probably... It might be worth a call into him to see well, if we can arrange it. If they're, if they're making them for us already, we'll just, just wait, I guess. Yeah. You could yeah. ring him and tell him that you've, we've asked for them from the university, but they're for us. Could you bring them along with him? Yeah, that that makes sense. Jake, do you mind making a call to um, Mr. Upton? Uh, yes, of course, sir. As soon as the GM's back, sir. <laughs> <laughs> they, they appear to be busy on the line at the moment. I'll try again in five minutes. <laughs> which, um, Greg, what, on this family tree, which was the person that you knew in the war? Uh, Bartholomew Tillinghast. Bartholomew, okay. Yeah. Oh. I love the like the the names Bartholomew, Regina, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel's well, she, okay. She, she's from she's from outside the family. It's not as smart. It's Carl, Carl's smart. the odd one. <laughs> There's a Carl. 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 <laughs> oh, I need to rewatch that. <laughs> Maybe I finally finish my my meat dragon. Is this made of baby hands? Why, yes. Well, I'm surprised you could recognise that they were baby hands. Uh, you say I'm a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carl. Shh. Do you hear that? That's the sound of forgiveness. No, that's the sound of hundreds of people drowning. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you, watch all of llamas with hats later, dear. Now they made me realise you might not know what it is. I've seen bits of it. Well, you're going to have to watch it all now. <laughs> you're just going to have to watch Charlie the Unicorn. Come on, Charlie! But it's not quite as good as llamas with hats. It's, oh, I, I still enjoy it as much, Meg. Yeah. Originally, all the, all, the, all the old Weeble songs... Ah, yes, the Weeble songs. Or just Toasting. In the Rumblies, the only hands would satisfy. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen Punch King? Yes, yeah, Toast King's. Toast King's a classic. My favourite, honestly. No, I like Toast King. King of the Moon. God, it's been so long since I watched much Weeble. Narwhals, narwhals, swimming in the ocean, causing a commotion. I can't remember what my original link between Darby's and the Tillingarts is at this point. It's nothing to do with your family. No, 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 it's nothing to do with my family. It's... Is it the bookkeeper, Craig? 
Well, yeah, Edwin Tillinghast was the one who I've spoken to. The point is, though, that I think it was uh, possibly one of the Watleys was married to a Derby, maybe? Via <laughs> Fisher, maybe? The nurse is a Fisher, right? She's, she's the Fisher. Yeah, the nurse is a Fisher. Okay. There is something concerning about this family tree, Craig. Oh, it's very concerning. What, the I Watley mean, right at the top of it? Well, not, not only that, the Angela Tillinghast and Robert Marsh had a daughter, Samantha. Um, she was born when Angela was five years old? That's <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> concerning as well. Oh, I'm more worried about the incest in them. Yeah. And may or may not be alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we just don't know what happened to them, I guess. Yeah. Fucking, he's nineteen. 
Oh, no, sorry, 20, was he 27 now? <laughs> yeah, apparently. The old man in sub-30 currently. That's fucking hilarious. Right? He was an old dude. I remember him being old. <laughs> yeah. Clearly this was not a plot from the book. <laughs> <laughs> or it is, and it's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. hope it is from the book and it's terrifying. Imagine you're going to come back and be like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, well, look at your fucking family tree. <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe check the dates once in a while. <laughs> Hold on a second. Oh, am I reading this right? Robert Marsh lived to the ripe old age through the thirties. He only died seven years ago. <laughs> the Marsh. Yeah, that's probably actually from the book. Um, to be fair, that's probably he was born in uh, 1886. Maybe. No, no, it still doesn't work. Oh, God. That's, that, I mean, that one is probably right if you play. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's that side's kind of okay. Sutton. No, it, I, I suspect more of this tree that we're laughing at is actually true than what we want to be. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> My favourite thing about Nice though is that um, Lewis Watley married his daughter to a man 13 years older than he was. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably common back then to be honest, but, but he is 13 years older than her dad. <laughs> The it's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> oh dear. So with the Samantha Marsh being question marks, does that mean they don't know if she's dead or not? Yeah. Or when you trace her? Because they're all, all like Lewis Tillinghast, Edwin Tillinghast. They don't have a question mark because they know they're still alive. But yeah. Samantha Marsh is quite a while ago, so I guess they just haven't tracked her. Yeah. Under that seat. Yeah. This is where we'll find Rune Wells. Yeah. I was more thinking Dagon, but yeah, maybe. Can't it be both? Right, I'm back. Ash. Yes. <laughs> yeah, don't listen to the last ten minutes of recording. Why? Um, the dates on the family tree are... <laughs> Interesting. Some of the children are born after both their parents died. One of them is 130 years old, and Edward <laughs> asked the old man we met in the bookshop, I think it's in his mid 20s. <laughs> yes, those dates are very interesting, aren't they? Also, is Regina Carter the daughter of George and Samantha Shrewsbury as well? What was that? Regina Carter married to Carl Tillengast. Is she the daughter of Samantha and George Butter? Because that's what that line looks like. It is what that line looks like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. It's probably all right as you want it to be. Oh, my God. There's a really good reason why I've been just around, hmm, I've got this family tree, but, you know, there's other things we need to be looking into, too. 
Directly. Oh yeah, no, the fucking the incest zombie tree over here. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That, that some of those dates are really interesting, aren't they? I just don't understand the line between Carl Hillinghouse and Regina Carter. Why would you have? Why would you have a daughter with a different family name? Hillinghouse she shit, probably. So that people don't know she's marrying her brother. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you, put, you put an obvious line to it on the family tree that's yeah, obvious. Yeah, everybody, look at the family tree, it's full of You might change the name, but you still wouldn't have the family tree <laughs> make it like that. <laughs> it depends if this was meant to be an internal thing and Edwin's just not thought about it when he gave this to me. I love the idea that someone's gone, we need an internal family tree that only the internals can see. This won't go wrong at all. <laughs> oh, no, dear. I am suitably weirded out now. <laughs> Actually, where did I get this family tree from? Was it Edwin or did I dig it up in Arkham Library? You didn't dug it up in Arkham Library. Oh, yes. There we go, then. Did Edwin look like a man in his mid-twenties when we met him in the bookshop? He looks somewhere between... You don't remember? Or I don't remember. Hang on, I'll have to look him up. Maybe I just had in my head that he was an old man rather than that and never asked for a description. (laughs) Maybe I just assumed people who work in bookshops are old. Sorry, what was Edwin's relationship to the the guy that you served with in the army, Craig? Uh, it was Bartholomew Tillinghast that I served with. So right, right, right. So him, so Edwin being the fairly normal tree Bartholomew has. Yeah, yeah. right, right hand side. Yeah, that was the one where he was born after Neville died. Oh yeah, that's that's yeah, that's more normal. <laughs> it's, it's more normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Edwin Tillinghast is twenty-four. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's right then. And that, that means the man that I guess, yeah, and then his uncle would have been only ten years his senior. But that's a fairly common thing, really, yeah, isn't that it? Can happen, yeah. Yep. Especially when you've got a hundred and thirty-year-old uncle. <laughs> Yes, I'm getting interested by these marshes. Okay, interested by the marshes. Ignore the marshes. <laughs> Would you like to go to Innsmouth, everyone? You do keep talking about taking a trip there. Mm. I mean, we could do. I'm probably happy with going to see. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the fact well, that... If I have to read a book to solve the puzzle, I'll be upset. Yeah, the, the fact that Bartholomew Tillinghast is supposedly long after, born long after his father died is an interesting one. Clearly, Helen was just a slag. Maybe she remarried and it's just not listed here. Maybe she animated her husband's corpse from the dead. Hmm. Let me go and find the re- animator. Now well, that, the film? 
There aren't any there aren't any Wests on this family tree, Craig. Come on, be serious. There aren't any Wests on this family tree. <laughs> However, I mean I don't know what's coming up, but I'm reading a book that's full of necromacy, which just happened to be in a Tillingarth possession. And he can vouch for it being two hundred years old. Whoop whoop whoop. <laughs> the GM's like, yes, they've connected the dots and are now even more confused. I've been waiting for someone to talk about this family tree for a while. Craig has my, a... notes, my notes literally read, the others point out a lot of problems with it. Jenkins has been too polite to follow up yet. <laughs> well, I, I, in character, asked this here, so I'm going to be raising this. <laughs> Okay, uh, yeah, you were all gathered around this family tree in character at the moment. Actually, no. Jenkins and the judge were doing this in character. George, you were going to the uh, Tonic University Library, right? I, didn't, I don't think anyone had gone yet, but yeah, I, I just assumed it was all happening there in character. I assumed that everyone else got interested when the judge asked a question. We had this all that I see. Right, yeah, you're gathered around the table looking at this family tree currently. Everyone has been completely sidetracked. What are you doing? Um, I mean, this seems like the most interesting... I'm not like, this seems like the most interesting lead we have. Yeah. It really does. Also, are any of these members of our, our historical society? Because I don't, I don't want to, like, be like, look at all this incest and they're sat in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, p- p- part of me wants to uh, ask uh, your acquaintance, what was it, Edwin Tellengas, like, h- how much of this could possibly... Are there too many mistakes in here, or...? Well, I'd like to know, like, if Edwin has handed... Oh, oh, no, you didn't get this from Edwin, did you? You got this, you got uh, this from digging. Right, I'm not going to lie, yeah. I'm not sure I really want to confront Edwin with this, honestly, Master. This doesn't seem like the sort of thing you should be confronting any of the Tillinghasts with. <laughs> yes. Mm. I agree. Yeah. Wandering up to people and being like, so your family tree is full of incest. Could you explain this? <laughs> it's not the sort of thing one does in polite society. Yeah. It's it's, it's also not the sort of thing that we're, we're going to probably announce as part of a paper, but it certainly gives us interesting leads to follow up on. Hmm. The, the marshes section of this chart are baffling. Well, you know, I could we could weave it into the story of the cultist as ghouls once I finish reading it, considering it was in the possession of a Tillingast and it talks about quite a lot of the things this tree is describing. I, I'm assuming, though, given your history with the Tillinghasts, that you don't want to sully their name at all. Not so really, no. So, so, yeah. Maybe not. Maybe this is something we should just let lie. Or we just don't tell people any dates of anything. <laughs> Of the family specifically, I mean, you can connect. You can connect the family members to the books. I think that's fine. Um, we just shouldn't be obvious about the dates that they relate to. Perhaps. I remember the author of the incestuous bit, but maybe point out the fact that there are instances where there are some very interesting 
probable inaccuracies, yes. like, for example, Robert Marsh's extremely long life, and the un- actually no, let's leave that one out of it because I don't want that getting back to Bartholomew either, really. Um, I just need to rub out a few lines. I think it's perfectly, perfectly fine that Carl Tillinghast married a Regina Carter. That makes perfect sense. Yes, yes, that is a good line to delete. <laughs> Yes, we're going to have to dock to this. <laughs> I feel like Lewis had some of the um, interest in it, to be honest. I think you should present it as it is. I think it is a fascinating piece of history. To be proven or disproven otherwise. Because if, if this isn't any way true, correct me if I'm wrong, Judge, but how illegal is all of this? Mm, depends what state you're in. <laughs> he does have a good well, point for Arkham. What happens in Arkham? <laughs> I mean, it could always just be a typographical error, and that you know, if you went and researched the family tree that the family have, it could be completely different from this one that Craig dug up in a book somewhere in the Miskatonic University Library. I mean, yeah. I mean, we don't we don't want to jump to conclusions. We want to sort of investigate the validity of uh, these dates and these connections. So there are obviously some big questions in here, but we should try our best to, you know, to answer them ourselves. So maybe we need to change how we're going about this bit. I'm thinking maybe. I mean, I'm the one that's been reading the Cultus Ghouls. So I probably should present that. Mm-hmm. But, especially considering I'm a bit close to the subject matter with my personal acquaintance with Bartholomew Tillinghast, I should probably hand off this book on the Tillinghast to one of you people who go after I talk about cults, there's ghouls, mm-hmm. and then you can present the typographical errors of the family tree as and we leave it to the viewer to make the connections between the Colstead schools which we can say was in the possession of Edwin Tillegas. Mm-hmm. We don't draw the line, we let them form their own speculations. As long as I don't have to be the one that, that point, points out that Bartholomew Tillinghast was born both after his father died and when his mother was 11 years old. As long as I don't have to do that bit, I'm fine. Um, oh, that's wrong. That's why she died. Sorry, oh, it is. Sorry, is no, it, that's, wrong. that's wrong. That's wrong. Is it you that's going to be forced to effectively present this if we're doing this in order, Martha? Well, only if we're trying to get everybody to neophyte. Um, we have to. We can't progress without getting everyone to neophyte. It's a good question. It's a good question. Do we, um, Ash? Do we do we think or know if if we were to present a joint paper of, of adequate substance that that would work for two people? Yeah, yeah. You can do joint papers. You could do a joint paper for the entire team, but you will have to be at the same level. Okay. To progress. So, so if two of you of do thing. a joint paper and you're still members, you could progress together as long as it's substantive enough yeah like, that could you, work then. like your um, in-depth expose on the famed artist George Shipley 
that you're totally planning, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Well, gonna parade but... all these paintings in front of the entire society. <laughs> well, here's what we've got the conundrum then, because I have got a lot of reading to go do to get through Costas Boom Spillmaster. Uh, so maybe we should look at trying to get your Shipley expose finished first. Yes, that's fine. And then perhaps if some once you've done once we've gone enough into the Tillingast research, there'll probably be enough there for two people to present at the same time. So currently, the people who are still members are Georges, Jenkins, and Stan. Yeah. So are you suggesting Stan and uh, Jenkins team up? I I think that makes some level of sense. Question or, is though, is Stan's been pursuing this Derby research into the sanatorium and the Derby? Well, isn't it connected though? That all leads back to yeah. So are the Watleys and the Tillingas are they founding members? Are they founding families of Arkham? They are not. They're not. No. Okay. The, it doesn't link back that way. But they are all connected somehow. Also, we're already having a slight break from. Uh, the whole connected saga of the Comte de Lot and Bodine Castle and the Colts des Gaules and the Tillingas and that whole chain by having um, the Shipley work for my master's piece. How about you? we look at doing uh, the Shipley stuff for my master first and then stand you present on the sanatorium because even if you were doing it as a front for getting information in the derbies, you've actually got enough information. You could probably do a paper just on the sanatorium itself at this point. Probably. The only thing I need to do really is have a visitation at the sanatorium, probably, just to see if there's got anything, if I can get any um, history or historical documents from the time or various time periods. From, from the building itself. Did we already do that once? I'm sure we were. Yeah, we did, yeah. Have we been to, I don't think we've been to the sanatorium, have we? I yeah. think it might be one of the ones you missed. I think you weren't uh, here for it, but they did all go to the sanatorium and get all the historical documents on the sanatorium's history. Okay. George's is like... Michelle said that that Angela Tillingas gave birth at five years old. Um, we yeah. again, whoever ends up presenting Tillingas family tree presents them as clear typographical errors, which we'll research before presenting, and then we leave the readers to form their own conjecture based on the previous knowledge that we'll have given them at that point. But what happens if it? What if they're not? Errors. We don't. We present it in a light where we question if it's an error at that point. Yeah. I mean, this is the only document you have to go on. You could go and just ask the Tillingars family. So we were doing some research in the library and found this family tree, and they might go, <laughs> "What nonsense is this?" And pull out the real family tree, which clears it all up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or they could just, you know, stab you all with their sacrificial daggers over their altars to Dagon. You never know. 
possible outcomes. But it sure okay. is I'm, a fascinating family tree, isn't it? So mm. we need to, we need to go to the we're doing we're doing the, the the visit of Crown and Shield Manor anyway, right? Tomorrow, yeah. 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 And and from 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 the um, the dossiers that we were given, there's uh, talks of them having an exquisite art collection there anyway. So I'd probably be interested in that just in case there is some tie into Arthur Shipley, just to see what they have. So that's fine. I can continue the the Shipley art piece to present. Um, yeah. Uh, then we've got the <clears throat> the sanatorium piece and. The Tinnegast piece. So I think we've got the three pieces we need. Whether or not we have multiple people help presenting it, I don't think it matters at this point. Yeah. So, what are you doing with the rest of your day? Hmm. <laughs> oh, I was asking Jenkins to call Mr. Upton to, to just say that if he's been requ- if if some. Uh, plans have been requested of him by the university that that was for us and to just bring them to the to, tomorrow when he picks us up instead of us going through the university okay Jenkins do you go to call Mr Upton I do indeed uh, you get his secretary on the line he's in a meeting but how can she help uh, hello uh, I'm, I'm just ringing on regards to my master uh, apparently uh, there was a request put in for um, some blueprints uh, which was happening I, I've forgotten the details it's gone sorry so we, we requested them through the university but so the university said they'd request they were made by the original architect which turns out it would have been Mr Upton but we didn't know that at the time so to save time if he's coming to pick us up tomorrow anyway just to bring the plans with him yes that uh, she has a look. I've got them here yes no I was going to send them out to the university this afternoon's post but I'll just get Miss, uh, I'll just get Daniel to bring them with him tomorrow morning yeah. Okay. That's that's absolutely perfect. Thank you ever so much. Uh, you're welcome. Um, he's planning to pick you up at ten tomorrow, and I've made an arrangement for a sleigh. So please do all dress warmly. Yes. Yes. Of course. I'll make sure everyone dresses up nice and well. You won't really be able to get a car out to the uh, Crown and Shield Manor, but um, horse and sleigh should be able to get through the snow, no trouble. Almost feels like we should be back in December again. Well, it is February. The snow is awful. You'd say it's falling all around us. <laughs> do you sing a song down the line at the poor... I, I do not. <laughs> Since that song has not been made yet, I do not. Okay, yet you have made these arrangements. I do not. Oh, the Krings. Oh, the Krings. Uh, what time are we at? We are at 1 hour 34 and we've got plenty of time. Okay, uh, the rest of the day is going to pass unless anyone wants to do anything specific. Uh, if we're not doing anything more specific, I would probably just continue my research of the book. Okay, roll reading. In reading. Rolling a French. French. Whole French. Um, if if we're not doing anything, bearing in mind that I've helped you read that before, I I, I would have offered oh. my help. Then get a bonus dice, Kring. Kring, 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 Kring. You got a four. 
Oh, nice. Nice. I'm going to mark that down to ten days. Blimey. As you nice. work together, we're in extreme success. Um, with George's, you, you work through the book. It's very disturbing, though uh, you do think, Craig, as you're working on this, that the only um, link you have between this book and the Tillinghast family is that Edwin Tillinghast was selling it in his rare bookstore. Okay. That's not much of a link. It's tenuous. I didn't say we were going to present it as cool or spooky. We're just going to say, this next piece was a book bought from Edwin Tillinghast. Fair enough. He owns our lovely shop, so we can even do it as an advertising piece for him. Mm, That makes sense. Okay, what are you doing the rest of the day, Stan? Uh, I would like to work on a, a weird tale story in which a an, el- an elderly man is uh, basically he goes missing and no one knows who he is and but then he's he's suddenly got become very good friends with uh, and work at the character yeah to be a man or woman but actually the, basically the twist is that he she's controlling him like a puppet. Okay, like a like a human ventriloquist dummy. While you're writing, watch out! Oh. It is the outline of a story. You're going to have to workshop this a bit more. Yeah, that's fine. I didn't give him a particularly great um, summary then, anyway. So that's fine. I, I've got time to work on it. I'm in no rush. Judge Judge Olson, what are you doing today? I don't really have much researchy things to do, so I might just invite um, uh, Mary to a game of cards. Yeah. Strip poker, I see. Strip poker, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it all depends on whether Judge Olson is wearing one of those judge robes and nothing else, or... <laughs> Okay, Mary and Olsen, both of you roll me your... Strip uh, poker. What would I make you roll? I'm going to say you're bluffing with one another, so roll me your highest charm, fast talk, or um, persuade. Whichever is higher, both of you roll them. Only just. It's a good thing you're only playing for pennies, otherwise Judge Olsen would be walking away with the farm. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> I mean, you might want to reconsider that never, Judge Olsen. <laughs> okay, you all have a pleasant day. Jeremiah and Ols- um, Mary, you can both have two luck and eight sanity. Oh, max sanity! Yay! Whoa. Um, <laughs> Kieran, you get two luck. Yep. Now, sadly, working on a mythos tome does not get you any sanity. <laughs> no. But it does get you some luck. Because oh. you spend the day with your feet up enjoying the warm weather. You get Six luck. Nice. 
But yeah. So taking a day off to do nothing is good, but taking a day off to read an arcane tome of Cthulhu mythos knowledge, it, it don't get you any sanity back. We have a job to do. I, I, I would argue that speaking, having an opportunity to use my native tongue to help translate a book would have been very therapeutic. Especially with his friend who has just recovered. Yeah. But, yeah, that might have done the trick, but the fact that you spent the day translating an in-depth description on necrophilia really doesn't help. <laughs> you got to try, right? you got to try. <laughs> if anything, I should give you some sanity rolls. <laughs> That, that comes at the end of reading it. We know this. <laughs> uh, the day passes. The snow continues to fall. And it becomes the 4th of February, 1928. Um, the next morning, you all have a delicious breakfast served by Jenkins and the hotel staff. And uh, Mr... Upton arrives in a horse-drawn sleigh. It's quite a large one, uh, with four horses pulling it, and enough space for all of you. Uh, it has a large, like, um, cover that, you know, um, slides up over the top to keep the snow off you all, and plenty of warm, thick blankets. As you will be making your way, out into the outskirts. So you're not going too far out of town, you're only going here to Crowning Shields. Do we sing do we sing jaunty Christmas songs as we reflect on you? I mean you can if you want. Yes, I will regale everyone with, um... So this is Christmas. Roll your appearance. I don't sing songs. <laughs> it's too late now, you've said it. <laughs> you want me to roll my appearance? Uh, not great, don't you? Uh, Daniel is very happy to see you all. Uh, he brought the plans for the Crown and Shield estate with him. Uh, which he spreads out over your blanketed laps. So, uh, this is the estate, as you can see. And I bought plans for the mansion. Ah. Wonderful. Um, and you head on out through the uh, the countryside. Uh, you arrive at the beautiful mansion. It is made out of uh, that soft golden stone that most of Bath is made out of. And it looks really nice. You can see the orchard in the distance, the various, uh, the, the vineyard, the formal gardens, the woods in the distance. Um, it all looks quite nice. Uh, 
very nice of them to let us uh, visit their stately home. Yeah, it looks like a wonderful place. Uh, your horse and sleigh pulls up out front, and a aged-looking gentleman comes down the steps. He's got thin black hair, that large dark brown eyes, and he, he bows to you all. Daniel, these must be your historical friends. I am Moses Sargent. I'll take care of the horses and sleigh. Abigail is waiting inside for you. And Look, Jenkins, that's you in 15 years. <laughs> uh, actually, I probably look older. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you Service to the uh, Nagomakas has, <laughs> has not served you well. I look older, but not as greasy as, it, as the character described just was. Uh, at the top of the steps, there is a lady. She's wearing a long maid's dress and she's got her hair tied back in a severe bun. She's like, ah, Mr. Upton, these are your friends, I assume. And he nods and she's like, well, the master and mistress are waiting for you in in the library, if you will follow me. Question, do I recognise this as the voice of the person that just unceremoniously told me to get stuff, basically? Yeah. I make a point of not saying a word because I don't want to be recognised. <laughs> what was the maid's name? Uh, she hasn't introduced her, given you a oh. name. Oh, the judge, uh, not the judge. Oh, the, the, um, yeah, Abigail, sorry. Yeah, I forgot. Moses and Abigail Sargent. Uh, you are led up the stairs to a rather well-appointed library. Um, Azaneth is a beautiful, tall, thin, black-haired lady. Uh, Darby is um, tall, thin. He looks incredibly tired and somewhat haggard with short, cut-back brown hair. And they're being attended by a very young-looking lady in a maid's dress who, who curtsies to you all sullenly and then offers you all tea as you sit down. Edward smiles. It's um, it's, it's lovely to meet you all. This is my wife, Azaneth. And she climbs her head imperiously at you all. So, um, welcome. Um, why, why the interest? Daniel said you are historians doing some research. Yes, I. We've been re- researching the um, architectural developments within the town of Arkham, and obviously we look at the sanatorium. This often has a. Uh, family very um very involved in the renovation of the sanatorium but also i also asked about how you know, other renovation products and you mentioned uh, your house your wonderful mansion in fact the uh the, uh, oxford um the oxford rock bricking is uh well, quite exquisite and very unique to this part of the world so i uh, want bath to, um, not oxford i do apologize um as an f smiles at your well, the manor house used to belong to my family, but we sold it ooh, decades ago. 
And after marrying uh, Edward, we decided we'd buy it back as it was derelict, restore it to its former glory, and move in to start a family. Um, it has a checkered history. My great grandfather was apparently a powerful sorcerer and uh, lived out here until the townsfolk burnt the mansion down after he'd done something unspeakable to my grandmother. It's one of those silly religious hysterias that happened at the time. Um, but my f- um, my father um, obviously fled and he and his sisters uh, lived in our house in Innsmouth and then I met Edward when he came on a retreat to the coast to write poetry and we fell in love and we bought the mansion back and we've returned to the family home and Edward smiles yes it's a been quite a project uh, getting the building rebuilt and uh, I'd like to be a little bit closer to the town but the the Derby house in town is so small it's, it's just not suitable for raising a family in. Well I can appreciate that greatly um, so what was the original design then of the, of the house? Was it much different to this? Did you no, sort no. of take aside from, from the, aside from the new stonework, we've kept it entirely intact. Though we have turned my grandfather's tower into an art gallery and a solarium. Hmm. Apparently it was the alchemist tower where he did his dark works, which <laughs> I suspect he had an interest in herbs and plants. And the local priest at the time in Arkham was a, a little bit too Salem witchcrafty. Yes, I imagine that had quite the uh, adverse effect on um, his uh, opinion of those who wished to who practice things that he didn't understand. He was probably just ignorant of it. Yes, it's one of those tragic tales of small-minded nonsense. But uh, we've rebuilt the house pretty much to how it was before. Uh, would you care for a tour? Oh, I'd love a tour, thank you. That would be uh, most brilliant. Uh, she stands brilliant. up and smiles. Uh, I'll, I'll show our guests around. Edward, why don't you uh, you rest? She gives him a kiss and she leads you all out. Out to the door and she starts showing you around the house. She shows you the dining room, uh, the library, the bathhouse. As we're wandering about, um, I uh, ask her if uh, about a bit more about the the, history, the original owners of the house, her grandfather. Um, well, what he because uh, he seems like a very interesting man. Like uh, the early, uh, although persecuted, the early men of science were uh, inc- incredibly interesting and should be uh, revered as for their contributions. There's not much I can really tell you. Um, he he was a man of science. He liked to study uh, the natural world and the wisdom of the stars. He was a bit of an astrologer, a bit of an astronomer. He loved natural plant life and learning, you know, this, that, and the other. Ah, my book. 
Thank you, honey. So far, we've had a natural break because of your surprise book. Yeah. Can I just clarify one thing quickly? Yeah. Uh, previously, I believe we found out uh, Daniel had told us that Azimuth is ill. But your description just now made it sound more like Edward is ill. Was there a mistake there? Nope, nope. That is not a mistake. You'd okay. heard that Azaneth was ill, not Edward, but from the looks of it, she seems in the peak of health, and he looks ill. Okay, just checking, because, you know, stuff. Craig, stop Fires reading it. of heaven. Oh, yeah, another wheel of time. You're, you're hard-backing them, aren't you? I forgot. Yeah. I now have the prequel and books one to five. Nice. Right, I'll put that away during the break. Um, yeah, she takes you on a tour of the house. Uh, she takes you finally into the art gallery. Uh, Georges, roll me your intelligence. Uh, the art gallery is very impressive. It's a lot of watercolours. It's a lot of... Um, massive landscape oil paintings. Of They all seem to be... Like, the first floor is Arkham. Like Arkham when it was first founded to modern day Arkham. Yeah. So the town obviously is getting bigger and expanding. Then the second floor is all landscapes of the local countryside, showing various places. Uh, a hill, the town of Innsmouth, the town of Kingsport Head. Um, it's all local Massachusetts locations. And then the second floor is a large solarium, like with massive great big windows to let the sun in, and a fireplace in the middle to make it all warm and cosy and quite nice. It's a really impressive art collection, but there are no Shipley's. I wasn't expecting a Shipley's. I just say this is a, a, a wonderful um, art gallery you have here. Yes, um, we actually were able to bring most of these from the family home in Innsmouth. Ah, you've, you've set them up very well. I like the uh, the order of them specifically. Yes, it's a nice little historical march through the. Uh, the local countryside, and especially the details on Arkham. Um, she takes you over to a large watercolour sometime about 40 years after Arkham was built. You can see here, she points, that originally there was uh, an additional church in Arkham, according to this. Huh. It's now on the location of Independence Square. Uh, but according to this, there's a steeple where Independence Square currently is, so uh, it's quite interesting. There's no there record in the town history as to what happened to this church. Is, is there no longer a church at all in Arkham? No, no, there are several churches. Uh, there, there's quite a lot of churches when you look at the maps, but there was, there's no record of there ever being a church in Independence Square. 
interesting. Is there anything else, as I'm looking around at the paintings, is there anything else depicted on the ones specifically around Arkham that that don't match with what I know to be true on the maps of modern-day Arkham? Roll me your history. History. Yeah. Well, meh. No, you don't see anything else other than that one she's pointed out. Would anyone else like to take an in-depth look at these artworks? No, I've made a I've made a point of not looking too deeply at paintings lately. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The judge has wandered up to the salon and is staring out the windows at at the. Um... I would through simple sheer nature of the fact that I would be accompanying my master and while I'm not doing anything else. Roll your history uh, spot hidden then, queens. Spot hidden. Hidden. Now you may roll history. And now I will fail. Oh. Damn. One thing you do notice is that where the train station is in the modern pictures, if I um, quickly toss you all to the map of Arkham for this one, it's a bit easier. So, train station. Yeah. Uh, the island here. It the has isle. the uninvited isle, whatever it was. The unvisited isle, as it's known colloquial, colloquially. Um, in certain pictures, you can see the big stone circle on a hill on the island with no trees. Like the er- like, you've got the early founding picture. It's not in that. But then you've got the next picture along, which is like you know, early times colonial times uh, Arkham, there's this big stone circle on the island and the stone circle remains up until the train station is built. Suddenly it's no longer painted. It's just covered in trees. Do you point this out to me, Craig? If it's something you've spotted it looks unusual, just wondering if I would probably mutter something to myself at least along the lines of that thing is a weird weird If if I hear this I would look now, especially when I go especially if considering it would be a subconscious mutter, I might have muttered the word train I imagine which would cause your <laughs> Roll listen, uh Georges. Yeah, you definitely hear the word train and weird. <laughs> I, I would shuffle over and inquire with Jenkins. What, what, what's weird near the trains, Jenkins? Well, up until the train station appears, Master, there's a quite clearly depicted stone circle on the unvisited aisle. Afterwards, though, just trees. Azaneth has a look. Ah, yes, the Unvisited Isle. That's quite an interesting little topic. As far as I can tell... Um, now, you must remember that I'm from Innsmouth, not Arkham, so I don't know the history exactly. But there was, a supposedly, a practising uh, druidic temple on the island. A local witch cult, apparently. And it was used by the townsfolk right up until, like, the 1860s, when they built the train station, originally. Um, it, it was just another religious institution here in the town, like, you know, the Methodists and the Catholics and the Witch Coven. 
do, would I get could, could I get another history role or maybe even an anthropology role to understand to see if it rings any bells about the sort of things that are happening there? Uh, roll your yeah anthropology. Oh come on! Nope. Anyone else want to roll anthropology or history? Because you can all hear this. Well, I always want to be interesting in the the sanatorium on these various pictures. Okay. Uh, I feel we need more than base on either of those to roll. We do. Okay, I'll come back to you in a moment, Kieran, but Jeremiah, uh, you remember it from some of your working on the history of Arkham there, because obviously Arkham was founded shortly after the Salem Witch Trials. Mm -hmm. Like, a whole bunch of people left Salem and moved up here and founded Arkham. And then there was this witch coven, apparently, that was just accepted as part of the town. Um, And you're quite sure some of the founding fathers um, or the founding families were involved in this witch coven. It was sort of like... It was almost like a gentleman's club. It wasn't a real religion. They all still went to church, but they also then, you know, had this other thing going on. But it fell out of fashion... You know, when the town became more open to the outside world, and that's why it's just been allowed to grow over, and no one goes to that island anymore. There, there you go. That's probably probably a logical the logical explanation for the overgrowth that we see now. Yes, I guess it just fell out of fashion. It was one of those things, you know, the rich people in town would go along to. There was a lodge on the island, I believe, and the stone circle. The stone circle's probably still there, it's just no one really goes out there anymore. If you're interested in the history of the town and the founding families, it wouldn't be a bad idea to probably visit and have a nose around. Hmm. It sounds interesting. Uh, with the sanatorium, Kieran. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's obviously not in the earliest founding pictures, but then the building appears on the outskirts where it is nowadays. It looks like a family house, house, and then it, the hospital. It, it doesn't really change. The exterior does suddenly change after the refurbishment and becomes all Georgian. Originally, it looked like a big granite facade of a building, like massive heavy gothic style granite building and now it's all light and airy with columns and stuff hmm. nice. but it's, it's clearly been on that same location since shortly after the founding of the town that's okay I was sort of looking for this it's a good visual history of Can I the, take uh, photos or make sketches uh, I will ask Aznaf if I'm if you would be proved to me to make sketches of just the sanatoriums as they sort of progress through the years. Oh, yeah, of course. And while I'm, just when I start to get out my pen and my pad and start drawing, I, um, I just, just, I'm just not to harken back, but um, so I have to say, I'm very intrigued by what happened to your grandfather. It's such an awful miss, like, miscarriage. I, I Mind think if I ask his name? Uh, his name was... Oh, they can draw and roll as well while I'm here. Ah, bad rolls today. Ephraim. Ephraim, wait. Wait. Okay. I reckon I... It's a little note at the top of my drawing. My drawings aren't great today. She looks at them and is like, 
Maybe you should use a camera? No, no. I much prefer drawing. Very well. Anyway, she finishes showing you around. Um, so, uh, was there anything else? There's a massive crash of thunder from outside and a flash of lightning. And we'll pause for a break. Uh, spooky. <laughs> I must go. Yo, 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 yo. So, outside, mm. as you look out a window, you can see proper thunder snow is going on. Thunder, lightning, the snow is falling. You cannot even see the driveway. That's how thick it's coming down. Well. And as you return to the library, Edward Darby is like, well, um, um, we really can't send you back to town in this. You'll, you'll, you'll have to stay until this blows over. <laughs> Ever so sorry to impose. Um... No, no, not, not at all. It's, it's nice to have guests. Um, I will um, have some rooms done up for you. And uh... I knew that was going to happen. Last time we stayed in a mansion, I ended up falling out the sky to my death. Now, 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 at least you killed the Mego doing it to you. Yep. <laughs> Satisfied about that. But you didn't stop the horde of Mego from taking all of your friends on a magic voyage through space, Greg. But I did my best. You did. You did. Anyway, um, everyone roll spot hidden at hard. Hidden. Not even looking where I'm going by the look. Yeah, I'm following you. Yeah, but you're basically blind, Michelle. You must have. You you must be literally classed as hard of sight or something. <laughs> How have I failed spot hidden? Jesus. There are many you're, you're following me and Mary, but... You're all having warm cocoa, you're sitting around the fire, Jenkins has fallen into his natural role of butler. So you, you get to notice this, Jenkins, I'll send you a secret message. I've never seen a spot hidden roll on a character lower than 60, so it's, it, Michelle is refreshing in that regard. I have, but it's rare. Because spot hidden's one of those dangerous ones. If you do neglect it too much, it can often mean your death, but beyond a certain point, it is just, oh no. Isn't that right, man? <laughs> I've got keen eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is good chicken. It's, um, I can't remember, is it Arona or Peter in our other game who is basically a beholder at this point? I think it's uh, Peter. It's got something like 99 spot hidden. Yeah, it's just that's like, right, yeah. Oh, Anyway. The... Afternoon passes. Lunch is finished. Um, Edward is going to retire to his study to work on some poetry. Asneth is going to retire to her bedroom to have a lie down. 
And what are people doing with their afternoon? Um, looking for a moment to have a discreet word with my master. Yep, you get George's alone in a corner. I'll come back to you in a moment. Daniel has got the uh, got a sketchbook out and is sketching some plan for some building work or something. He seems quite content to stay by the fire. Mary, what are you doing with your afternoon? Probably um, just riding around the grounds. You're going outside into the snow? Oh. The thunder snow. <laughs> the blizzard. The full on blizzard. I'll go and look at the art gallery. Oh, Are you looking at the ground floor? Um, First floor. I can't work out. Is the middle circle like a staircase and it's all round yeah. it, or, yeah. or is it all separate? No, no, the middle floor is a staircase that leads up to each floor. Okay, um, I'll start at the bottom and work up. Yeah, you start going back through the art room. I'll come back to you in a moment. Kieran, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to work on my story. I'm going to find a fireplace that's probably in the nice like, lounge or something like that. You just take a spew with a... Um... Here. You sit down opposite Daniel in the library and roll writing. Judge Olsen, what are you doing? Wait, did, did Kieran say something? Yes, he did. Yeah. We all heard him. And I, I heard, heard him. literally nothing. Wow. Let me disconnect and reconnect. Oh, incredibly racist, a flinty internet. Oh, <laughs> Flint, did, did you guys just notice that Flinty's mouth was really out of sync with his words just then? Yeah. All right, now I can actually see everyone, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're back in sync a bit. Okay. Back in the room. All right, sorry, what did you actually say? <laughs> uh, I've stabbed you in the back and I've thrown you <laughs> into a fireplace. And you were given three seconds to do something about it, but you didn't, so... Yeah, the dark ritual is complete. Judge Olsen's dying breath as he starts to burn is why, as you summon uh, Ithaqua, well done. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, Actually, I will luck that roll, so I can actually start making some progress on this. Yep, you can luck that roll and start making some progress on your story. Uh, Judge Olsen, what are you doing? Uh, I thought I might uh, just browse the library and see if there's any books on the uh, the Tin and Gas or any kind of family tree stuff. Since I saw that yesterday, that intrigued me. Hello, giant fire truck. (coughs) Oh, no, you're you're continuing on. Okay. It pulled up outside and stopped, and then it pulled off again. So I was just like, hello? Are you lost? Is something on fire I'm not aware of? Okay, um, we'll start with George's. Um, Jenkins pulls you into a corner in the main hallway. Um, Master, I don't know if you noticed, but the mood in the house seems a bit um, perturbed. Will Edward seem particularly pleased to actually be inviting us to stay? Seemed to really, really greatly anger Azimuth and staff, strangely. Just, just quickly, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it the woman that actually showed us around the place in the end, though? Yes. 
Well, I mean, Jenkins, I mean, I must admit, I did, I did, I did sense that tone. I'm not getting a, a great vibe from this house as a whole, if I'm honest, but she did seem to be okay while showing us around. While she was showing us around, I believe she was so, but the, 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 the act of Edward actually inviting us to stay the night because of the outside weather really, um, it, it doesn't seem quite logical, sir, at all. It, it, I'm, a, I'm a bit concerned. Yeah, I'm not happy about this arrangement either, but I mean, without, without causing a scene, what, what do we do? Do we take a look around and I, see if we can spot anything strange going on? I don't know at this point. I, I suggest, sir, that we just try and while away the hours peacefully, although, um, I, I'm not quite certain what the sleeping arrangements are tonight, but I think we should, myself and yourself, of course, sir, should, should stay fairly close while we're here. Just just be safe, sir. Yep, that, I'm, I'm fine with that. I mean, if it... Just wondering if we are going to be... Do we do we, do we try and alert the others on the, on the side and perhaps try and make, ensure that at least one of us is awake all night? As in alternating, not someone being awake all night. That would be terrible. I don't think that would be a terrible idea. It's just how to go about that without being quite clearly on edge and... Um, Potentially insulting our hosts. Mm, yes. Well, perhaps just well, unless, unless we find an obvious opening, perhaps and I'll keep it between the two of us and just stay vigilant would be the best thing to do. I'll be guided by, by your um, counsel on that, sir. If if we see if if we see a a good opportunity to alert the others to our concerns then then I say we do so but let's not let's not do it in such a way that's going to alert our hosts as you say yes indeed sir what shall we do for the moment sir hmm the moment what time is it now uh shortly after lunch I was just after lunch we've got loads of time then yeah this looks this looks like it's setting for the day at this point yeah yeah yeah, so, uh, yeah, um, um, go yodeling in the pantry? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, the, the maps that we've got on the screen and, and the fact that Ash is clearly locking us in this, this, this house due to the weather, it just strikes me as a game of Cluedo about to happen. <laughs> yeah. I believe it was as a bit in the family room with the candlestick. We're in danger! <laughs> yeah. Um, it was Azanath in the ritual chamber with the ceremonial dagger. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we have nothing to go on at the moment is the problem. How dare you say in such accusations? <laughs> this is just an unfortunate snowstorm. I didn't say I was mad about it. Um, now, now, you're the one who was like, oh, more spooky stuff, please. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, when you're getting the players to go, I, I'm scared and we're in danger. That's normally a compliment, remember. <laughs> okay, so I, I say to Jenkins, okay, um, you know, given that you know, in the build-up to this, I was already quite wary about the 
the apparent you know, absence of Edward and Azaneth in the community, and this just seems to be getting strange by the minute. I think we should try and stay as close as possible to everyone else. Um, yes. So we should we should try and arrange something that keeps us together. Maybe we can get together and play some cards or something. Well, I believe I saw um, Young Simmons off towards the art gallery, heading off that way. So. Ah, the perfect four. No one would suspect me in the art gallery. Exactly. Yeah. That was my thinking. Meanwhile, in the art gallery, Mary is being murdered. <laughs> Mary, roll your not be murdered. <laughs> I don't have that skill. Roll it out of skill, then. First aid. Well, that's I'm very murdered. I hope you don't need first aid later on when we actually get murdered. <laughs> okay, meanwhile, whilst this has all been going on, uh, whilst you're browsing the art gallery, there is a crash of thunder, a flash of lightning, and um, Eunice, the maid, walks in. She's got a feather duster and she stops and stares at you. What are you doing in here? Just having a look at the art. Oh. Well, the art gallery is not for unattended guests. She starts shaking her feather duster at you. You'll have to leave, miss. Return to the library. The mistress doesn't want people poking around her art collection on their own. Okay. Head back to the library. She follows you out of the art gallery and then she goes back inside and slides the door shut. Roll me. Yeah, chance to see anything before she. You've been in there for about five minutes. You'd seen the art you'd seen earlier, really. We hadn't really had long enough to get a good look around it all. Um, Alson. Roll me your library use. <laughs> Now I'm in your coat. Um, the books are pretty pedestrian. There's atlases and encyclopedias and fiction books. But you do notice there is a large locked cabinet with glass-fronted doors and bookshelves on the interior that seems to be full of um, history of Arkham books, like the founding families of Arkham, Arkham throughout the ages, the the um, town of Arkham and its environs, things like that. And there seem to be quite a lot of books on the Waite family and the Derby family, um, the Tillingas and Armitage families also mentioned, they're like um, the family trees, you know, the family Waite, 18... 30 to 1850 in the family Tillingar 1730 to 1750 that kind of sort of book sure I can't get in here this sounds perfect uh, yeah but that is what you have discovered uh, but you failed the occult roll so you don't notice the other thing yeah I'm not expecting to pass that roll Okay, uh, just as you're uh, finishing up, Mary walks back in. Oh, you weren't gone long. 
Oh, some woman saw me in the art gallery and told me to go get out. I couldn't be there um, without anyone escorting me, apparently. You found anything interesting? Well, there's this cabinet of uh, locked books. It looks like it's got um, stuff on the founding families of um, Arkham, but, you know, as I say, it's locked, so I can't really get in. Um, well, I don't want to disturb Edward, um, so maybe maybe later I could just ask. We, we can use our historical society angle on him. Um, and at this point, George's and Jenkins, do you return to the library where the others are? Yes. Uh, you walk in, you see Mary and Judge Olsen discussing a locked cabinet of books. They're standing in front of it. Um, Stan and Daniel are sat in front of the fireplace, both writing in little books. Are we? Are we? Are the judge and Mary f- far enough away from everyone else that we we think we'd be able to have a conversation with them? Yeah. Without being heard. As long as you're quiet and don't shout at the top of your voices. Yeah. I, w- I walk over to them and say, "Ah, Judge Mary, hello." <laughs> um. So I say I say it's quite quietly, but not being obviously sneaky. But I've um, just been speaking with with Jenkins here. This is all this is all coming across as, as quite a bit odd. Um, so I would suggest that we, as best as possible, try and stay close together uh, through the day, uh, just to see how this all pans out. I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure uh, what's going on, but certainly when we first came in, certain people didn't seem to want to welcome us, and yeah, I'm, I'm not getting a great feeling about this place. Mm. And, you know, we were told that uh, Azdeneth was uh, unwell, but actually she seems fine. And, uh, you know, they, they, they would avoid... They, they were inclusive, and yet Edward seems very happy to have guests, so... Yeah, Edward, things aren't quite matching. Edward also seemed to be the one that actually seemed ill, I think, when we first arrived. Mm. Yeah. Just, um, just everyone be, be vigilant, um the day goes on I don't like being trapped in a house I don't know the uh, library door slides open and uh, Moses shuffles in would anyone like a beverage it's thank you yes thank you he walks over to a cabinet and starts mixing everyone the drinks they ask for I use Detect Evil Tea because it's a skill that I have in real life. <laughs> Isn't it Flinty now from experience? Oh, oh, Flinty. Why did you do that? What did you do? Did you give him. Well, no, no. Flinty went to visit some evil people and was like, hmm, I think this tea might be evil. I'm not going to drink it, but I won't tell Craig's character who is sat next to me. I'll let them drink it and see what it does to them. Because the person who served us the tea was two feet in front of us. I couldn't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) You could have wiggled your eyebrows at Craig or accidentally drossled their teacup. Is that that original Deadlands? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember that. It was funny. Craig Craig was very sad. He was very cursed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember the drive. The thing he drove us home, Craig, and afterwards I'd just be like, 
can't believe he didn't help me. And I was like, <laughs> wow, I didn't think he at the time. But Craig was... <laughs> Greg was like, he betrayed, he betrayed me. I was like, I think that's the word to use. <laughs> there is no evil tea skill, Craig. You can roll me your butler monster at extreme. Mm-hmm. <coughs> you all serve warm, hot cocos, teas, coffees. Yep, sounds good to me. Um, they all seem quite nice drinks, and he he it lets you all know that dinner will be served in the dining room at seven. Dining room at seven. Where else is the other libraries on the second floor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just below us. He's set up. Uh, bedroom for the gentleman in this room downstairs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, A conveniently unlabeled room. How convenient. <laughs> oh, there's a label. It's just secret. And they will be setting up a bed for the lady here in the library. Right next to Azanef's bedroom. Seduce him, Mary. Seduce him. Uh, Azaneth. Azaneth's the wife. Uh, Then seduce her instead. (laughs) I feel like, Michelle, your next character should be the stereotypical horny bard. (laughs) (laughs) The afternoon passes in snow and warm and coziness. I'm sorry, I'm just looking at the map. I'm looking at the basement where there's, like, a locked door with a question mark outside yeah. of the door. I spotted that. Screw you, Ash. In character, we clearly have no reason to go there. <laughs> what about the giant white space? Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he realised he hadn't hidden something, but I can't remember what was under there. So. I think I was zoomed in on the outside, so I didn't see it. So I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's nothing untoward here. Then we will. Ne- none of us will leave our rooms tonight, and we'll leave in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The afternoon passes. Uh, Edward reappears at about two. Uh, how is everyone? So sorry to leave you alone. It was feeling not the best, but um, I hope um, our servants have made you all comfortable. Yeah, um, thank you. Yes, Moses has uh, been very kind and uh, served us drinks and dinner and, well, later dinner. Excellent. Um, So, you came here originally to ask about um, the history of Arkham, I believe. Daniel said that you're budding members of the Massachusetts Historical Society. Yes, we are indeed. They were in the papers this morning, now I think about it. Did you really? see it? Really? I haven't checked the papers this morning. Yes, there was... <sighs> yeah, he goes and shuffles through the papers. 
I'm waiting for an article that says five new members of the historical society are missing, presumed dead. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes, here we go. Uh, Mr. James Clark is missing. Um, and as you it notice in the bottom, it mentions that he was a member of the Massachusetts Historical Society. Did you know the man? Did we? Recognise the name, but I don't think I recognise it from this game. He is a member. He is um, a neophyte. No, not a neophyte. He's a couple of levels higher than that. in Boston, eh? Hmm. If he keeps the law office in Boston, the judge might know him. Um, the judge, you do recognise the name. You've met him in court. Uh, he is a member of the Miskatonic, uh, the Massachusetts Historical Society. He was a... Is it? He was a initiate of the order uh, of the um, historical society. So he was the rank above uh, you guys who are level one. I don't remember talking to him myself. You saw, like, said hello in passing whilst you were at society dinners, and that's about it, really. Hmm. That's, that's interesting. Well, I hope he's soon. I'm, I'm sure he'll show up. Fascinating history, that building that you were meeting, by the way. Oh. We've not had time, really, to uh, look at the history of the building, ironically. Oh, you should at some point. Um, he goes to the locked cabinet and chooses the key and opens it. It's a fascinating uh, place. Um, the site it's built upon is the uh, location of the old... Scott Farm a notorious um, witch farm in early day Boston does this ring any bells to me Um, of all your history just just you're you're listening to this so I have base in history, so it doesn't make sense for me to roll, does it? No. What's base? Ten. I've got twenty. Good luck, it. And the oh, George. Yeah, there's no, there's no need of George. Yeah, yeah. Uh, George's, you remember 
this article on the history of that part of Boston. And it's not until he's made the the uh, the link that you think, yeah, actually, now now that he mentions it, that is exactly where the Scott Farm was. Roll me your intelligence, Nathan. That's a big no. Yep, you don't think of this, but you may talk about what you've remembered of everyone else. Um. Okay, through this properly. Um, yes, yes, Scott, Scott, John Scott. I remember. I remember. Um, there was a, a warlock known as John Scott back, you know, back a couple of hundred years ago. Um, you say warlock? Yeah, yeah. He was known as a warlock. Yeah, you know, you know, how these witch types can be. Um, it was mostly, was, uh, um, you know, religious hysteria. Yeah, the fallout yeah, exactly. from Salem, really. It was probably just yeah. some poor old widower who lived on his own on his farm, no kids. Someone probably yeah. saw him talking to his pigs, like you do when, you know, you talk to your dog or your animals and thought, oh, he's got a familiar! And they, you know, arrested the poor man. Yeah, but I remember hearing that he was you know, captured and found guilty you know, of witchcraft and basically burned alive and buried, buried in an unmarked grave. Um... All, all happened in the same day very quickly, so it sounds to me like it was all you know, all rushed through, if you like. But uh, yeah, um, but pe- people used to swear that he'd created monsters and brought the dead to life in secret caverns located on the farm. So yeah, that's that's where our hist- historical society is built upon. Huh. Yes, it's um, it's quite interesting. Did you ever see what the building used to look like before um, they remodelled it when they opened the historical society? Because there'd been a house on that location for ooh, about 150 years. No, I, I don't. I don't think I've seen it. I mean, I, I remember them. I remember them saying that they couldn't. They couldn't locate the precise location of the farm. Just, you know, just that it was generally built on there. So I'm not not exactly sure where it would have been located. Well, he, he opens another book. Um, the history of Massachusetts's founding families is quite interesting. And whilst the Scots aren't a prestigious family like my own like founding a town. It's still an interesting point in history. After the place was burnt, uh, after the, you know, Mr. Scott was murdered, essentially for being a warlock, the place was purchased by um, Adalbert Shiny, who opened a place called the Hermetic Order. And he shows you all this woodcut of a building. What a lovely woodcut. I don't say this out loud, but the name Shiny does remind me. Yeah. That's what the one that was looking after you. Yes. Mm. The name what? Sorry. Adelbert. Adelbert Shiny. Now he ran this place with a gentleman, another descendant of one of Arkham's prominent families, the Stamford family. Um for about 150 years before the chief historian of the Massachusetts Historical Society brought out the Hermetic Order, uh, knocked down their old mansion, because it was quite dilapidated, no one really joined anymore, and built the brick structure that is there today. 
Everyone but Nathan, roll intelligence. You need a hard intelligence. Oh. <laughs> wow. Whoa! If um, if if this is what happened after hearing more information, can I at least get an extreme roll? I'll allow you to have another roll. That's everyone critically failed their intelligence. You're. I did it. I did. I almost got a sex success. Seventy out of seventy. Can can I suggest some of the people who just failed maybe consider pushing it, seeing as the but, ones who critically no, failed? Actually, oh, hard. That's thirty luck. Yeah, not just regular, it's hard. No, push, push it, push it. Not lucky. Oh. We always forget to push rolls. You cannot push a critical failure. That's why I'm saying someone else should remember to do it. I'm assuming you can't also push a success. Yeah, if it's a fail to get what you need, you can. You can push. If I said hard and you don't get hard, you failed. So you can push it still. What's the what's the drawback from a push? Or is it just like a one? It comes an automatic crit fail if you don't get the success you need. Given it's an well, it's not going to be that bad, right? I'll push mine. Yeah. You're going to push yours, George's? If I'm allowed, yes. You are. Probably like a thirty-two. Sure, I just pressed it and it's done nothing. Oh, never mind. Everyone's brains leak out of their ears. <laughs> oh! I actually made it, though. Except for Stan, who's now surrounded by corpses. <laughs> and goes That's insane great. as all of his friends die. Yeah, This isn't... Okay, Kieran, I'm going to send you a message. Cool beans! Are often not lukewarm. This is going to be something horrific that you can't share in front in front of the uh, derbies, isn't it? They're going to be like, oh my god. <laughs> Fine. The legless and armless space marines in front of me will keep me safe. This lieutenant will keep me safe. Start to worry that we're working for the bad guys. <laughs> it would be the first time we played a campaign where the person who hired us was the bad guy. <laughs> Kieran, I've sent you a telegram. I, I am reading it. Just waiting for the inevitable moment that Craig just turns around and says, are we the bad guys? It happens at some point in every game. Yeah. <laughs> Someone pretty much has to. It's true. Just waiting for the perfect moment. It's timing. Yeah. I can just go quiet as I have a moment. I'm like, we'll just make that noise a little bit. I'm like, nah, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, How interesting. And you say your wife's grandfather was also hunted in these sort of witch trials? Yes, as far as I'm aware, um, there was a spate of them shortly after the town was founded, spread across most of Massachusetts, mass hysteria. There was a specific priest 
who led most of it. A oh, what was his name? Yeah, it is a sad part of uh, history that all these uh, people being accused of nonsense and paying for it with their lives. What's his name? Lionel Richie. <laughs> Lionel Rich T? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Eben Hall. He was. Where are you looking for? Eben Hall. Um, he was the mayor and a pastor in the town of Kingsport. He led a this witch hysteria back in seventeen twenty two. Sorry, what was the surname? Eben Hall. Hall, thank you. 1762 was that? 22. 22. I was right about the two. And um, Hall's hysteria kind of spread out from Kingsport. You know, it spread to Arkham, it spread up to Innsmouth, it spread to Boston, it spread all up and down the coast, like this, you know, local pastors whipping up this religious hysteria against witchcraft. Mostly, they just murdered poor old people, you know, old widowers living on their own, who might have had some, you know, a couple of cats, or they talked to their dogs, or, you know, the local people didn't like them, because they were old and crotchety. So quite frankly, just a whole bunch of really innocent old people got horribly murdered by these hysterics. It would seem that way. No, um, but yes, it's a fascinating area for history. I love historical studies like this. Um, he looks up and enjoys, oh, Azneth, yes, darling? Oh, yes, um, sorry, I need to go and help Azneth decide on tonight's dinner menu. As we've got guests, we're going to have to put on a little bit of a show. I'll, um, I'll leave you all to enjoy the warmth of the library, and I'll um, be back in a bit. He bottles off. Yes, darling? Oh, yeah, of course. Yes, no, let's go downstairs and find some. And they disappear down the stairs together. Oh, there was actually an Azaneth there. He wasn't just talking to himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Azaneth sort of like appeared in the doorway, and he was like, she was like, come on. And she was like, oh, yeah, dinner. And he, he's bustled off. Yes, Judge Olsen? Did he bustle off so quickly he forgot to lock the cabinet? Uh, roll me your luck. Ooh, the way it was worded, he almost definitely did. Yeah, he, he hasn't locked the cabinet. He put the book back and then and then was distracted by his wife. Mm. It's open season on those books, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get stuck in. Yeah. So I didn't want to mention it um, in front of our, our host, just because it's, you know, it's a society business. Um but the current chief historian is a Mr. John Scott of the Massachusetts Society. Oh. He's a relative. And if so, that's a really weird thing to, like, you know, your grandfather was mur- maybe killed for his land so the historical society could build a building on it. And then, you know, you work for them. Yeah, I mean, it'd probably be someone older than his grandfather. That is very strange. Great grandfather. 
right? Or is it a weird coincidence and they're not even related? They must be related. If you say here that it has exactly the same name as the original Scott. Yeah. Yes. They're both John Scott. Since, since you're here now, um, we forgot. To, you you were you were sort of tied up earlier, but I was saying to the others that um, I'm starting to feel a little bit uncomfortable with uh, our surroundings here. It all, it all strikes me as a little bit odd. So I feel like we oh, should really? be very very vigilant. Yeah, I just just something about the whole situation and what we know about the the derbies and their absence from you know, from from the public eye, and now we're suddenly being invited in, and the ones that are supposed to be ill are not, and the one you know. Some of them are being you know, very warming, and some aren't. It's just, it's just don't like being stuck in a house in those situ- in those circumstances. I have to say, I can't actually have a thought. I've given too much notice to it. Everyone seemed much very friendly and very welcoming. Well, I'll take your if you that's how more how you feel. I have no reason to disagree with you. Personally, I think been I'm just saying, individual. I think you. Know, we're we're in a circumstance that's that's a little bit unusual anyway, so I think it's not going to hurt if we um, make sure we're covering each other's backs. So, sure, no one. Judge Olson, the cabinet is unlocked. What are you looking for? So you said there were books there on like the um, the founding families. Yeah. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to like go through the tilling gas and. Did you say the, the marshes were part of that? The marshes aren't listed here. Okay. Um, yeah, but if, if we get to if we get to go through the Gas book, um, okay, there are four, five volumes of the Tillingas, seventeen twenty. Hang on, I need to just write these down so I get them correct. Seventeen twenty to seventeen sixty. Seventeen sixty one to eighteen hundred. 1801 to 1850, 1851 to 1900, 1900 and 1 onwards. Which one do you want to look at? Uh. Let's look at... Let's look at um, maybe, like, Volume 3, the 1801 to 1850. Yep. You open 1801 to 
he marries someone called Samantha Shrewsbury. They have one son, Carl Tillinghast, born in 1883. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was born in 1883 after Samantha re... Uh, there's an entire... No, sorry. I'm looking at the wrong list. There is George Tillinghast and Samantha have two children... Sorry, uh, George Tillinghast and Samantha, they have two children. They have two children. The one in 1852, Louise. And another in 1854, Henry. Right. Uh, Louise is listed as dying in infancy. Uh... Henry then later on marries someone called Regina and they have a son called Carl. Oh. Oh, that... Uh, okay, so they've, they've missed out Henry in the family tree that we've got. Yeah, it looks like there's a whole branch of children who are just missing in the family tree that... Um, well, that would make sense because, like the like the Samantha Marsh, like they, they they registered her birth, but then she's just been lost from time, and then yeah, now George's kids have been forgotten about. I guess same things happened on Neville Tillinghast's side as well. Uh, Neville Tillinghast has a child called Bartholomew. Bartholomew then has a child called Bartholomew Junior, uh. which must which timelines match up with the Bartholomew Tillinghast that um, Jenkins knows. Okay, That's pretty much uh, apart from uh, Robert Marsh's age, um, it's clearing up a lot of this tree. It's explaining it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Not clearing it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Press X for doubt. Um. <laughs> but yeah, that that seems to be it. There isn't any mention of who Carl Tillinghast married to produce the three current Tillinghasts who live in Arkham. Oh, I thought you said Regina. It's Regina. It's not Regina. Henry married Regina. Who oh. Henry? <laughs> He's not on the list. Oh. Henry's the missing child, so it goes George Tillinghast, Henry Tillinghast, Henry married Regina and had Carl, and then it doesn't mention who um, Carl married. Carl. You can roll me your library use, Judge Olsen, to see if you can work out what's missing. Oh, that kills people. Ooh, yes. <laughs> um, you do a bit of flicking back and forward through the book. There's like there's like the trees on different pages, but then there's like little biographies on each person. So you look up the biography from Carl Tillinghast. He married someone called 
Jennifer Waite. Ooh. At least that's what he mentions in his um, biography. Alright, and then... And then they had... Jennifer had three children. And Janine. Yeah. Roll your spot hidden, please, everyone. No, your listen, everyone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do listen. No, I just said nothing. Jeremiah and Georges and Samuel, you all hear people walking towards the room out in the hallway. Uh, put the books back, someone's coming. Yep, I'll do that. Slide the books back, shut the cabinet doors, and you're just standing around with your drinks having a chat. <laughs> um, Daniel gives you all a grin from where he's sitting by the fireplace. But he doesn't say anything. Um, Asneth walks back in. Ah, everyone. Um, we, if you'd all like to... I'd ask you all if you wanted to get changed for dinner, but I'm guessing none of you really bought um, evening wear, as you were only expecting to be here a short while. But we're going to serve cocktails downstairs in the foyer before we go through to dinner. He wants to help. But the man see if I did bring evening <laughs> Mmm, hard butler mounty. No, I didn't. You could luck it. <laughs> no, no, I couldn't. Yeah, you could. Thinking, what, why was it Chris Hales there? He just parachute pants for George's. Yeah, we realised that he brought no clothes. George's has actually been wearing nothing this entire time. Everyone is too polite to mention. <laughs> George's new clothes. The only outfit George uh, Jenkins has packed was his Ronald McDonald costume. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You all head downstairs where Moses is manning the bar, mixing cocktails for everyone. They're not brilliant or exotic. They're pretty standard cocktails, really. Can I offer my services? I was about to offer yours for you if you didn't. <laughs> uh, roll me your... Charm, persuade, or fast talk, Georges, to offer your butler's... Oh, not me. Your butler's services without insulting your hosts. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> uh, you suggest it to Edward and Asneth and they're like, oh, oh, if your butler is uh, trained in these matters, I'm afraid uh, Moses isn't the best and they, they soothe Moses's hurt ego and let Jenkins take over. Oh, nonsense. Uh, I, I, think, I think Jenkins could show Moses some wonderful cocktails to add to his repertoire. Yeah, yeah. I, I do try and go through and explain what I'm doing as I do it so that I can teach him and now I'm going to fail the role. This has been set up for 100, hasn't it? Like it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh, it's not good enough, Craig. You needed an extreme cocktails. <laughs> Look at his face. No, he didn't really, Craig. Uh, yeah, you make cocktails for everyone. They're really nice. They're really, really fancy cocktails. Um, uh, everyone has a nice little cocktail soiree and then you go through to dinner and they've done a f- proper um, 
there's a game pie, there's roasted pheasants, there is a huge roast turkey, uh, all the trimmings, uh, vegetables, gravies, fresh breads, there's a soup to start with. It's really nice. Everyone roll extreme constitution. Oh, no. don't puke my gut. Though. Oh, yeah. Um, I am very tempted to luck that. <laughs> don't blame you. <laughs> I am going to luck that for eight. Say it was turkey. Yep. And pheasant and games pie and all sorts. And poison most foul. <laughs> Okay, uh, everyone has a delicious dinner, and the company is nice. And you all chat about the history of Massachusetts, and the trains have been awful since this snow started. So, so many delays. Everyone stares at George's. And it's causing havoc with the spring planting off Mary. And everyone wants to know about your latest story. Kieran? I keep forgetting his character's name. Stan? <laughs> everyone roll Stan. me appearance. Uh, I appear like a <laughs> which is not brilliant. Ah, but one! Or two, even. Country! I appear extremely. <laughs> you you are quite a pretty boy, sir. <laughs> yeah, uh, no one utterly completely failed, though Mary came close. Um, dinner passes quite lovingly. It's really nice. Dessert is really fancy. They've done a Charlotte Russe with um, a side of blancmange. It's really nice. Uh, and uh, then the evening winds down and everyone heads to their bedrooms. Gents, you are all sharing a um, bedroom downstairs here. <laughs> Mary's been isolated. <laughs> and Mary has got a bed set up for her in the library. And... again. <laughs> God, this must bring back boarding school memories for you, eh, Georges? <laughs> yes, quite. And I guess trench memories for you, Jenkins. <laughs> Jenkins is just like, he's got PTSD in the corner. Well, no, I have school memories as well. So, yeah. I don't well, know, you I boarding school. Okay. You all settle down to sleep. The snow is... The thunder is rumbling in the distance now, but it's snowing gently. Jenkins and Georges are the only ones who get to make this listen roll whilst I quickly sneak to the bathroom. Oh, Fuck this up now. Should I roll now, or should I prepare myself mentally and wait for Ash to get back? I don't, I don't know. I'm in two minds about it. I kind of want to get it over with, but yeah. part of me wants to try and 
psych myself up for a roll so that you can do it <laughs> aren't you also rolling oh, oh, no, this, is, this is based on the constitution isn't it yeah I'm wrong yeah everyone else is probably drugged asleep so it's just me and the judge eh no me and you oh 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 because it was based on a hard success because Extreme success. Oh, because you locked it, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, yeah, Mary spin. Pretty good listen. Upstairs. Yeah, on a scale of 1 to 100, I'm around a 63 on this one, so. Yeah, I'm around a 72, so. On a scale of 1 to 100, we're all four together and Mary's on our own? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. The thing is. It's the whole question of whether this is a listen to see, to detect the things approaching to job us, or a listen to tempt us to leave the room. I think it's going to be important enough that if it's within even a half decent range, I'm locking it. (laughs) (laughs) I reckon it's to hear Mary get brutally murdered. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm thinking, yeah. in 5e D&D the other day and they were fighting super they were fighting uh, Sith troopers who were there to kill them and one of them went into melee range and the Sith trooper just butt, hit him in the face with his butt with his gun he went unconscious and I was like well the Sith trooper is here to kill him so he took five steps back and shot him twice yeah that's what it would do luckily he then got all 20 on his the final death save and went one HP so he didn't die but I was like I would feel really bad if he dies now from this death stage. Because if, if you're unconscious and you get hit in fiber, you take an automatic fail. It, it just doesn't... I wouldn't feel bad about it because, frankly, that's just how it goes sometimes. It's yeah. a shit situation. Sometimes you're going to die. So there's two Bartholomews. Yeah, yes. apparently, yes. Supposedly, yes. I don't know why I'm not just hitting the rotate button. But... Yeah, I, thought, I thought I took it in landscape. I don't know why it didn't. There we go. I hit the rotate button. <laughs> All right, we got a pick. Oh, you've done a new yeah. trick. That's good. Well done. <laughs> there, was no, there was no way I was going to write that. That would be far too confusing. So, yeah. <laughs> best way to do it. Oh, did you write out the family tree again? I yeah, I drew it and uh, posted it in chat. Oh no, mate, it's frustration to our listeners. We'll put it off, we'll put it off. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Boom! Oh no! I don't know. I can't see. There we go. Oh! I don't know if you can get anywhere if you've already succeeded. Yeah, dude. Sorry? That's you, dude. Yeah. I'm going to lock it to listen as well. And Georges, you've been asleep for a few hours. It's dark, it's really dark. Um, with the curtains drawn and the snow outside, there's no moon, obviously. But you hear muffled, creaking sounds from the stairs and footsteps. Like really heavy, thump, thump, thump. 
on the stairs. Heavier than a person should be. Yes. That's concerning. Concern! I, I, I assume we're just awake at this point. Yeah. We're just yeah. looking at each other. Almost certainly, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, do you hear that right, Jenkins? I do some military trench warfare science to say, let's look at the fucking door. I'm guessing you probably don't have a clue what I'm trying to I just start making signs back to you that mean nothing. So let me get this right. George is using train sign language that yes. the, the uh, engineers might use in the loud, noisy train cab. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah both, of you, both of you are making signs at each other, which no one understands. You're both like... I shrug at this point and just point at the door. Yeah, I nod. <laughs> I, I crack the door open stealthily to peer out. What are you doing about Stan and um, Judge Olsen? Are you leaving them for now? Uh, I would suggest we leave them for now whilst we're peering through the door. Because we, we may just spot someone being heavy-footed and then feel a bit weird about it. Well, stealth. Stealth. I hope you got stealth. Oh, you do yes. have stealth. I trench fucking my feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you slide the door open. It's dark. You must roll me spot hidden. Can I be look up? I, have, I won't have stealthily open the door, but I can look through the door. Presumably. You can look through the door with him. You see two figures on the stairs. They're heading up. Um, they're carrying someone between them. It looks like they've got a body carried between them. Do I recognise the body? It's too dark. I tap Jenkins on the shoulder as if to say, come back in. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, there's two, two figures carrying a body up the stairs, Jenkins. That's yes. not normal. Oh, is there? Oh my god, I couldn't get out, sir. We should almost, almost certainly wait for the others. Yes, I agree. I move over to the judge to wait, wait. for the judge. Oh, I'm waiting. <laughs> I say this purely because it's my job to keep you safe, sir. Carrying a body upstairs. It's not Mary, because she was already upstairs. We are all in here. Our party is currently safe, sir. Yes, I, I, I get that. And I don't feel quite comfortable that Mary is on her own upstairs, though. I agree, sir. I mean, we could just be disturbing people and they could just be carrying up a family member who's fallen asleep or something. <laughs> Appreciate that, but... I don't care. I just keep a dead hand face at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to rationalise it. <laughs> um, I don't know what to suggest at this point, then. I mean... It's, it's not our place to go traipsing around, but... It's not normal. Body, which could be a dead body, it's certainly not normal. Maybe we should at least go and ask what's going on, and if we can be of assistance. 
if someone's been attacked. I... I tell you what. Let's just wake someone up to stay here so they know that we've gone. Then we'll go and ask if anything's okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, I go and wake up the judge. He will not wake up. Um, I try to wake up Stan. Stan will also not wake up. No matter how you shake or gently slap, they will not wake up. They are both asleep. Would I conceivably have a first aid kit on me? No. Most certainly, surely. I'm going to make you roll hard butler mounty for that. Remember, you're only supposed to be coming here for a couple of hours and then going home. Yeah. That's the hard part of the mind seat. No. It's in the carriage. Probably. Uh, carriage probably has a um, first aid kit. Um, he has one heart attack and look at look what it's done to his produ- productivity. Shut your face, unconscious boy. Jenkins, neither of these guys are waking up. This is concerning. Are they, I don't think they're that heavy asleep normally. <laughs> they're not normally, so no. I'm disturbing you fucking know that. I don't fucking live with you. <laughs> yeah, maybe them When they're in the hotels. Yeah. Did you not know that we watched you when you sleep? Oh, sorry. <laughs> this is why they know that the judge always wears those sparkly uh, stars and stripes uh, pyjamas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, they won't wake up. You both give it a go. Both roll sanity because this is creepy. Sixty-four sanity. I'm not the most sane. Oh my god! George has bought a lot of photo, a lot of paintings. Yeah, I didn't realise it was that bad though. <laughs> it's not a coin flip yet. <laughs> it's not the worst ever. Yeah. Yeah, both of you are now sufficiently creeped out. You cannot wake them up. Something very bad is going on here, I think, sir, but I don't know what. I'm I'm past the trying to see if we can help them stage, because I'm worried that this is all connected. Please realize yeah. I'm saying this because this is my job, sir, but this is a point where we should get you to a carriage and get you out of here somehow, sir. And I'm telling you I'm not willing to leave everyone else. Yes, sir, that is fine. What do you want me to do, sir? <laughs> I think we need to go and check to see if Mary is okay. I don't know what we can do from there, but I feel like we should at least try and get her into this room. Agreed, sir. So let's let's go. We can't do anything about these two anyway. Let's just go and do the best we can as quickly as possible. Yes, sir. I, I suggest that I go ahead and beckon you on when it's clear. You're not the most light-footed person, I don't believe, sir. I make sure I put on extra socks. Who's going to give me some extra socks? Whose socks am I going to steal? They're asleep, so you can take whoever's socks you want. I take Stan's socks. (laughs) 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 Uh, You you now have an extra pair of socks on. Uh, Jenkins, would you like to stealth? Yes. My rest feels so who knows how well we can go. Well enough! <laughs> you stealth to the stairs and peer up. There doesn't seem to be anyone on the second floor landing. 
and stealth to the top of the stairs and gesture Georges to follow you. Georges, roll stealth with a bonus die. <laughs> From the socks? <laughs> Come on, slide with the socks. Yes! Oh, yes. <laughs> Kick that motherfucking skill! <laughs> it's the mixture of the socks, and obviously Jenkins has gone ahead and made sure it's clear. Still on the extreme constitution roll again? Poorly! It wasn't great, was it? Was it not in luck range for anyone else? It was 30 points out for me. Oh. I, I, yeah, I, I got a 76. There was no way he was going back from that one. It was more than 30 for you, um, Kieran. You wasn't it extreme you needed? Oh, it wasn't extreme, yeah. It was like, you, yeah, you were just like, probably like 60. Yeah, you were like 52 <laughs> away from it. <laughs> Like, geez, we're, we're going to. Ch yeah, well, yeah, we're definitely not finding you awake. Then, if you crit fail, Michelle. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't a crit fail, was it? It was a 95. It was one off crit, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Georges and Jenkins, you're on the upper landing. Are you going to sneak your way into the library? Uh, I'm going yes. to keep watch whilst Jenkins sneaks. Okay, uh. George's roll spot hidden. Jenkins roll stealth. I'll be right back. I'll <laughs> miss soon. I deserve a double tip. Fucking hell. Jeez. We're flirting. We're flirting with danger here. <laughs> Fucking We've had too many close successes. You know what's coming. Yeah, the big fail is it's sneaking up on us very far. The big fail is going to happen when we try and go down the stairs with Mary in our arms. <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to have to stipulate that we are going slow. Yeah. Uh, look at this way. At least we're two big, strong men. She's, she's a woman. She can't be that heavy. This is true. You know a woman always lies about their weight, surely. <laughs> Be like 60 yeah. kilos by ass. I might have done. <laughs> okay, let's see how you rolled, boys. In the spooky house. We okay. are flirting with danger. We are flirting with danger. Georges, you can see light coming from the art gallery corridor. Is it a moving light? No, it's a still light, but it's a blue. Oh dear. And um, Jenkins, you arrive at the library doors, which are closed. Okay. Uh, so Mary's supposed to be in here alone. She is. <laughs> he will answer the question that you gave him. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not trying to cover my presence up from whoever is inside because I'm making the assumption she is still safe and alone in there. Are you but just going to stand up and open the door naturally? 
Yeah. You open the door naturally. Um, the library is empty. Well, you yeah. can see the bed that was set up for Mary. It sure is empty. I, I close the door again and ghost back over to uh, George S. She's missing. There's a strange blue light coming from the library, Jenkins. I point in that direction. We, we best investigate then if they've clearly done... Even Mary has chosen a very bad time to get up and go to the loo. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine the timing. Actually, yeah. When it said, when it said bath, is that as in bath and toilet as well? Yep. I peek it to see if the toilet is in use. Mary is not on the toilet. Hey. Jenkins, I'm shitting. Fuck off. <laughs> no, we're not. You're sleeping. We know you're sleeping. <laughs> Oh, is there anything we can grab to defend ourselves here? Uh, I definitely, without any doubt, still have multiple things on me. I would not have left the hotel without them. Jenkins pulls out six knives from different locations. Uh, no, I only have one knife and a blackjack, sir. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. Um, Are you giving George's your blackjack or your knife? Uh... I won't give my black. Actually, game mechanic-wise, my blackjack, as long as I get a solid hit on someone's head, has got much more chance of putting them out immediately, right? Yeah. I give him my knife. Please be careful with this, sir. It's um, very important to me. Jenkins, you've just trusted me with a knife. That's this is a, this is a big moment in our relationship. Just just remember, sir, this end goes in the other person. Got it. Georges, do you spring the master plan as soon as he turns his back on you? <laughs> Goodbye, Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> you jam the knife in between the C2 and C3 vertebrae, severing the brainstem. I'll be like, finally, my 25-year master plan has come to fruition. I've murdered him in the dark in some stranger's house. <laughs> when I needed him most... <laughs> I could have just let him die from a heart attack a week ago, but <laughs> we sneak towards the um, the library. It was the library, wasn't it? Roll no, stealth. No, oh, in there. No, no, the the art gallery. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got to roll stealth again. <sighs> Do I get my bonus die? Yes. Jenkins is going first, as always. Yeah, you get a bonus die. Looks like she's Oh, you need to get a one. Oh. It was bound to happen. Yeah. You were sneaking across the landing perfectly when George's brushes against a table and a vase of flowers falls off and goes clunk really loudly. Oh. That's what I had. Can we get a dex roll to try and catch it, seeing as it wasn't a crit fail? You were ahead of him. You Can went. We get a dex roll. Not seeing as it wasn't a crit fail. No. Oh. Um. Someone goes. Hello. Um. Who's that? And you hear footsteps coming towards the art gallery door. Uh. Just Jenkins going to the bathroom. 
Weak bladder, old age, you know how it is. The door opens and Edward is standing there. Hello, I'm Edward. Sure I'm out of shot. Sorry, I didn't mean to wake you. No, no, I couldn't sleep. I was just wandering around the art gallery. Watching the snow up in the solarium. It's quite peaceful. That must be quite lovely, uh, with all the snow. Um, that's last night? Yes, I often can't sleep at night. No. Inspiration strikes hardest when I should be sleeping. Ah, yes. Artistic come through, play. come through. Let me show you the, oh. the snow. Well, well, yes, of course. Um, I, I, ah, you wanted to use the bathroom first. Um, go ahead, oh. I'll wait. Good point, I'll be just a moment. Where did George go while this was happening? Or where did he, this happen exactly? I'm not so you're clear. here in the little oh. corridor. Okay. And George is currently hiding around the corner here. Yep. Out of sight, and Edward is waiting here by his bedroom door. So, so if he's going to the bathroom then, and the bathroom is the other side of the stairs, yeah. would I be able to get to the bathroom without being seen by Edward there? You would have to sneak around. <laughs> you, you could sneak. You could go down this wall without being seen. But if you tried to yeah. cross across to the bathroom, he will see you. He's just kind of standing. Really? He's he's he's, he's kind of standing here waiting for Jenkins. Okay, I would. Oh. Oh. So let's do then. Um. I, I will go across the back wall where he, where he can't see me and when Jenkins moves towards the bathroom I will use the same opportunity to try and pass without it being obvious hey roll stealth Georges with two bonus day mm. I'll, take, I'll take a five you managed to sneak into the bathroom Shadowing Jenkins. Um, Jenkins, this hasn't gone to plan. No, it hasn't, sir, but clearly I'm going to have to go in there now. It's going to arise suspicion. Um, while we're separated, sir, do your best to keep yourself safe, and if you need to, just escape. What's, what's our plan from here? Because you're going to be stuck in the gallery. We don't know where Mary is, and the others are unwakeable, so... <coughs> My job is your safety. Right now, all I can do is try and provide a distraction. Wow. I flush the toilet and run the taps for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um. I give you a, a kind of manly pat pat hug on the. That's it. <laughs> Bye, Jenkins! <laughs> oh, man. Jenkins, you return to the art gallery. Hey, yep. Fine. Edward leads the way in. It's lit by a soft blue light, just from a storm lantern. It's difficult to sleep, but come up to the solarium, my boy. I must say, sir, it's quite the honour to be invited to... Come along. Uh, normally, I'm just my master's manservant, so... I often find servants understand more than they, they're they letting on. We see a lot, sir. 
and it's part of the job. He leads you up. Well, he leads you up to the solarium and stands in front of the large glass windows, snow swirling down outside, illuminated by the blue light. <sighs> so, what do you think of our house? I think it's an absolutely lovely house. Um, it clearly has quite a lot of history in and of itself, and. Um, even with the reconstruction work, especially where it was so faithfully reconstructed. And um, what do you think of the mysteries of the mind? The proclivity of one's soul and being? Well, I'm not going to lie, sir. It, I've seen a lot in my life, but I've been much more uh, hands-on until quite recently. Um, but I've seen some things lately which have made me start to question just how deep it all goes. I mean, there's certainly so much more out there than most people seem to realise. You struck me as the sort of gentleman whose eyes have been opened to the truth of the world. Um... You have come to understand that the human soul is more than just our thoughts and mind. And that mind can transition onwards from its original body, no? I was starting to wonder if that's the case, for sure, in a more serious manner. Uh, Granted, um, the religious types blunder on with all sorts, but um, I can tell you one thing. Uh, certainly no Jesus Christ our saviour down in the trenches of World War One. Yes, that was a dark time, wasn't it? Full yes, of right. lost souls and so many young potentials lost into the horrors of war. Yes, it was very grim. Mm. But you, I... Jenkins, the finest years of your youth burnt away in that dark trench. What would you say if I knew a way where you could reclaim your youth? Um, honestly, sir, I like to think that I've aged quite like a fine wine or a good cheese. I am what I am today because I went through it all. Ah, but you could retain all of that knowledge and yet have the young body, station, beautiful wife and life of your selfish master. (laughs) <laughs> oh, my master isn't too selfish. He's a, he's a very good man. And he's yet, good. he still has you working at your advanced age. Ah, but, but sir, you see, I find to actually serve him after a very uh, pleasant thing. Uh, it gives you a certain purpose, you see. And not only that, it's the pleasure of a simple job done well. It can be a very satisfying thing, sir. Oh, well... If you ever go tired of this immeasurable inservitude, Jenkins, come and look me up. I know how you can transfer the mind and claim back your lost youth. Just to be clear, as much as I am listening to every word he says, I'm making quite a point of not thinking about any any of this. Too clearly, it's getting filed away for later examination. You'll freak out later. Yes, <laughs> there's going to be a freak out, but, you know, no steel. Come, uh, come with me. Let me show you something. Of course, sir. He 
opens the door and leads you into the attic space. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, meanwhile, downstairs, Georges, what are you doing? Beyond um, hiding in a bathroom. At- <laughs> hiding in the bathroom, yeah, where I, I remain for the... No, no. Um, okay, what would I have done? So... Uh, oh, pardon me for burping so. At this point, I would head back downstairs, go back to the original room. I'm not even going to make a point of being particularly stealthy. I'm not being noisy. I'm just returning to the room. In fact, I go downstairs, and what I actually do is... Where where was the room again that we were staying in? It was... This one. Yeah, okay. I go downstairs, and I check the front doors to see if they are locked. The front doors are very locked. <laughs> Plan A has been removed from my options. Um, <laughs> I go back to the. I wasn't going to leave. I go back to the um, to the room and I check once more whether I am able to, to wake the other two. As you turn away to go away, Moses is standing on the stairs, and Abigail is lurking at the top of the stairs, and he stares down at you. Oh, hello. <laughs> Ah, Moses, You're just the man. I am. I'm trying to find my butler. Have you seen him? Mr. Jenkins is with the master. I'm his master. Our master. <laughs> I see. <laughs> <laughs> they are enjoying Why the snow that? through the That's You should return to bed, Mr. Nagelmuckers. I'm sure the morning light will be clear. I, I have no doubt. It's very unlike my, uh, my my butler to just disappear somewhere, despite his desire to make everyone happy. So, could you uh, could, could you take me to him, please? Oh no, sir. They are upstairs in the master's private rooms. I wouldn't dare interrupt them. Why not I, come I, through to the lounge, and I'll send Abigail with a message. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Abigail with a message. Um, very well, let's go to the lounge. He escorts you through here into the lounge and the ground floor art gallery. Would care stir for a drink? Uh, no, no, I don't. I don't drink past ten p.m. Doesn't doesn't work well with my bladder, you see. Ah, I see. You were partaking of the cocktails quite heavily this evening, sir. Yes. Yes. Would you care for a tea then, perhaps? A, t- a tea would be great, actually. Yes, thank you. Certainly, sir. He he rings the bell, uh, pulls the bell cord, and uh, the young lady uh, Eunice appears, and he sends her off to get tea. Of course, he doesn't just go and get it himself. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Moses! <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Mary. Yes. You wake up. Okay. Um, <laughs> you are lying in a bed. Okay. Strapped to the bed. Mm-hmm. And standing over you is your body. Right. They're you. They're looking down at you. And she smiles. I hope you enjoy my body, dear. It's Aznev's voice. Uh, yeah, I clocked. Ash has been watching Jordan Peele horror films. 
Oh, the right is out. Sanity check, please, Mary. So hang on, which way is this? I'm... You're strapped to the bed, and someone in your body, you're in someone else's body. Let's just say it's no longer a mystery as to why the wrong Derby was ill. Which, um, which, um, which thing do you want me to roll? Sanity. Oh. Uh, you lose, uh, or two sanity, just because this is really weird. Um, the, the figure then moves, literally you watch your body move across to a mirror and look at themselves. Turning this way and that. And do they see me in their reflection, or do they see themselves? It's 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 a reflection of you. It's your body they're walking around in. Am I in? Am I in her body then? Yep, yeah, you're in Azanev's body from the looks of it. Right. She's she's humming. You know, I'm not sure I like this hair colour. Mm. And. She puts her hands on your hips and is like, I'm not sure, darling. Hmm. No, no, I'm not sure if I like it. It's not quite what I wanted, but I had to try it on. Let's see what I thought. She holds out one hand and is like, mm, too many calluses. What do you do for a living, darling? I'm a landowner. I work on a farm. Ugh. Yes, no wonder. You need a good manicure, my dear. She wanders back over to you and places a hand on your head. Well, this was a fascinating trial, my dear, but it's time for you to sleep. It's just been a strange dream. Roll me your extreme constitution, please, Mary. Oh! <laughs> so close! You could luck it! 13 luck, yeah. I don't... I don't... Luckily, I don't know what would. Generally, it's the tail of all over. It's not great. But the thing is, from what I'm thinking, is I'll go back to sleep. It'll be reversed. I don't. Really? Weird. Like, like, my, my thoughts is, if you pass, you remember this. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, Maybe you don't want to. In fact, yeah, it's broken. Until you do. You fall asleep again, but you will remember that this happened to you when you wake up. Jenkins. The room you are led into is a laboratory of some kind. There was lots of machinery and uh, weird wires and Jacob's ladders and bubbling flasks on chemistry sets. Oh my. This is all quite impressive, sir. Yes. It is my life's work and my beloved wife's life work. It's good to have someone you can share your passions with, sir. It is. But you see... The true masterpiece, Mr. Jenkins. He leads you to this doorway and slides open a hatch in the window. 
and you see a padded room and lying strapped to the bed is Mary on the left bed oh. and on the right bed is a really old man who seems to be breathing shallowly and asleep Um, why is Mary in there, sir? Oh, Azadeth was just trying her out. Seeing if she liked her better than her current <laughs> body. Jesus. Um, <laughs> Mary is going to be okay, though, yes, sir? Um, Azadeth, darling, uh, did you like her? She's like, no, she's a farmer, much too dumpy. Dumpy? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good job Mary's going to remember this. She's going to give her a direct slap. <laughs> uh, yes. Too dumpy, am I? <laughs> it seems like you'll be getting your friend back, Mr Jenkins. That is a very good news, sir. Thank you, sir. He opens the door. Come inside. Oh. <laughs> inside. He takes you over to the other bed and wakes the gentleman up. Hello, Edward. How are you? The old man opens his eyes and stares up at you. He's like, please, don't leave me here. Uh, Sir, you just suggest Edward. Yes, Mrs. Edward. He will live in my old body until it's time for him to pass on. And I will continue. Ah. Okay, sir. Not exam. <laughs> Sanity check, Jenkins. Uh, there's only so much you can not examine, I guess. It's all fine. <laughs> I, I am fine. Jenkins is suppressing this. I learn to suppress things. <clears throat> he turns to you and smiles. Now, you have seen things, Jenkins. But I cannot let you just walk away knowing. Well, sir, the thing is, as long as my employer is safe, I don't really give two hoots what you get up to, sir. It's not my business. Then I have your word that you shall leave in the morning and say nothing. Yes, yes you do. Then I suggest you go back to bed, Mr. Jenkins. And um, my master will be downstairs safe. I, I'm sorry if I seem slightly um, suspicious, as you can imagine. I've seen a fair bit now this evening on top of what I'd already seen, so I'm mildly perturbed, sir. Well, why don't we make it simpler for you? I probably didn't, sir. He raises one hand. Well, pow, Jenkins. Come on, please be power. This is a contested, isn't it? It so sure I is. I can't even like it, can I? You are resisting it for now. But you can I feel him exerting some pressure on you. I feel we've had a very pleasant evening so far. How about we just leave it at this, sir? You've given me your word... Yes, sir. Yes, I have. And then go back to bed, Mr. Jenkins. Yes. Yes, I shall. It's been an enlightening conversation. 
sir. He lurches you leave. You shuffle back downstairs and Abigail meets you on the stairs. Ah, Mr. Jenkins. Mr. Nagelmarkers is waiting for you in the lounge. He was quite concerned. He's a very attentive master. Really quite um, touching at times. It's good to have an employee you have a rapport with. I'm sure you understand. I suggest you go to him. Yes, yes I shall. Good evening. Um, Georges, Eunice has bought you a cup of tea. Do you drink it? I do not. <laughs> Are you just, you're just holding it awkwardly? Yep, I am holding it awkwardly. About I'm looking around. Five minutes later, Jenkins walks in. Jenkins? How uh, are you, my man? Are we alone at this point? Moses is still there. Um, Moses, um, I'll chat. Would you mind if I have a moment with my master? Not at all, Jenkins. Why don't you both stay in here? Probably a good idea. We will take care of your friends. He shuts the door and you hear it lock. I'll do that. Um, What the hell happened, man? I've seen Mary. She appears to be safe, sir. The fact you've seen her, given where you went, doesn't give me great confidence. I am quite sure that if we just give ourselves to bed, we are going to wake up in the morning and we're all going to be able to move on from this, sir. I'm not sleeping again tonight, Jenkins. I'm happy to return to the room. I no longer have any faith in our safety at all in this house. Honestly, sir, I was probably going to stay awake as well, but if you wish to stay awake with me, that is fine. But I think we'll be fine as long as we don't cause trouble for these people. And you're certain that Mary is safe? I'm certain that Mary is probably safe and that if she wasn't, there's very little we could do about it, sir. Maybe if all four of us, or even one more of us, was actually conscious. But it's just me and you, sir, and while it's just me and you, my responsibility keeping you safe. Okay, Jenkins, listen, I'm... I'm willing to try and wait the night out, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm telling you now that if we find out in the morning that something has happened to Mary, then I will not be letting this go. I understand that, sir, and if something has happened to Mary in the morning, I will, of course, be backing you up completely with whatever choice you make, sir. <laughs> this noise echoes down the stairs. Oh, okay. That leads up to the um, rest of the um, gallery. <laughs> what on earth is that? He's asked the questions and. I guess I'm going to have to think about it. Is there any sort of role we can make to try and recognise that strange chittering noise? Call uh, Cthulhu Mythos. Don't do good. Uh, 
A shadow oh. flits across the uh, top of the staircase. Okay, I'm going to suggest we return back to the room, Jenkins. Yes. And yes, wait this out. <laughs> the door, the lo- door back into the hallway is locked. Ah, yes, we were told to wait here, sir. Let's wait here for a time being. Don't drink the tea, Jenkins. I wasn't planning to, sir. Uh, have I... Have I got... No, I don't have a hips flask or anything like that. It's something I probably need to get with a sniffer of something you like, sir. I hesitate to say it, but given that creepy giggling, do I need to make a sanity roll? Um, yeah, I think you both need to make a sanity roll. Mistakes were made. (laughs) The shadow, a large, disformed paw. You, You can see it, Georges, on the top stair that winds up to the rest of the gallery. And then another one. And something is preparing to come down those stairs and get you both. Oh dear. And you lose... One sanity. I'll take that. (laughs) Judge Olsen and Stan, both of you make me hard power rolls, please. Oh man. Ooh! The judge is powerful! Oh god, I'm starting to think maybe they're, try- they're trying out our bodies now. <laughs> yeah. Olsen, you wake up with a start. You feel lethargic and heavy, as if you've been asleep for days. And you oh blink god. your eyes and sit up, and you see a figure standing between your beds, a hand over both of your heads they've obviously they've moved their hand back as you've sat up but this strange pale green tendrils of light are pouring off their other hand over onto Stan's head and they look down at you you really should have stayed asleep it's Moses <laughs> um I think I, I, I'd say uh, what, what, what would I say if I, what are you doing and then I just sort of Sanity check. I to barge him. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that first. You lose two sanity, and you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then you shove him. Rolf balling. Yeah, because I have a lot of that. He grabs your wrist in his and squeezes, and it really like he is stronger than he should be. You really should have stayed asleep, Judge Olson. The Nagelmarker and his toy man have already been dealt with. What have you done to them? We have done nothing. We've merely left some food out. Bring them back here at once. He drags you up by your wrist. He literally just pulled you up and is holding you above off the floor by one arm. Uh, I just, I just yell, Stan, wake up! Can uh, we hear it? Uh, roll, listen, you two. Uh, come on. Oh! 
Oh, yeah, okay. Seth Jenkins, you hear what you think is the judge's voice shouting, and then the door to the lounge opens, and before you can really react, someone throws Jeremiah into the room with you. Okay. Like, he's, oh, stepped okay. Out, he's literally carried you out of the room, struggling against him fluently. He's opened a door and just thrown you in. In my, in my Stars and Stripes pajamas. Yeah, your Stars and Stripes. Yeah, we run over to support him. Roll dexterity hour. Jesus, I am on fire today. Fire! Between the two of you, um, you catch the judge and you catch Mary as she's tossed in as well. Oh, wow. Mary, you have woken back up just in time to follow aside flying through the air and get caught in Jenkins's arms. Hi. Um, you, you remember everything of what just happened to you upstairs and are a little bit freaked out. I put her down on one of the couches. <laughs> M- Mary, is uh, are you okay? We need to get out of here. In, in good time... Mary, um, uh, just just check. Uh, um, what happened to us on the Gardener farm? Oh, the smoke and all the um. The chicken corpses chasing you. And the, the llama corpses. <laughs> she names all of the very pedestrians. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and the chickens that were merged. Oh, okay, thank you, Mary. Okay. Uh, it's you. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! What happened on the farm? Oh, Stan gets thrown in here as well. Um, oh. Stan has not been thrown in here as well. That's why I said bye, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you said hi. Okay. Um, <laughs> George's, you, you are distracted as the thing upstairs moves slightly more down the staircase. I'm distracted. Just to be clear, which room are we actually in at the moment? You're in uh, this room, the art gallery and lounge. Right, okay. Ah. And there isn't actually a doorway here, so that's why people are seeing things out there. Um... This doorway is locked, but there's the staircase that leads up. Yeah. Oh, they're seeing things up the stairs up there. Yeah. Yeah. We've been locked in as they come down. Uh, George's. Hello. Beloved George's. Um, where is it? Open your handouts folder. Mm. Oh, no. Go to Mythos Tomes. Oh no. Go to Marcello's artwork. I will not go to the Tindalos Lord. And open that. That is what that you. That is ha- not what's coming down the stairs. That is what is coming down the stairs. What? Oh my god! You have realised where you recognised it from. I want to burn that painting now. <laughs> and. Uh, oh my. 
the for just a moment as it stands on the top of the stairs looking down at you all glowing balefully you realise the figure behind it is Edward and as he steps back for just a moment his face looks like that figure in the background behind the creature right the prophecy of the painting has come true oh that figure Oh, there's two figures behind it. Yeah, there are, aren't there? Oh. Sanity check. As you, Ah. well, sanity check for everyone as George is just like, oh! Oh. Except for Stan, who's having a lovely sleep. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You tempted fate. I'm just gonna die in a off screen, that's fine. I think you're fine, dude. I think you're just asleep in the room still, and they're just leaving you be. Yeah, you'll wake up in the morning, Stan, and they'll be like, well, very thank you very much for coming out with Daniel to see us on your own, dearest friend. Daniel's also asleep in that room. Not as much. Damn, Daniel. (laughs) Who the fuck did they carry up the stairs, or did you forget where you put Mary asleep at? No, no, they were carrying us... Yeah, I'm guessing that was as an effort. Or Edward, actually, sorry, yeah. One of them, yeah. They were carrying someone up from the basement. They were carrying the sorcerer's grandfather's body. Yeah. Azanef finally found Grandad. Well, sorry, her husband. And was like, here's my new husband. Body swap. Now they get to be young and beautiful for another 60 years, and in 60 or so years' time, they'll swap to some younger bodies, leaving the minds of the people they've just stolen their bodies of to die in their old bodies. Okay, anyway, I pointed this out. We've all rolled sanity. I've rolled shit. How much sanity am I losing before I start running through a door, please? Um, sanity. <laughs> Let me just look up. Sanity loss. Oh, that's, that's two dice. No. Oh, no. Two D two. Ooh, that's a oh. thirteen. What? What? A thirteen. Oh my! That is thirteen too many. And everyone who passed and point of territory. What about half passes? Everyone who passed six. Holy shit. It's difficult to know what we're losing sanity for, because only... Oh, yeah, sorry. I described this thing to it. No, no, so so I reacted to it. I think the assumption is everybody would now have seen it. Yeah, yeah, George's is all like, ah, at the top of his voice, and you all turn around and see this. Oh, fucking great. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't that in one of the pictures we've seen before? Have you put that up before? We were saying, oh, he wants to buy this picture. <laughs> this is, the, yeah, this is a picture. So basically, this is the picture's prophecy coming true. Yeah. <laughs> Kieran's sitting there like, well, I'm glad I'm asleep. <laughs> it's fine. I'm, I'm getting body swapped now. <laughs> it's no fine. body, no crime. Wait. I to be honest, I don't really know what they do. Uh, I'm not particularly attractive. They want old 80 appearance George's nagel mark. 
and all his money. That's what I'm saying. Like that Jenkins is already an old man. They're probably thinking, no, we don't want him anyway. But like, well, I don't want my young supple body. Yeah. Well, they did try to talk to. Oh, this is the wrong book. That's why I can't find the sanity rules. Oh, I guess that means there's no sanity lost then. That, that makes sense. I'm just going to go get the main rule book. Look at Finney's little sad face. I'm just going to ch- literally charge at a fucking door at this very moment I get an opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on what my insanity is, can I at least have the opportunity to just Jenkins to say we must leave? <laughs> right. Um. Bouts of madness. <clears throat> we got a fear of fog. They give me something else. George's roll a d10 for me. I can do that. Ooh, a ten. Fire numbers are good, right? High score. Yeah. I need to turn to a different table. I think it varies with... Oh. Yeah, when it comes to madness, I really don't think there is a good or bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Roll a D100, Georges. I can do this. I roll a D100. The moment you haven't just rolled amnesia and forgotten the last 79 days. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would be basically you've forgotten everything we've done in the campaign. Yes. Yeah. all these awful pictures. Yeah. For fuck's sake, Nathan. What did I do? <laughs> you utter asshole. I'm gonna write this on your character sheet and then you're gonna laugh your pants off. The battle of the GM is saying your bastard means you've done something you didn't want you to do. I'm not gonna fudge it either. This seems perfectly normal. Uh. Oh, we're at two hours, I think. Is a mania. Yep. Oh. Mania trains. No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Is it that really don't get fudged? That's no, amazing. that's what you fucking rolled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I really want to know, but I know we're not supposed to. That's where your mind has gone in its moment of madness. It makes perfect sense. It does make perfect sense, but I'm also like, God damn it, Georges. (laughs) Mary, roll a d10. Uh... Oh, 
God, we all have to do this. Yeah. None of us are escaping this. He knows who. Yeah. Roll right. a D100, May. Phobias and mania as well. Yep. Okay. Flinty, would you like to roll a d10? Uh, no. <laughs> well, I'll roll it for you then. All right, got there. Well, no. Oh. <laughs> the judge screams in terror and faints into Jenkins's arms. Oh. You regain. Six sanity. Oh, wow. You do not remember anything that happened since you went to bed. <laughs> Amazing. Jenkins, roll a d10. <laughs> and the same happens to Jenkins. No way. Did his roll come Oh, did you do it to GM? Oh, I did, yeah, by accident. But you got the hard pass on the sanity. Doesn't matter, apparently. Oh, yeah, okay. it doesn't matter with sanities. Wow. Jenkins at the Jenkins arms, and then Jenkins collapsed with him. Yeah. <laughs> so did I get sanity back as well? Yeah, you get the six sanity back. You don't remember anything since you went to bed. Oh. Wow. So Georges and Mary are kind of clinging to one another as this thing walks down the stairs, growling towards you. But don't they still see that walking towards them? They've far passed out. They're on top of it. Oh, right. I look at what's happened here, and I pretend to pass out. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> I bumped my head when I called Judge Olson. Yep, yep. I, I literally act like I've just passed out. Yep, uh, Mary, George's has collapsed to the floor at your feet. What do you do? Does it look like what you put on my phobia to me? It looks like a gigantic, horrifying dog creature, yeah. I scream. Mary screams at the top of her voice, backing away from it. What are you doing, George? You're lying there pretending to be unconscious as Mary is screaming at the top of her voice. Um, I don't know what to do. I try to look around without actually moving. Can I see Mary? Yep, she's standing about two, three feet away, screaming and backing away from this creature as it descends the stairs. I, I, try, to, I try to say... Mary Fane passing out I, I can't think of anything else to say I feel like if I wait if I like get up then we're just gonna die Mary well listen Mary doesn't hear you Mary what are you doing now roll sanity as this creature comes towards you <laughs> oh man Oh dear. 
Mary, you lose another... Oh, no, actually. This is a phobia-based one, so I need to roll. You lose another six sanity and run screaming uh, through the nearest window. Leap into the snow. Roll me your luck. And run screaming into the distance. Oh no. Georges, what are you doing? Mary has just leapt out a window and runs screaming into the night. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know what to do. Um The creature stops and it's dripping with this blue ichor as it lowers its head down and sniffs. On the um, I just remain as still as possible for now. It lowers its head down and whispers, I know you're awake, Georges. I... Uh, I... Oh, man. I, I freak out. I pull out the knife that I was given earlier. I slash out... <laughs> Roll um, brawling. Oh. oh, fuck's sake. Oh, it's a crit. Oh, fuck's sake. You slash towards the dog thing, creature, and the knife shatters into a thousand different fragments as it gets within stabbing distance. Roll me your constitution as you literally feel your fingers and hands starting to fracture as well. Sad it really is coming true, isn't it? Um, sorry, what am I rolling? Con. Con. You manage to pull your hand back before and it reverts to normal, and but you're now staring up at this creature who's grinning at you. You just back away. Across time and space. I'm really sorry, Jenkins. <laughs> he's not even remember you giving it to him. So he just thinks he's gonna lost it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the positive thing to focus on right now. Woohoo! Um, it smiles down at you and sits down. Would you like to make a deal? Would you just um, like to die? I definitely would like to make a deal. I sit down. <laughs> then you have a choice. Which one will you take with you now? I, I feel like it's a trick question. Can you elaborate some more? I mean, come on, we're having a—we're trying to make a deal here, and I, I don't know what the rules of this deal are. You must pick someone who still remembers, and I will let you both leave, and all the others will wake up in the morning thinking you and the other one stayed at the hotel yesterday. And what will become of the ones that stay? They will have had a lovely time and leave in the 
I will take Jenkins. He doesn't remember. Yes, no, but I th- no, I think he's saying that if I choose one, that that person will remember. I'm assuming because everyone else doesn't remember, right? Mary still remembers, screaming her. She's already gone into the snow. <laughs> uh, this one, you have picked Jenkins. Well, d- d- well, clarify. Well, that is a good point. Clar- clarify, because I read that as you saying that the person I choose will remember, not I have to choose someone who remembers, because that didn't make sense as a question to me. So if, if that is the question, then obviously my answer is different. Yeah, it meant pick someone who doesn't remember currently. Right, okay, I didn't read, because that doesn't really make sense as a question, so yeah. is that is the case. How he know that? The, yeah. the, the mystical dog creature knows. In which case I say, well, well who, who remembers? Mary. So I don't actually have a choice then. <laughs> if you hadn't asked that question, you'd have had to pick from all of them and could have failed. But then I pick Mary. Then you must do one thing for me in return. Which is? Set me free. How do I set you free? Smash the lantern. Do I know what the lantern is? You don't. Okay. I am bound to serve Ephraim Waite and his witch of a wife. I wish to return to Tinderloss. Where can I find this lantern? Where history marches onwards. Do I have any idea where he's talking about? You can borrow intelligence. It's probably in the art gallery upstairs with all those pictures of Arkham throughout time. Okay. Then, then I will go and do this. You walk upstairs. There is a lantern on a shelf, glowing blue. I take the lantern and return downstairs. That is it. All you need to do is smash it. And you will be safe with the woman elsewhere. And you can't smash this yourself. I cannot even touch it. I ask for it. I ask for you know his word that all of my friends will be unharmed and will return in the morning. Not that I think his word means anything. As long as they don't remember tonight, the weights will let them leave. And the judge and your Jenkins have shattered their memories. The author and the architect are asleep. Quinn! I... <laughs> it froze on your grin for a moment there, Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... It's at this point I say, very well, I will smash the lantern. And I throw the lantern at the beast. 
Oh. Oh. <laughs> he didn't tell me how oh. to touch my shit. Oh. It looks momentarily alarmed <laughs> and screams what you think might be a no before it suddenly twists in space and is ripped apart. And this strange twisting space starts to spread outwards from where it was standing. <laughs> oh. Oh no. Oh no, what have you done? <laughs> um, Wait. I, 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 I try to... Is the door still locked? I'm guessing the door is still the locked. The door is still locked, but Mary did smash a hole in the window. Yeah, I try and drag the other two out of the window. Roll me your strength. Who are you grabbing first? Uh, Jenkins first. Nice love for you, Flinty. <laughs> Come on. Uh, can you luck these rolls? You can luck these rolls. I'm going to luck that. You drag Jenkins to the open window and just toss him out into the snowbank. You'll deal with that later. <laughs> and then run back for Jeremiah. Roll yep. strength to grab Jerry. <laughs> this time, you remember, the judge is quite light and drape him <laughs> over each other and leap out the door, the window, into the snow. There is screaming coming from upstairs shrieking noise and um, roll me your spot hidden that is a very close frozen plenty <laughs> upstairs in the attic you see the roof explode wow and the twisting column the whole um, gallery tower is now shredded apart I... <sighs> and you're... was there a do I remember there being a window to the room we were staying in? There was a window to the room you were staying in. I would hoof it round to that side of the building to see if Stan is still in there. Uh, Stan and Daniel are both in there, sleeping away. The uh, This wall is starting to uh, collapse into the strange, twisting, shattering, fragmenting madness. Would you like I to smash the window... You grab a rock, you smash the window, roll strength. (laughs) Ooh! Nice! (laughs) You jump, you're young and athletic, you vault into the room, toss Daniel and Stan through the window, you don't carry them, they're snow, (laughs) they can land in the snow, it'll be fine. And then you jump back out, and you drag everyone away from the house, um, as like... Let me... Like, this this strange twisting is spreading outwards in a circle and you literally... It's like... It's like one of those weird kaleidoscope mirror paintings. Literally, everything is collapsing into this weird, jagged, shaking mess. And then you can see the house collapsing into it and then the whole thing suddenly just goes out just vanishes in a moment of sudden light and uh, most of the house is just missing. Whoa. You nearly TPK'd us. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, we're only in the prologue. <laughs> um, I mean, I just 
just wonder if doing that has invalidated the deal Nate was attempting to make. Just like that. Almost certainly. He just looks off into the snowy distance like, Mary is not alive to honour the deal anymore, I don't think. So Mary's still out there in the snow. I mean, you definitely killed it. I, I would use time to drag some yeah, the, everyone into like the garage or storage area, whatever is yeah, available you, for me to get to, because obviously everyone's going to be freezing their nuts up out here unconscious. Uh, it takes a while to drag everyone into the um, garage. Uh, George is. Hello. Have 24 sanity. Whoa. Wow. Need that. I mean, you killed it. You definitely know you destroyed that horrible monster. That's a good feeling. I, I, I do feel bad that I seem to have lost Mary. I mean, I would have also, outside, have shouted for Mary, just in case there was a chance. I mean, she can't have got far in the snow in her nightgown. Um, we'll get back to Mary in just a moment. Um, but you have managed to drag the others into the garage. Uh... Everyone is stirring. Stan, Daniel, um, Jeremiah and Jenkins, they're all starting to come round. Like, whatever weird spells they were under is fading away. And we'll pause for a little break. Oh, fuck me, it's cold. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so sleepy. (laughs) Sorry, Recording. Right, so, um, everyone else is stirring awake, uh, Georges. Are you going to wait for them, or are you going to run out into the cold and start looking for Mary? Um, well, none of them can remember, so I don't want them waking up like in like being cold and wondering where they are and wandering out. Uh, so, I will... I will try and help one of them stir awake. So, which one looks like the most awake right now? Constitution rolls, everyone. Who's asleep? It's not Jenkins. Not you, Michelle. It's the young one. The two old men are not... um, Stan is grumbling about being cold and sitting up and looking bleary and the horses are stamping in their stable and the carriage is nearby. Wait, I need to make a roll. George is sitting socks <laughs> you, don't get, you don't get to check that yet no I sit up and I'm like why am I out why are we outside Daniel is also sitting up like Mr. Nagelmarkers I just I, I just say guys I'll, ex- I'll try and explain everything but please don't go anywhere I need to go find Mary and then I'll leave I stand up at this point as he leaves, and then I know if my socks are missing. <laughs> and sock naps. Daniel sits up and he's like, "Why are we in the stable with the horses?" He he stands up and he he then he notices the old men and he's like, "Oh, uh, we should check the others." Oh uh, yeah, I go with him to check the old men. Roll first aid. Why are they dying? I'm just checking them. Well, they're dying now. <laughs> just find a 
wandered over and stabbed them, haven't they? Daniel got a 20. Uh, Jenkins and Jeremiah, you both wake up. You're in your pyjamas and cold and in the stable with Stan and Daniel. Like, they wake up. Mm, what, what, what's going on? Why have Someone closed the window. Oh, right, I'm the one that normally does that. Right, I'll close the window. Jenkins, we're outside in the oh. barn. Why we on? Mm. Or the stable. I don't know. George has just said this. He's gone to look for Mary, and now we're all in this barn, and some asshole has stolen my socks. Wait, wait, wait what? George, George is out there alone? Well, he must be. He said he's going after Mary. Uh, you tried to rush off into the snow, but you're really like lethargic and slow and shivering and taking your time to get back to your feet. Meanwhile, George is in the snow. George is in the snow with diamonds. Uh, Mary, really roll me the extra pair of socks right now. Roll me a spot hidden, Georges. Spot hidden. You circle the debris around the side of the house and find Mary's tracks. Um, it's dark. The only light you've got to go with is um, some stars, which are starting to shine through the. Um, breaking cloud cover but you follow Mary's tracks Mary roll me your luck that's very lucky you find Mary uh, at the grape harbour it looks like she reached the edge fell down a slope and is just lying in the snow at the bottom of the um, grape harbour wow she didn't get very far that's good I try and lift her to take her to the garage. Okay, roll strength. Fireman carry style. What was that, Mary? Am I what? You are unconscious. Oh. oh. It's I'm not cold. lucky. I'm just going to take effort doing it. It takes a while. You have to drag her back up this slope and then pick her up awkwardly because she's mostly in her pyjamas. Just drag her through the snow. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Everyone else back in the barn, as you finish kind of, you know, shaking out the weirdness and moving towards the door, you can see in the darkness the house. Most of the house is missing, and you can see Georges dragging Mary across the driveway through the snow. Uh, am I awake enough to go and help him now? Yep, you are all awake enough to go and help him. I go and help immediately, seeing my master out in the snow. Yes. You get Mary back into the nice warm barn. Would someone like to first aid her? Uh, Josh? <laughs> no? You one from earlier. <laughs> he cannot use the one from earlier. Does anyone else want to first aid Mary? Um, okay. If you have it. If not... Well, no. I'm on base 30. I'll use the NPC. Oh, dear. He doesn't know how to help Mary. Is there hay in this, like, um... barn? And there's all the blankets in the, um, coach. You, you wrap Mary in some blankets and she slowly starts to come round. 
and she falls. Mary, you wake up. You're in what looks like the stables or barn or garage with everyone else. Um, someone has lit a lantern. Okay. I'll go towards the lantern for heat. Mary is awake. Mary, why are you outside in the cold and why is the house burning to the ground? What's going on, everyone? Guys, just a question. What's the last thing you remember? Going to sleep. Going to bed after a delicious dinner. Yeah, pretty much. Maybe something went gone wrong. Yeah, lots went wrong and it... You, none of you are going to believe me. Wait, um, wait a minute. But you, you see the side of the house. Yeah. We'll get to the knife, Jenkins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, so you're sat the side of the house. Anyway, the owners of this house uh, were up to some shenanigans. I, I don't know exactly what it was myself, but I do know that Jenkins and I spent most of the night looking for a missing Mary. Then we were helped. Yes. Then we were held against our will by the house's help, whilst they unleashed some kind of beast or demon or something on upon us. I don't know if any of you ever saw one of the pictures that I was trying to buy, but it was exactly the beast from one of those pictures in exactly the same scene, almost like it was a prophecy. And I've realised that I sound like a rambling idiot right now, but it wanted to be released. I threw a lantern at it, and now the house is gone. Um, right. And a Zenith tried to, well, did get in my body, um, but then she went. I'm yes, sorry. What? Oh, Mary has her memory still. Well, they talk about. Yeah, Mary still has her um, memories back. Craig, what was that? I said, is this that sapphic love the young ones are talking about? <laughs> no, I think she swapped bodies with me. She swapped bodies with me? Okay, so you remember how we talked yesterday about how things weren't quite right with the Darbies and they seemed to be acting opposite to the way we were expecting them to yes yes I don't know the details but I'm pretty sure something is going on with them that allows them to somehow I don't know switch bodies and that's what Mary's saying right they were trying to switch her body with theirs Mm. I didn't witness any of this. Do I remember Jenkins being there at one point? Um, no, they knocked you out before that. Daniel is shivering and he's pulled a blanket around himself from the sleigh. He's like, I don't know what's going on, but why don't we maybe hitch the horses up to this sledge and drive back into town? I don't want to stay out here any longer. I mean, where is the house? The, the house yeah. is just gone. And speaking of things that are gone, here's yeah. your socks back, Stan. I <laughs> borrowed those last night. And I'm sorry, Jenkins, but you gave me your knife for protection and it's gone. I'm very sorry. What, what do you mean it's gone, sir? 
I used it to try and defend myself from the beast I'm referring to, and it shattered. It's it's just gone. It was in oh. that place that's now gone. Well, let's get everyone safe, sir. Lives are more important than objects. I mean, should we go back into the house and look for Edward and Azanath? I'm reluctant to go back into that house at all. Then we should go into town, tell the police there was... I don't know, and send the police to look into it. That would be the most responsible thing. Um, Are are you comfortable driving this sled in the middle of the night, in the middle of a storm? Well, the snow stopped, so um, let's, uh, let's turn the lanterns on. Everyone pile in the back under some blankets and we'll drive into town. Alexa just said, did you mean a fish to us? <laughs> what the fuck is she smoking? Yes, apparently. Alexa, shut up! Right, um... I don't... I, I, I'm kind of of two minds here as to whether whether we do just go back first or, or whether we try and find some kind of corroborating evidence because I don't just want to sound like an absolute crackpot. I mean, yeah, turning up at the sheriff's station and being like, the house exploded, but I managed to get everyone but the owners out. Hmm. I'm going to suggest we try and find something in the wreck whether it's people or some kind of incriminating evidence oh I can't say that well as long as we don't take too long it's too cold and we can't stay here for long alright it is very cold I (laughs) Mm. Do you want to go and try and get into the house? Sorry, Craig. Where would you like us to look first, sir? I don't. I would, if you just scribbled out areas that are just completely gone, by the way. Yeah. yeah. We can't go through the main entrance because there is no main entrance anymore. Um. The wing of the house with the library, the dining room. As an S bedroom and the that part of the attic is still remaining. All of the stairs are gone, which means we can't even get up to the second and third floors anyway. You'd have to climb, yeah, that's for sure. I'm not, I've got some minor ability to climb, so I could try and climb up. The still just seems far too dangerous given how cold it is and not knowing what happened. It might be safer to report it back to the sheriff and then let them search the house. I I understand your concern, Georges, but we're just not equipped to search this place. I'll support whatever decision you make, sir. Okay. Um, Let's head back. Let's head back. It's probably the safest option. Um, Daniel drives the horse 
and sleigh back into town for you all. Um, it takes about an hour and a half. Um, you ride up to the sheriff's office, drag out the duty sheriff, and explain that you were staying as guests overnight when you were, you know, there was some sort of disaster and the house has been destroyed. You were lucky enough to get outside, but, you know, they need to go back and search for the young couple and their servants. Yes. That is where we leave the story. And the um, the sheriff, you know, gets his people together, and they will drive out straight away. Suggest you will return to your hotel and homes and rest up. Of course. We do this, I think. Uh, it's about 4am by the time you arrive back at the hotel. And you all head to bed in the warm, warm, warm. Mm. And the next morning, you are woken by um, the sheriff arriving. Here we go. What's the date? It is the 5th of February, Sunday. We're woken by the sheriff, you say? Yeah. I guess we let him in to have a... To uh, Chief, Chief of Police uh, Nichols or Sheriff Nichols um, he lets himself in and he's like um, Mr. Nagelmackers Sheriff um, welcome I was hoping you could maybe give me some more details we've been out to the um, Crown and Shield Manor it's just gone I, I wish I could give you more information it's 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 quite the experience. I think every, you know, we went there. The weather kicked in. We were just trying to do some research for a historical paper. They kindly invited us to stay. Um, and then in the middle of the night, just whatever happened, and we had to get out of the building. And, and hey, look, it's it was half destroyed. I don't know what else to tell you, I'm afraid. Well, there's no sign of um, Miss Waite or Mr. Darby or their servant. We did find the corpse of an old man in a padded room in the attic. Oh, have you identified the man, or...? It looks like Mr... Miss Waite's father. Wow. We've got no idea what's going on there. Um, He was dead, sadly, so we're not going to get any out of him, but they've been keeping him locked up in a room in the attic. That's very strange. Well, I've put out a missing person... Warren, asking if anyone sees them to let us know. We'll check them with the police in Innsmouth to see if they turn up at their house there. But something was seriously... I mean, my pathology guys think it must have been like their gas main exploded. There's lumps of the house all over the place, but there isn't enough lumps of the house. There's just, like, bits missing. I mean, they're probably buried under the snow, for all we know. Um... 
You were lucky to get out alive by the looks of that explosion. I'm guessing it's been collapsed in on itself. There's probably parts of it in the basement now. Yeah, it was, like I say, it, was, it all happened very quickly. Well, I'm glad you're all safe. Um, I've it talked to Mr. Upton. My master's quick actions, otherwise we would have all died. He is a hero. He is a hero. I spoke to Mr. Upton this morning, and he does confirm that the weights did have a gas line installed when they rebuilt the house. Um, but he only did the like plans, so we're going to have to query their builders. Oh God! Yeah. More innocent people getting dragged in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah, I just we just seem to trouble. Just seems to find us in uh, in this place, sheriff. Yeah, does it, Mister Nagel Marcus? Maybe you should go back to Boston <laughs> and stay there. <laughs> Interlopers. <laughs> yeah, I can assure you, we're not looking for it. Well, you are investigating the ancient history of Arkham. Um, well, I suggest you all um, rest up. I don't have any further questions for you now, and I know how to contact you if I need you, Mr. Nagel Marcus and Judge Olsen. Um, and I'll speak to you soon. Of course. Thank you, Sheriff. He nods and he heads out, leaving you all alone. No, would there be start arranging for breakfast to be delivered to us in our rooms? Well, butler man thing. The butlery. Butler, butler. Breakfast it appears. Bo- Just appears. He's a magician. Um, you gather around for breakfast. What are your plans, everyone? Well, I think we need to just talk this out because I'm not sure where this leaves us, everyone. Um, I asked Georges again to explain to Mary what what happened. I walk them through the events literally step by step without spending 30 minutes of actual time doing so. (laughs) Um, But of exactly what happened from my perspective, including the Tindalos Lord, us looking for Mary... um, Jenkins being spotted by Edward and having to go off, and um, the, the, the you two, that's the judge and Stan, were just completely unconscious and unwakeable uh, the entire time. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm. Uh, she, Mary, does the same from her perspective, although she won't know anything because she was basically still conscious the whole time, right? Oh no, the bit of the, the end bit. Yeah. Playing the bit of who woke up and I was in looking at my sound and so I was in someone else's body, and she was in mine. She didn't like it, and then went back to sleep, and she put it uh, with us, and then basically carries on from um, giant evil dog. George's, yeah. No, yeah. oh sorry, I do explain the part. The whole thing that started off when me and Jenkins woke up to two people taking carrying a body up the stairs, which is when we went to investigate and found that Mary was missing from upstairs. So, and presumably my story of the end part matches in its entirety with Mary's memories of the end part. Yep, it does indeed match, and the dear old uh, judge and um, what's-his-face, Jenkins, could make me a hard sanity roll. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, snap. (laughs) Neither of you remember any of this nonsense. (laughs) 
understand how I managed to sleep for it all, and it's just. I mean, if what you say is true, like that that last bit with this giant dog creature thing, like we were all there, and yet only two of you remember it. The the, the painting of the Tindalos Lord is not one I'd acquired yet, was it? No, that was the three million pound one. Did Stan get a drawing of it? It is the one at the art gallery, yeah. (laughs) It's in the um, auction, house, house. auction house yeah, in New York. Did you draw it, Stan? No, I didn't draw the Tin Lost Lord, but I've seen it. Okay, if you've seen it, then I've seen it. I saw it with you. Yeah. So I, I point out that it was the thing from that page. I listened to you. Yeah, because you're in the process of buying it. Like, at the moment, you're, I believe, right? Yes. So, like, are you, maybe it was some sort of, not to be rude, some sort of psych, psycho-semantic episode? I could see why you think or that. If, well, if it's a gas explosion, it has been known that gases can have an adverse effect on the mind. I can tell you for certain that what I experienced was real. Oh, yeah. I look at the I look at the judge and Jenkins when they say when they both like say this. Okay. Yeah, I mean, th- th- there is logic to what you say, Stan, but at the same time, they both, you know, th- th- their their stories match up, and so I uh, maybe I, I, I just know. check I mean, them both st- into the sanatorium. <laughs> Strange stuff has happened in this town before, which is why I'm not. Completely disbelieving them at a word at, at the drop of a hat. No one dropped a hat, but apparently the inter- some sort of space dog blew up a house. Mm. Let's be honest; it's not the craziest thing we've seen since we became together as a group. It is the craziest thing we've not seen. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Something about this place just doesn't agree with us. I mean, unless there's any urgent business left here, I'm not particularly keen on staying here. Every time we seem to come here, crazy things happen. That is true. Yes. Yes, it is. Are you going to return to Arkham? We are in Arkham. You're in Boston. I mean, yeah, I mean, do do you have enough information on the sanatorium to uh, do your paper, Stan? Uh, I probably still need to do a bit more research personally. I'd like to... um, I could do taking another visit to the sanatorium. Well, I think we could take the day because we need. I think a lot of us need to relax. If you want to, if you want to go and check out the sanatorium, then then I say say do it. But we should probably plan to not be here too much longer unless people have pressing and urgent needs to be. Sure, uh, that's fine with me. I don't mind. Take, take the rest. I think you guys should definitely take a the rest of the day to uh, 
collect your thoughts. Mm. Jenkins, do you have a? Do you, have you gathered enough information to finish off your your paper? Uh, seeing as my paper is probably going to be the book, I, I need to read more of it, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All I'll do is probably just um, inquire with the police because. I noticed the the library of uh, the manor was still intact, and there were some useful books in there. I know I can't just ask for them, but I might be able to inquire if I can, you know, have them lent to me at any point. I'll probably use uh, my set of skills to try and inquire them at some point. Sorry to acquire. What was that? Uh, the books and stuff that we found in the library. Ah, uh, yes. That would probably be quite useful. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah g- g- given it's, you know, the whole place being treated suspiciously, I w- obviously won't be able to get my hands on them anytime soon, but if I just yeah. make the inquiries, then hopefully in the few days or weeks we can get them, and that'll help with uh, family trees. Makes sense. Right. So, what are people doing today? Are you just all taking a day off? Well, I'm going to do some reading. I'm going to go to the sanatorium. You're going to the sanatorium? Mary, what are you doing? Day off. George Olsen? Um, other than making that inquiry to the police, I'll probably take the day off as well. Roll me your law, please, Flinty. Uh, you are able to contact the police, offer your services to assist them should they require a legal professional to look over the material in the house, and they'll let you know. Um, hang on, I've got a secret message. Jolson is doing that. Mary? Yeah? You take a day off and put your feet up. Uh, roll me a D10. You uh, get uh, 10 sanity. (gasps) Nice. A good recovery. Just not doing anything is sometimes a good idea. Jenkins, roll French. Oh, sh- I, oh, I was about to say I'd be helping, but I don't know if it matters if you put it on. Wow. I think it does, because it gives you an extra dice normally. I mean, I'll be helping again, since we were relaxing at our home anyway. Oh, I thought you were doing something else. I didn't say I was doing anything. Oh, though. no, that was the judge who was doing something else. Yeah. So, do I get the first guy? Absolutely not. 
Wow, he's not letting that 100 go. George's is no help whatsoever. No, George's is helping, so... You get a bonus die. Can you get one? Can you get zero? Okay, that is a fast Zero, zero is 100. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so if if he'd rolled another zero, it would still have been 100. Yeah. Right. So does that end up being five or 50 now? That is 50. Which is quite a bit better than 100. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And here I was going to have Craig accidentally read a spell. Oh, oh no. Wow. No, no more. <laughs> we can't handle that. We've just survived a collapsing house and a Tinderloss Lord. Then we go home to relax and Craig ends the world in a hotel room. Please no. <laughs> That's generally how Craig does it. Yeah. Hey, look at the price. At least he asked me what I was doing before he asked you what you were doing. That's true. If I was already gone, we were done. Yeah. Okay. George's is all like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm going to go down to the spa and put my feet up and have a smoke and a pancake. Smoke and a pancake. Um, Stan. You. Roll me your credit rating. Oh no, You are trying to get a meeting and permission to enter the asylum. But so far, you are stuck at the main gate. The gate guard is like, you have an appointment, sir. The asylum is not just open for visitors. Hmm. You're quite sure this is the same uh, security guard who gave you hassle the first time. (laughs) You tried this. will say to him that I'm actually here to um, I'm concerned for my friend's well-being and I feel like they could do with some psychological counselling I don't believe they are up to coming to the sanatorium today and therefore I would like uh, I wonder if someone could come to our hotel make a charm persuade or fast talk Oh dear. He lets you up to reception. Um, The receptionist is a young man in a nice suit and he's like, "Um, Good afternoon, sir. I wasn't expecting any visitors. Yes, no. um, I I was here a few weeks ago with um, George's Nagel Market Party. Ah, yes, I remember. Uh, It's Mr. Kirby, isn't it? Yes, indeed. And I was just wondering, now I've been doing a historical piece on the sanatorium and its architectural history. Uh, I was actually just wondering if it would be possible to get a um, tour around the facility to see how the art between the, uh, and see if there's part of the old original building, uh, the new building, and things like that. Mm, You'd have to ask Dr. Hardstrom. 
Uh, let me see if he's free. Roll me your luck. Oh boy, that ain't gonna work. Not gonna be super happy about that. No. Doctor Hardstrom is currently with patients and will be for most of the rest of the day. Um, if you'd like to make an appointment, he can fit you in uh, in a couple of days. Um, yeah, I'll make an appointment. That's fine. I can always come back myself. You make an appointment for the Wednesday the 8th at uh, 1pm. Cool. You'll be able to see you then. Well, wonderful. And the receptionist will let him know why you want to see him. And um, he doesn't think it'll be a problem, just you know, the doctor will make sure that want to make sure that you're not he's not taking you into parts of the sanatorium that have patients, etc. No, no, that's perfectly acceptable. I understand. And once I've done that, I will pull back through town. On my way back to the crazy people. Roll me your spot hidden. Sending you a message. Okay, station in the most I just I just naturally changed my course to the train station yeah and I um, is I begin looking over the timetable as I sort of get in there yeah and then I would like to ask a station guard oh what train is uh, that one right there and point to the one uh, that train that is the train up to Newbury Port via Ipswich Newbury it to a job. Oh, I wonder. I don't think my uh, my my uh, well, my friends are keen train spotter. You see, I'll have to let him know that it comes in during this time. He'll be I'll love to see it. Thank you for your time. You're welcome, sir. And I um I make a really fucking quick movement. Oh no, no, don't run. I just I just don't need to run actually because I'm not that panicked by this. I'm just a little bit confused. I make my way back to the hotel to see the others. Um, There's no reason to be alarmed by this, I don't think. It is Maybe it's just before lunch when uh, Stan arrives back. Uh, the judge has also just arrived back from speaking to the chef. Mary is lying on a chaise lounge with a cloth over her eyes, having a nap for a warm fire. And George's and Jenkins are chattering in French to one another. Um... Just wanted to. So I've just come back from the sanatorium. I've booked an appointment there in the next couple of days. So don't worry about that. But on my way back, um, I just so happened to notice that um, Edward and his wife were getting out of a car and onto a train. Edward and 
and wow. the from yesterday. Yeah, they yeah, it was going it was going to Ipswich via um Kingsbridge it Kingsbury does. Kingsport. It's going to Newburyport via Ipswich. Sorry. Going to Newburyport via Ipswich. And do you still think that I'm crazy? I think I'm very surprised they got out of the house. I doesn't it doesn't cooperate with the um the fact that someone from a painting is real to it. It just they've gone out of their house. A house is mysteriously destroyed quite substantially and they're just jumping on the first train they can to get out of the city. Not That's not, not normal. I plan to mention it to the sheriff, but like it's still very odd. Incredibly odd. Are you doing anything else of this knowledge? I mean, I go, I'm going to go and tell the sheriff. What? You called the sheriff's office. Yeah, I relay the information to the um, desk clerk to please tell the sheriff of this. But then they may have been in police custody. I mean, they would have been because the sheriff's sitting hand around them. Yeah, yeah, the sheriff's looking for them. The so desk... I'll tell the sheriff that, that I, this is what I saw them. The desk sergeant it... thanks you for is the it... information and they will follow this up. Is, is it Switch or Newbury Port near Innsmouth? I don't know the geography. Out of character. Do you want to get a map out? Please. You have a map of the local area. Aha! Lovecraft County. So, <laughs> they're here. They're going this yeah, way. Towards Innsmouth. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Innsmouth. Yeah, just, just snug yeah. as a bug in a rug. Mm. I think they may be only going as far as it switch. Yeah. The sheriff knows that they have property back in Innsmouth anyway, so they'll make the same assumptions, I'm sure. I'm not comfortable with them just escaping back to Innsmouth, to be fair, but what can we do about it? I'm sure that Innsmouth... Or can we? I mean, we could just follow them. Might be the journalist in me, but like... There's, There's a massive story here, definitely. But... Is it a story we're happy to know, sir? Probably not, but I, d- I don't know. I just feel like I'm not going to be sleeping easy now anymore, knowing what, what happened in that house, what they tried to do, knowing that they're just, you know, up there, probably 10 miles away. <laughs> you know what I think? I think. Something obviously very strange happened the other night, but we have done the appropriate thing of informing the police, and they are the appropriate people to handle this sort of thing. I don't think it would be wise of us to just poke our nose in and potentially, um, you know, cause issue with the investigation. You're absolutely right. No, I said the but. <laughs> no, no, no. It I, did sound I, like that. I, there is a but, but not, not, not in this conversation. There isn't. <laughs> I, I, um, I, I, I say, um, well, we should just make plans for the rest of our day then, um, or whatever it is we're going to do. I, I, I guess. 
Jenkins make plans to return to, to Boston? Yes, sir. And I sort of say, um, just a quick word actually, Jenkins, once you're about to do that. And I yes, go, go, go off to another room. Hey, uh, I'll come back to you two in a moment. Judge Olsen, what are you doing now you're back from the police? Um... I'm almost in half a mind to visit the Tillingas guy at his shop, but it's Sunday, so it's probably closed. He is probably at home. You know where he lives, though. Uh, I suppose. I suppose. Yeah, I, I could go and visit him just in a show of good faith because we, we've got this information. I'm sure, he'd be interested to know it himself. But who knows? Maybe by updating his family tree might trigger something else. So yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can make arrangements to see. Um, uh, what was his name? Which, which Edwin. One is it? Ed Edwin. Yeah. Are you yeah. taking anyone else with you? Um, who else was involved in this one? It would. Well, I, I'll, I'll ask Jenkins, but I know he's also, he's also making plans. So if he's if he's got time. Okay, uh, Mary, are you continuing with your day off? Yeah. Um, Stan, what are you doing now? You're back. I'm going to go and write. Um. I'm going to go and write an article. Okay, roll it. But a great flash of inspiration in the last mm, six hours. <laughs> roll literature. Georges, you've got Jenkins alone in the telephone cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Kiss me quickly, Jenkins. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jenkins, um... Yes, whilst we're away from the others, I, 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 I fear that I fear that this this conversation would just just end, you know, come to a dead end if we keep having it. But I, I'm afraid I can't I can't let it go. I think that I've experienced something that happened. Um, it just doesn't feel right to just let let everything go. And they've gone back to Innsmouth. So what, what I'd like you to do is to arrange for uh, one of our investigative teams to to go out there and uh, and to, to to do some recon on on the derbies and report back to us anything they find appreciating that we can't just head out there ourselves but I'm sure with uh, with our great resources we can find the right men to do the job well sir it's come to my attention that Innsmouth isn't on any of the current train tracks we could certainly send a team out to investigate the feasibility of actually connecting them to a rail network and if there's one or two extra bodies on the team who can just scope out the general populace just to get us some readings then I'm sure they could maybe find something out trains that's a wonderful idea Jenkins yes train, trains is definitely the solution here we need to make it so that trains can get to Innsmouth trains are often the solution but, uh, roll your psychology Jenkins carry on Yes, this this definitely has happened. So I want the investigation to happen, but I actually do also want you to make the uh, the calls to to, to make this train connection to Innsmouth happen. I think that's a wonderful idea. Um, Jenkins, 
You would never normally have absolutely anything to do with things like sending a team of engineers. That would all be Janine, so you probably want to call her. I will call Janine for that bit, but I'll also ask her to put the extra people on. Roll me your butler, Mansi. Yeah, you take care of that easily. You ring Janine and tell him, tell her what he wants. And she's like, yeah, she'll sort that. She'll send a team of surveyors to survey the land between Innsmouth and Ipswich for a new branch line. It, it's, a, it's a fishing town, so, you know, they need to get their fish out, surely. Yeah, yeah. And yes, yes, she'll, uh, she'll have a couple of our private detectives go along as well. And then you make arrangements for everyone to return to Arkham. You order George's private carriage to be uh, hitched up to the five o'clock express back to Boston. Uh, I arrange as well on the private carriage, especially considering it's going to be the five o'clock express, that there'll be a good meal on at dinner time on board. Yep, they can do this for you. They can't. George's would probably fire him if I let him know. They can't. Okay. Uh, And as you're coming off the phone, Judge Olsen corners you, Jenkins, also in the telephone booth. Gosh. (laughs) It's getting rather cramped in here. Jenkins. George's is gone by this point. Talk to each other whilst I go to the loop. If you need the phone, sir, I'll get right out of your way. <laughs> no, no. I, I just wanted to ask you a question. Um, oh, uh, before yes. we before we leave uh, Arkham, I was thinking of just visiting your friend uh, Edwin Tillinghast mm. again, just to well, essentially just show him the family tree that we managed to work out. Um, I'm sure. I'm just as a show of good faith, really. He's helped us in our historical investigations and who knows maybe if we show him this more accurate family tree he might be able to work out a few um, threads still left to work out like this Samantha Marsh person maybe rather than proposing it as a more accurate family tree we should simply propose it as a family tree that we have found in the public domain that way we can maybe get a more inside opinion on what it's supposed to look like from an insider of a family, while at the same time not tipping our hand to the fact that we currently have two family trees that disagree with each other. No, you, yeah, no, you make a good point. Um, I was wondering if you wanted to come with me, if, if you're not too busy. Um... It probably would be a good idea for someone to accompany you, but I, I should definitely see what um, my master has to say about that first. Uh, it may be that he needs me here. Okay. We, we go and find George's. George's, where George's. have you gone? I would have just gone back into the lounge. George's is on the piano again. Yeah, playing the piano. Oh, he's playing, he's not literally on top of it. Okay. Yeah, no, he's in his sexiest uh, sequined ball gown, lying on the piano, ready to start singing. Oh, George's forgot to take his medication. 
No, no, uh, I'm not crazy. <laughs> yet you find George is playing the piano. Uh, uh, we wait for him to finish the piece he's playing. It's after like two or three hours we realise he's improving at this point, so there's no action playing from the beginning. Yeah, he's just he's just jamming out with some key pressure. Jamie. I don't interrupt still because that would be rude and this isn't urgent. So George is roll spot hidden. Roll spot hidden? Yeah. Oh god. Uh, what, what's happening? You're jamming. You're jamming. You spot the judge and Jenkins kind of hovering off to one side as you're playing on the piano. I switch to playing the new jing- jingle that I've been writing for our group that's, that talks about the Jenkins and the judge mysteries. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Jenkins and the judge. Crime fighters of the sea. <laughs> 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 what I miss <laughs> George is writing you a theme tune oh cool exactly yeah to the theme of Sharky and George uh, be and George's solve another mystery <laughs> uh, you, you stop playing the piano and turn to look at them I do gentlemen uh, um Judge Olsen was wondering if um, he might borrow me for a trip to see Edwin Tellingrass. Uh, do, do you have need of my services this afternoon, or...? Uh... I, I think arrangements are made. I plan on just relaxing as much as possible today, Jenkins, so I probably won't be going anywhere other than this hotel. Feel free. Okay, so I'll, I'll have a word with um, reception to make sure I send up some nice... Uh, Little finger sandwiches and maybe a couple of pots of tea intermittent return. Just be so. If you could, um, you know, make sure that when, you know, if it gets too late, that they uh, make some some old fashions available for me. That would be wonderful. If it gets too late, sir, we'll have missed our train back to Boston. What time is our train back? That's a good question, Jenkins. Five p.m. Yeah. 5 PM. Oh, I'm drinking. In a laid on for on board uh, our private car, sir. In which case, all is well. Well, well, most things are well. I mean, nothing's well in this world right now, but feel free to have your day, Jenkins. Yes, sir. Right, shall we, uh, Dan Elton? Yes, thanks. Uh, I Thank you, in at reception mm-hmm. to put those requests in. And you leave. George's, the telephone rings shortly after Jenkins has left. Always rings after he leaves. <laughs> I, re- I reluctantly go on to the phone. It's your accountant. It's my accountant? Mm-hmm. Ah, I've been expecting you. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know that everything's arranged, sir. The money transfer has gone ahead and Marcello's is having your new painting shipped to the New York penthouse. Ah. Yeah, if we could arrange to have that burnt, please. <laughs> don't, don't, don't take that request. Belay that request. Sir, um, we just spent um, two million dollars on this thing. Yeah, yeah. I've kind of, I've kind of um, had a bit of a change of heart about that, but obviously it's too late now. So if you could just have the painting placed somewhere in the apartment, but don't put it on display, please. Okay, well, sir, I'll leave it for you to decide what to do when you get come back to New York. 
Perfect, thank you. Um, your wife has also informed me um, that she has acquired another piece in London. She is having it sent to uh, New York as well. Oh, excellent. I'll have to make a, a point of visiting New York again soon. Well, very good, sir. Uh, we'll speak to you soon. Nathan's looking forlornly at the Legend of the Five Rings book. Mm -hmm. uh, did you not hear that? Alexa was just having a moment. No, I didn't hear it. I'm sure it just flashed on our end very briefly as well. Yeah, it must have picked up something one of us said, but she started going on about calendar syncing and stuff. I don't know what was going oh, on. Is, is that your Alexa? Because I have seen it flash a few times today. She didn't say a word to us. She synced calendars with the Conman house. Interesting. It's best not to question it, Nate. Yeah, it's true. Or when he turns up for dinner at Andre's. Why the Alexa told me to be here. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, so yes, so yeah, I think we've resolved that particular scene. We're going to get some more paintings. I'm going to visit New York. Okay. Um, Stan, are you still writing? Yeah, I'm still writing. I'm um, trying to work out, put this plot together. At the moment. You may have another Probably. literature role. Oh, finally. Only like the fourth one today. <laughs> finally, yeah, you can take that. You've got a good, good, good story going on here. Yeah, about the crazy people who kidnap people to steal their bodies away. Yeah, it's a good one, that. Just a story. It's just a crazy story that George has clearly dreamt about, but you're stealing it. There's nothing about, like, some huge space dog in there. There's none of that nonsense. There's no real, like, tonal shift from, like, creepy, like, you know... Body swap horror. Yeah, it's a good that. <laughs> good yeah, tones, There's that. no, like, weird tonal shift just towards the end. Look, it's not my fault, Nathan smash the lantern of Tindalos into the Tindalos Lord. I'm just wondering why a Tindalos Lord turned up at all. They had one? They just had one. It they just roams around their house. No, they sent him to eat you all. Oh, so they were double-crossing us. Yeah. Quacks. You'd all seen too much, so they were going to have it eat you all. Well, they were going to have it, have it eat your souls, and then they've got a whole bunch of empty bodies they could just swap into whenever they need to I did think it was going to be slightly too easy for them to go you promise you won't say anything Mr Jenkins yes I promise very well off you pop <laughs> yeah no they, 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 they were just saying that to get Jenkins out of the room with them so we didn't like start clubbing them yeah. I was expecting Jenkins to full on whoop some ass when he was in there I, I was yeah. considering it but I didn't mm. I thought, the thing is, you've got to remember, I had gone completely into... I've just told the Master to get out of here and escape. Hopefully he's doing that. I'm a distraction right now, mode. I did. I, I thought it weird that they were like, uh, oh, you know too much now, Jenkins. Like, you invited me up. <laughs> we're having a perfectly pleasant conversation. He could have just let... He could have just shown you the start and then just... Let you go downstairs, right? And nothing would have like changed. 
Apart from the fact you wouldn't have known where Mary was, so that would may have still been an issue. <laughs> They thought they could talk Jenkins into joining them, and he didn't. Jenkins is loyal. Yeah, they, 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 they'd, have, they'd have swapped you into George's body, so you could live the young life of the rich young man. Then they'd have drugged jo- uh, Jenkins' body, so you'd have another stroke or a heart attack, and then that body would die with George's mind inside of it. And you'd get to live on as George's. Grieving over the loss of your beloved butler. Wow, they, they really didn't read Jenkins' character very well. Uh, no, they didn't. They didn't. They really didn't. Yeah, and then he's what? Jenkins just like, yes, my loving wife. We shall make the nuptials. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, considering how often George sees his wife... All the time. I'm sure how many um, all of George's wife's um, male assistants. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you make a good point. You make a good point, though. To, I will, George's makes a point today of writing a letter to his wife and kids during his day off. You, 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 you know what I find weird? I only have two assistants. Why does my wife have 15 yeah. men aged between the ages of 19 and 25? <laughs> Why does she have pool boys? We don't have a swimming pool. You <laughs> keep telling me they're the Olympic, the Olympic polo team. <laughs> you know she coached polo? <laughs> Look, what Georges doesn't know, Georges doesn't have to worry about. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, Jenkins and Judge Olsen, you arrive at Edwin's house. Because obviously he's not at the shop. Um, he opens the door and he's like, Oh, um, Mr... Mr Jenkins, uh, Judge Olsen, come in, come in. He leads you through into the lounge. So, um, what brings you to my, sh- my house today? Um, I was quite curious when I got the call. Oh, oh yeah. Well, we, we were on. We were just leaving town today, but um, I'm sure uh, Jenkins. You've obviously spoken more with Jenkins, but um, about uh, your family history and hmm. such. And before we left, we thought we'd share what we found with you. It's only polite, of course. Oh. You've been quite helpful in our other historical researches. I'd love to see what you've discovered. Yeah. Oh yeah. Kind of spread out like a piece of paper with all the names that we found in the book and positioned them appropriately. Um, Craig, um, mm-hmm. the, the family tree that you had, when, how did you put piece that together? Was that just from general? That was from the Arkham Library. Okay. He has a look at it. Um. Yeah, this looks right. Um, my grandfather was Henry. My mum is Jennifer Waite. Did you hear about what happened at the Derby House today? My aunt, um, her house is gone, and no one knows where they are. That's... well, that's strange. Very strange. Apparently there was a gas explosion last night, and 
my mother's gone out there uh, with the police. We're really hoping they're okay. Hmm. I think I was... Hmm. <laughs> you, you see, the thing is, we were actually there. Now you mention it. You were? It's a most peculiar thing that happened. I, we, we were out there yesterday, and you know how it got particularly snowy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we got stuck out there for the night, and we went to sleep, and then um, myself, I, I just woke up in the garage halfway through the night, and the big chunk of the house was gone. How did you get outside? Uh, my master had actually um, carried me out. It seems there had been some kind of explosion. Now, I guess the original explosion must have knocked you out and he's dragged you to safety. Yes, well, I, I think it happened while we were all abed, so uh, it's an absolute wonder any of us survived, honestly. Um, although, at the same time, because um, I, I certainly wouldn't want you worrying about your uncle and aunt, um, Edwin, um, my companion, Stan, did mention that he thought he saw them actually getting on board a train carriage in heading north. Oh, I'll have to um, let my mother know. Um, oh, there is one thing about this family tree that's confusing. My grandmother wasn't Regina Carter. Oh. She married... My grandfather was her second marriage. She's actually Regina Fisher. And she married a Mr. Carter, but he died in a traffic accident. And then she married my grandfather. Oh, so she kept the name from her first marriage? Yes. Oh, I see. But I thought, I might, uh, like, if you're doing this historical um, delve into the founding families of Arkham, I thought I'd mention that for you. Mm, no, thank you. That, that That is good. It's um, interesting to see that my um, great-uncle's branch, the branch that moved to England, have this Bartholomew name going on. Yeah. Mm. The fact that it's recurring seems a bit odd. Well, sometimes, I guess, you name your child after yourself. Yes, that's true. That's true. It was the 1850s. It's the sort of thing people would do back then. Yeah, and sometimes names do go down the family. Like there was a Louise Watley, and then I suppose one of your great aunts was a Louise as well, although she died very young. Yes. Um, I didn't realise we were related to the Marsh family. That's unpleasant. Unpleasant. There were. Unpleasant bunch. Oh. Um, they live up in Innsmouth. Uh, not not nice people. They run the gold refinery up in Innsmouth and the canning factory and they own quite a large fishing fleet. Um, but, yeah, they're just not nice people. I've had dealings with them a couple of times. One of them was interested in my in the cults to ghouls, but didn't want to pay the price for it. 
Okay. Yeah, it, it, I mean, I think the relation's quite distant, and to be fair, we haven't really found any further information on them, so I think, um, you know, if, if, if you're happy with how this family tree looks, if it looks accurate to you, and... Um, yeah, no, it looks accurate to me. Where did you get all of this? Was it the library? Well, some of it was. I think Jenkins found a large portion of this in the... There was a rather corrupted version in the library with many mistakes in it, clearly done by an amateur at some point. Yeah. And, uh, it, add up even. I, I'm fascinated to see what else you learn about my family history because, like I said, most of it's news to me. Yeah. Well, yeah, if, um, if we do manage to you know, figure out any more, like, for example, um... Uh, Bartholomew the first. We don't know who he married, so if we find that out, we'll let you know. That would be fascinating to know. Thank you very much for sharing, sharing it with me. Well, what the friends for? Well, I'll see you next time you're in town. Indeed. Do drop by. I should have some new, interesting books in that you might like. Oh, like that certainly could be interesting. I'm still working my way through Colster's Rules. It, it's not a small or easy-to-read book. Well, I'll admit I've not read it myself, but I'm glad you're enjoying it. Enjoying is the wrong word, but it is very academically interesting. Well, um, he thanks you for dropping by and showing him, and he shows you out. Bye! You head back to the hotel. Uh, by this point, you have to collect everyone else and transport them to the train. Train, train, train. Train, train, train. Train, train, train. And you get the train back to Boston. George's is very happy to be on the train. I love trains. Doesn't everyone think that trains are the best way to travel? What um, What was Nurse Fish's first name? Kennedy. Kennedy, thank you. She is also on the train. She's kind of glad she stayed at the hotel last night when you all went to the uh, Derby house after hearing that it exploded. And I think we'll stop there for dinner as you head back to Boston. Pardon me. You are all in Boston. Yay! Is it that same night? It is the next morning. The 6th of February. Um, It has been a night since your turn. You've all slept in your own beds. Or hotels. Since Stan technically lives in New York. And it's Monday morning. Uh, is everyone going to the office and then meeting up in a couple of days? Or meeting yes. up sooner? It's a Sunday today, isn't it? It's Monday, Monday. now. Oh, it's Monday, is it? Oh, yeah, you're going back on Tuesday or Wednesday, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it, you, you went home on Sunday, but by the time you got home, you all went to sleep, and now it's, it's Monday. Fair enough. Guess it makes sense to meet back up after he comes back. Unless there's anything anyone needs to discuss before before that. 
So, sorry, are we... When are we supposed to be presenting? The... It's always at the end of the month, isn't it? Or is it to present? There are two a month, and the next one is on the 12th, which would be the upcoming Sunday. The, the question we haven't discussed amongst each other is what, if anything, we're going to do about the fact that the uh, the, the so-called Warlock that was uh, oh, the part yeah. of the thing before is the same name as the person that runs the historical society now. And, and given that you know, not everybody in the group, but you know that there are people who are managing to avoid death by swapping bodies and things like that. Who knows yeah. that? Well, I, I've told you all. It's a question of whether or not you believe me. Okay, so do you want to meet up again in character after Kieran's trip to the asylum to finish off his note gathering and then you can discuss this all in character? I think so. Yeah. I think that makes sense. So you all have a couple of days of doing your normal lives. So, Judge Olsen, roll me law and psychology. Jeez, I'm oh, wow. stuck at law. Uh, well, fairly convicted an innocent man. Massive miscarriage of justice. You have so, so in the level up, I didn't get a single one, and now <laughs> this happens. Crane, what have you done to me? <laughs> I did. Yeah. Uh, okay, Fred, you probably just caused a massive miscarriage of justice. Um, that's just a Tuesday in America. Yeah, I mean, okay. Media effects. It will just come back to bite me in the arse in a couple of months. Yeah. To be fair, he's a judge. Surely the verdict itself should be right. It's just that the punishment he's handed down might be wrong. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you were sentenced for some rape. Yeah. yeah. You've sentenced someone to hanging immediately for jaywalking. And then, yeah, fucked my psychology roll as well. So, yeah, this is a great day off. <laughs> you can roll again because you've got two days. What, both of them? Yeah. <laughs> wow. You know law. Jeremiah has just forgotten how the law works. He's just it's making been, shit up. It's been a weekend. He's been hanging out of us a lot too much now. Yeah, yeah he's too, rubbing off on him. He's too used to uh, George's uh, money lets me do whatever <laughs> I like attitude to life. Like, George's is not wrong. And uh, the judge is like, what is this person's crime? Are they poor? They look poor to me. <laughs> I convict you of being poor. <laughs> Uh, Stan, what are you doing with a couple of days before you go back to Arkham? Uh, I'll carry on writing, and I'll probably draw. I'll probably write a bit more of my um, body swap story, and I'll maybe draw some pictures for it. Well, drawing, well, writing. Well, like a padded room and such things. Mm. Oh, drawing a bag. Oh dear. There are too many titties in this drawing for you to publish it. I have just drawn porn today. I guess... Well, I turned that... I've redrawn the shog off and instead of eyes, it's nipples. 
Bob a boobos. You were going for eyes, but the way you've um, you've shaded them, they just look like nipples, endless nipples. You, you have a suspicion your boss is not going to publish this one. Um, Michelle, what are you doing with a couple of days off? Um, going and checking my farm. Yep, roll farming and accounting. Why do we fucking suck? I've only passed my, um, the main thing. You can roll them again. Okay. Because you've got two days. Kieran only gets to roll once, because on the Wednesday he's going back to... (laughs) Oh, wow. Uh. Hmm. You accidentally commit fraud. (laughs) Misha... Is either bankrupt or committing accidental tax fraud. <laughs> Why are your skills for your day job so low? She has people to run her farm for her. She just owns it. Maybe she should just let them run it then. <laughs> She's got to check up on them occasionally. But it wouldn't be not because she's making things worse. <laughs> I, I'm imagining Michelle's work, uh, workforce are like, oh, fuck, she's in the office. No, it's not fun. <laughs> no, Mary, hi, Mrs. Simmons, have a cup of coffee. Let's just take the papers off you. <laughs> so what did she do? She bought a new tractor. We don't and need it a drove new... it into a river. <laughs> we don't need a new tractor. We know we don't need we a new tractor. We do now. <laughs> What tractor? She left every gate open. She's just wandered around, opening gates, leaving them open behind her. Dogs off her li- dog. Dogs off its leash. Hang on, Greg. What did you do, Michelle? The kids are in the sheep field. The pigs are in the chicken hen coops. And someone's put the cows in the, in the duck pond. Nothing. <laughs> Just everyone's having a week, it seems. Uh, George's, what are you doing with two days? Ooh, what is George's doing with two whole days? Are you going into the office? Are you calling your wife? Uh, I wrote her a letter already. You've got a painting to sell. <laughs> Yeah, I've got many paintings to sell. Would you like to um, head down to New York and decide what to do about the Lord of Tinderloss? Yeah, yeah, I'm not a fan of it anymore. <laughs> Are we going to New York, sir? We're going to New York. Wonderful, sir. You take a train <laughs> to New York. Uh, I wouldn't go any other way, would I? How else is he going to get there? Airship. No, I'm the train man. I'm the train man. Uh, you go to your apartment in New York. Uh, it's waiting for you in the gallery. With all the other paintings. <laughs> They're not hanging up, I hope. Yeah. Uh, it hasn't been hung up. It's leaning against a wall. Okay. Uh, what are we going to do with this then, sir? Roll your sanity, Craig, if you see it. Does it bring his memories flooding back? Come on. It does bring his memories flooding back. Yes. Six sanity or more? Uh, more. 
as it all comes flooding back. Nathan celebrates as Craig takes a <laughs> Jenkins has like got his brain drilled out of his ears and I'm just like, yes, he remembers. <laughs> Jenkins walks into the room and is like, yes, what are we going to do with this eight sanity, Craig? What are we going to do with this eight sanity? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a, a... Would you like a drink, sir? I'm having a drink. Right now. Roll, roll a d10, Craig. Oh, a d10. Could I have just rolled amnesia again? <laughs> you could have done. I'm glad I didn't, because if that just kept cumulatively stacking up. Cring, cring, cring. Cring, 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 this is going to make a great recording. Ring, <laughs> ring, for everybody. <laughs> All aboard the, the ring train. The hounds of Kringdalos. <laughs> okay, uh, Jenkins screams, seizes the painting, and starts smashing it. He Whoa. like snaps the frame over his legs, tears the canvas off, and holds the whole thing <laughs> into a fireplace. <laughs> Oh my god! And then he just starts like, shoveling on more coal and building up the fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> He's just kneeling by the fire, chanting "Burn, burn, burn, burn." You, you are definitely not allowed to retire now. <laughs> I hope this didn't cost you much, sir. <laughs> I think Georges might have to fire you, Jenkins. <laughs> I still, I still myself. <laughs> um, would you like to try to recover it before he hurls it into? No, the no, no, no. I simply say, Jenkins. Um, I assume you had this adequately insured. <laughs> That would sorry. What was that, Craig? Would that be on the purchasing team or the manager of the We can claim it on the home insurance for the house. Yeah, let's hope you've updated it to include a two million dollar payment. Can I now spend the rest of my two days off um, (laughs) rolling accountancy to see if we've actually filed all of the paperwork to see how much it's insured for? Craig can roll butler mancy first. Can't wait for Dory to be like, hi wife, yeah, on oh, the two million pound painting, yeah, it looks great. You want to see it? I've loaned it to the museum of Melbourne. <laughs> Send her a picture of me, like a rather a, a scribble of it that I've drawn. There you go. <laughs> Nathan, now you may roll accounting with a bonus die. You need hard accounting. <laughs> yes, uh, you then spend the next two days talking to your lawyer and um, your accountant, and you're incredibly angry, you arrived at New York to find it burnt. It just fell into the fireplace. (laughs) (laughs) You you are totally going to have to fire your entire household staff. You're not going to, but you say that. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. um, the the insurance will cover the loss of this painting due to um, domestic mishap. I mean, the good news is, is I want rid of it anyway, so if I can get reimbursed... <laughs> Nothing like a good bit of insurance for what is there, my man? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I am sorry about that, sir, but, you know, um, we we had a weekend, and um, I now remember far more of it than I ever wished to. Do you know what, Jenkins? I, I, I'd be mad if I had that energy, but it's... I, I think in this, in this example, all's well that ends well. Yes, sir. We wanted a bit of it anyway, and we're getting the money back. Yeah, that 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 painting needed to be made real. Of. Roll your I'm now. S- sorry. Roll your sanity, Nathan. You go and stand in front of the Hyder line, and the inhabitants of Le Guxley, and the miners, or maybe the music. You know, some of your other Shipley artwork to calm yourself down. I'm not sure I'm calm about the Shipley artwork anymore. I think I'm I'm kind of worried that they're. They're going to be prophecies that come true for our group in the most horrific of ways. But you love them so. But you did pass your sanity check, so... <clears throat> Extremely. Extremely so, yes. <clears throat> At least you're back up to 74. <laughs> it's true, yes. It was looking dicey for, for a while there. <laughs> but yeah, you are... You, you, you're calm. Kion. Yes? On the Wednesday, you mm-hmm. travel back to Arkham. You go to the yeah. asylum. Dr. Hardstrom meets you, and he takes you on a tour of the building. Most of right. the... Yeah. First one gone. There you go. Fine. Uh, most of the original building is gone, because they knocked most of it down to rebuild the facade. But the basement it still has the old Gothic-style architecture. He takes you down there, which is just used for storage. The rooms you see are clearly just storerooms. Yep. Mm-hmm. All looks the same. Don't need to go down the other end of the basement. Nope, nope, nope. And then he takes you around the main facade and out to the uh, wards in the circular part of the building... And you get given a proper architectural tour of the building. He lets you take sketches and photographs as you desire. He's happy to tell you all about the building work and the good work they do here. Oh yeah, I, I, uh, I, uh, I, I, I'm fairly interested in this building. In the, and I ask about the uh, the history and its time, like pre being a hospital, the conversion. Yeah, um, it was originally the home of the Darby family, the main. A branch of the Darby family, not the main Darby family. Uh, and when he died childless, he turned it into a hospital. Well, he was a doctor. He was turning it into a hospital whilst he was alive. And when he died, he bequeathed his fortune to carry on the hospital. And now that the hospital has moved away, the sanatorium is the beneficiary of that estate, the Darby estate. And it continues today as one of the most renowned sanatoriums in... Uh, the Northern Hemisphere. It is uh, famed for its cutting-edge electroshock therapy, ice bath therapy. It even does uh, medically um, recommended lobotomies. 
Outside sketches and like just things to compare it to and whatnot. Yep, um, you have a good day. And are you meeting at George's house in Boston? Um, makes the most sense, I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Olson uh-huh. and Mary, you get to roll farming and law one more time. Why am I farming? Because <laughs> you're shit at law, that's why. <laughs> Do I get a fountain of this farming? Uh, and accounting, and now roll psychology again. There are. Yay, you, you finally make some good judgment calls, Judge Olsen. You decide not to send old Granny Penswick to the hanging noose <laughs> for not paying her taxes on time. She's a witch. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I could invoke the witch-burning protocols of 1782 and we'll burn them all at the stake. And someone's like, Judge Olsen? You're like, I was just daydreaming. Yeah. (laughs) It was just a bit of petty petty thievery. For me, I thought he was about to say, it's just a bit of petty falloon. Petty (laughs) falloon? Maybe that's what they stole. Maybe, maybe. You all meet up at George's house on Wednesday evening. That's the four, uh, the eighth of February. Uh, George's and Jenkins, you've just returned from New York on the train that day. Um, flush with your two million dollar bling. And you all gather in the sitting room, and Jenkins will. Cocktails. To be to be fair, I wouldn't say like I'm just flush with bling from selling the painting. I mean, somebody at some point is going to do some forensic accounting and say, why did they shift loads of money around, pay two million out, then a matter of days later, <laughs> there's an insurance claim and it comes back in. Nah, nah, that would involve someone getting hold of your accounts, the, the, <laughs> the real accounts that no longer exist. Yeah. What point of order? It's been entirely too long since um, Georges has had a shave and a haircut. That is true. Over the last couple of days, I would have done that. Two bits. He went to his salon in uh, Hyde Park and had it done professionally. I wouldn't. I would not cheat on Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then, Craig. Roll barbering. Boom. You look dashing, sir. <laughs> I'm waiting for the crit fail where you give him a reverse mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> a reverse mohawk? I don't want one of those. 
It's a good hairstyle. You look great. And you does everybody want cocktails tonight? I think we oh. deserve. We've earned them. We deserve these cocktails. <laughs> Bang! Oh, wow. there they are. Those are some damn fine cocktails. It looks like Judge Olsen needs one. He's like, I've had a couple of days. It's been awful. <laughs> law. This will perk me right up. The law. The law is so confusing. They've changed. Uh, have some of these, Judge. It'll make you feel a bit better. What are you making today, Craig? Hmm. Let's see. I would almost certainly today have, that is the wrong document, uh, I would almost certainly today have gone with, um, I believe last time I did really good at making cocktails, I made a highballs potentially, so this time we'll go with uh, George's favourites, uh, the old fashioned. Old fashions all round for everyone. Yes. Cheers. We're all still alive. <laughs> By the way, Jenkins remembers too now. Now too? Now too. Yeah. Now too. Jenkins remembers. We giggle nervously and say, <laughs> yes, sir. And do not mention the fact that I have so many more memories <laughs> from the time I wasn't with you. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. You surely see how important it is that we, we blow up on this stuff. Uh, yes, sir. Definitely, sir. How did you suddenly remember? You had no recollection at all a few days ago. You know how, um... There was a painting, apparently. Um, There isn't now. Yeah, you know that really expensive painting that I bought and was waiting for? Mm. Yeah, it's the Tindalosses. That's the one. J- Jenkins saw that. I now no longer have that painting. Oh. You're welcome, sir. <laughs> Would you like me to sketch it for you again? I might be in a... I, gen- I genuinely wonder if you sketching it might help jog your memories. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I honestly... I guess that's quite high praise. I've seen your sketches. Would you like to try and sketch it uh, from memory? Uh, yeah, I'll try and sketch it from memory. I will... Roll drawing at I haven't had successful drawing all day, so let's see what happens. <laughs> he I mean, draws it in all yeah. its perfect glory. What are you saying, Flintney? I was just going to say to George's, like, you know, you've, you've been collecting all these shipping paintings. You've been madly infatuated with them now suddenly there's one you, you don't mind losing despite the fact that you had to do a lot of counting to afford it I I wouldn't say I don't mind losing it what I would say is that despite my, my love for Shipley art which remains quite true the fact that that particular piece became reality and almost cost everyone their lives has trumped my love for that piece of art. Uh, Stan finishes sketching and turns it round to face everyone like this. Uh, Judge Olsen, roll 
And Mary, both of you roll sanity as you stare at this thing. Yeah. Oh dear, you both remember seeing this thing in all its grisly glory. I hate you. <laughs> so that's eight sanity loss for both of them. Didn't Mary already remember? I would have had at the time. Well, Mary didn't forget. Mary oh, yeah, Mary never forgot it. Yes, you're fine, Mary. Sorry, it's just the judge you forgot. Right, I guess we need to pause for a minute while some dice are rolled. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it, 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 it's more than what I would have lost at the bloody time. Yes, <laughs> yes it is. Yeah, We're sorry. Remembering sorry. things you've forgotten is horrifying. No. There you go. You got an eight. Uh, oh. Roll a d3 for me, Flinty. I'll do a four, and if it's a four, then. Yeah. I can't <laughs> bother to type. Uh, <laughs> Flinty, I'm going to give you a message. You have a telegram message, Flinty? Oh, what? Oh, no. 
No, no, don't make me roll luck. You were looking at my character sheet. You know how much I spent earlier. What? I haven't learned. Oh, yeah. Uh, thankfully, Jenkins is on the... And like, like, the judge is hysterical for maybe 30 seconds and throws about five bottles. And then he's just like, no, keep it away from me. And one of those bottles goes sailing towards the fireplace and Jenkins just snags it out of the air like, no. <laughs> We're not having that smash on the fire grating in the living room go up. <laughs> if this had been getting up to 30 seconds of things like that being flung around, I would have already blackjacked him unconscious at this point. It's only been about 15 seconds. Okay. Because remember, some of that time was him sliding over the table and then he threw All bottles right. and now he's just like, no! But he seems I to have moved in this entire time. I'm just sat there with my drink in my hand. Do I lose any HP, Ash? No, you got hit by a bottle and covered in some gin. You smell like an alcoholic right now. I'm like, fucking, yeah, you, Jesus Christ, you old bastard. I'm glad we're getting out of our system. Mary's just we're like... out of our system. Gin bottle at me. Oh, just just have another drink, man. You'll be okay. I bet, I bet, I, I, this is, I, take, I pick up my shirt and just suck it. <laughs> I, I pick myself up and uh, just, just give me a moment and I, I just kind of excuse myself to the side of the room just look out the window I go into another room and come back with some old servant's clothes to give to Stan to change into so he isn't soaked and stinking Do you go and I uh, thank Jenkins and go and change in one of the other rooms Mary's like, done. He went to another room. Okay, um, what are you doing? You still need to plan if you're going to present something on this Sunday coming. And what to do about the information you have discovered and learned and everyone is remembering. I like the way Mary is just sitting there like, yeah, that dog thing was awful. (laughs) I'm just pleased that hopefully people realise now that it wasn't just uh, us being crazy. Stan's still like I was asleep. Yeah, that's true. He's got nothing to remember, bless him. Well, okay, so... You all clearly had a collective hallucination caused by the leaking gas that then made the house explode. (laughs) Damn you, logic. First, First of all, Stan, apologies for my actions. Secondly... How was your trip to Arkham? Did you get what you needed? I'm just nursing my wound. <laughs> I'll take a sip of my old-fashioned. Um, yes, I did. I did get a nice and uh, lovely tour of the building. Oh, your luck, Kieran. Hmm? My luck? Yeah. Oh, that's good. It's not like it's now my dump stat. There are shards of ceramic gin bottle in your old fashion. You just stare mm-hmm. at it despondently. <laughs> As he just destroyed all of the bottles that I would use to make a replacement for him. Yeah. You'll have to go down to the wine cellar and see what else you've got in. I, I'll do this. Frustrated Jenkins. If they don't have it, don't worry. Don't go out and buy some of the new stuff. I want them going to. Yeah, this was all imported uh, crockery from Europe. 
Okay, uh, carry on with your discussion. Um, I, you know, pretty well enough at the moment. I just need to sort of compile it together and sort of get a, I guess, a narrative to present it out. Presenting a load of pictures of old buildings is quite drab and boring. Like, you need to, um, shush it up, as is the term I'm going to invent at this very moment in time in, nice. in the roaring 20s. Um... But yeah, okay. I thought, I, I, I've probably got enough to do it. It's probably a passable report. Uh, what about everyone else? How's everyone else's uh, research coming? Well, I know George has wanted to look at the Shipley artwork. I mean, do you have enough now? I think so. I think I think what what I can present is probably you know, the Shipley arts through 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 the years and look at some of his early pieces and how they've you know how they've ended up where they've ended up across you know various cities and you know, mm. Boston included and and just sort of talk about yeah the movements and the and the change of the art style across the pieces and the significance of certain pieces I think I think I have enough to do that okay good so I guess then you just need to decide what you're going to present first the asylum the sanatorium even or the Shipley art Who's going to go first? But they're not presented uh, on the same night. Uh, each table is only allowed to present one thing a night. Uh, of course, it's a table. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 kind of easy to be honest. The art the art piece can happen anytime. Uh, yeah, same as I know. Do you want to rock paper scissors for it? <laughs> one, two, three. Oh, we did do it right. So we got to start again. So are we doing it on three or after three? We do it on three. Alright. One, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. It was okay on my screen. Should we just like roll should we just roll a D at one hundred and whoever's yeah. the highest wins? Mm. Oh, oh. <laughs> I guess Stan is presenting this Sunday. Yep, it would appear so. Where do we want to do next then? Because we'll probably present mine this in this two-week bracket, and then I guess George is at the end of the month, and then Jenkins. Do you think you'll be ready in March? I might have to ask for some extra days of um, my master to dedicate to this um, dreadful book, but uh, maybe. I think we can we can work that out. I mean, what we haven't discussed yet is what, if anything, we are going to do about. This mysterious hermetic order and the the leader of the current historical society and his connection to that. Well, once we've got Stan's presentation out of the way, we could start looking into that. Yeah. I'm not sure where to start. I mean, it might be a tricky subject, you know, the uh, members investigating its own historical society. So it smells a little bit of um, a misdirection uh, attempt to start trouble, if you don't mind my saying. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was Edward who gave us that lead, wasn't it? Pliny's got his hand up. Actually, it isn't just about John Scott. It's about that poor person who went missing. We need to 
oh, if there's anything about him as well. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll find his name in a minute. The telephone goes off. Oh, bang, 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 bang. James Clark. Answer the telephone. Cring, cring. Cring, 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 cring. <laughs> it's Janine calling you at about 9pm, which is odd. Janine, uh, how are you? What what's wrong? Um, I have a problem. Well, do tell. Uh, well, I, I, not to you, Jenkins. Put put George's on. Oh, okay. Um, Marcel, it's Janine. She she needs to speak to you immediately. I waddle over and take the receiver. Janine, hello. Uh, Mr. Nagelmarkers, sorry to report you. I've just had a phone call from, uh. The Sheriff of Innsmouth? Yes. Well, our surveying team is out there and they're discussing rail lines and all of that, but they're um, private detectives we sent. Um, they're dead. Um, what? They're dead. What they're happened? Ha- well, apparently they took a boat out into the harbour, following up some leads, and they... Managed to capsize it. Neither of them have been recovered from the harbour. Uh, the surveying team want to know whether they should come home or continue. Uh, yes, please instruct them to come home until this has been properly investigated. Okay, uh, very well, sir. I'll um, do that. Um, but yeah, they're both apparently. That they were, they they did insisted on going out on their own without hiring a local sailor and capsized their boat. Yeah, that's the story. I'm sure. Um, thank you, Janine. If you can you know, make the usual arrangements for contacting the families, um, we yeah, obviously there's going to have to be an investigation piece here. If they've not found the bodies, this may drag on some time. Yes, I'll make arrangements, sir. Thank you, Janine. She hangs up. I hang up. Jenkins, that private investigation team that we sent out to Innsmouth, they're all dead. I'm not being particularly quiet, so it's possible you do here. That seems very suspicious, though. Yes, they've not found the bodies yet, but apparently their boat that they took into the harbour capsized, which strikes me as very unlikely. Why would they take a boat into the harbour? They wouldn't. No. They definitely shouldn't have anyway. There's nothing I can imagine that they would need to do in the harbour on a boat. It's frustrating me, Jenkins, because now, before, I was curious and concerned about these people. Now now I'm taking it personally. Sir, this is what I was about to say, actually. Um, considering it was Edward who first gave us the kind of slight possible red herring about John Scott and mm-hmm. implications of witchcraft before we knew what he was, could it be that he was trying to make us start barking up our own tree and potentially turning against someone who might actually be an ally? So are you... Hmm. You could be right. Are you, are you thinking that we should maybe approach Mr. Scott and be Ray, up front? Just to clarify here, do you mean Edward Darby 
the man yeah. who turned out right. You said Edwin. I think that was confusing people. Uh, Edwin, you did. No, well, I was, came through as Edwin. If he was saying Edwin, I was hearing Edward, but that might be my brain auto-correcting, so I knew what he meant, yeah. Okay, well, just, just checking everyone's on the same page. Carry on. I, I, I turned to the others, because at this point they could probably hear what we're saying and are a bit slightly confused. I'm trying to be subtle at all. No, so, so I just say, sorry, just to bring you up to speed, I, I sent an investigation team uh, into Innsmouth to follow up on what the, the Derbys were doing, and I've just had reports from the sheriff there that the team... Are, are dead, um, which is more than a bit suspicious. So, as Jenkins was just saying to me, it's possible that Edward Darby was misdirecting us with Mr. Scott and that he could perhaps be an ally. So, maybe we should approach him directly. Perhaps, especially with a missing member of another team or another yeah. or a member of the lottery. Exactly. I mean, if if we think John Scott is like some kind of warlock personage, is it worth sharing with him all the events that took place at the manor? There was a knock on the front door, can... Jenkins. I answer the door uh, after indicating that I'm about to answer the door, so maybe you don't want to talk about witchcraft mm. and play seconds for everyone. You know, yeah. like, we universally accepted symbol of. <laughs> Quick, we have to man nod and have a conversation in nod. Uh, Jenkins, it's a delivery driver. Ah, hello. Uh, do you need my signature? Uh, no, no. Uh, parcel for Mr. Nagelmarkers from Mrs. Nagelmarkers. It arrived uh, on steamship this afternoon for immediate delivery. Oh my, he'll be absolutely delighted. Uh, do you need a hand uh, bringer help, sir? No, no, I can carry it in. It's not that big. Okay, perfect. I, I show him in. He's carrying a large wooden rectangular crate. It's not very deep. And he, like, where do you want it, sir? Uh, just put it down here. I'll, I'll move it in myself and uh, show it to my master. He'll be most pleased. Thank you for your service. I'll uh, give him a tip. He accepts your tip, which is you all a good evening. He got paid pretty good for this, delivering it this time of night. Nice. Master, great news. I, I lift it in. Well, strength, ah. Jenkins. Wrong. Oh, yes. Nice. Mm -hmm. uh, Jenkins carries this flat, large wooden crate in. Do you want to open it? <sighs> yes, I'm going to open it. <sighs> it's going to be the wonderful painting my wife has sent me, I'm, so I'm certain. Oh, I, I try and position myself so I'm not immediately looking at it when it <laughs> rips it open. Why? Jesus. Oh my. It's a beautiful Shipley piece. You can see why she loved it. Mm -hmm. Has my wife gone wibbly in Belgium? <laughs> <laughs> you sent her to Shipley's house in London, so yes. Yeah. Roll pal, everyone in the room. I did say I wasn't looking. Except for Olsen, who is standing, staring at the fire. I'll let the team down. Oh, there we go. <laughs> George, you nice. this is perfect. This is gorgeous. You are in love. <laughs> it is a wonderful painting. <laughs> Everyone Cthulhu Mythos. <coughs> I'm good, 
I'm going to regret saying this, but shouldn't everyone have two Cthulhu Mythos except for Stan? Because he slept through the whole thing. <coughs> and then roll your Cthulhu Mythos. Please don't Remember to adjust your hands. Lucky. Why would you lock it? <laughs> Jeez, what is going wow. on, you guys? We're flirting. <laughs> we do. We've been doing that a lot today. Yeah. picture it speaks to something primordial in the small centers of the human brain there is also a lovely note from your wife I read the note purchase this in the gallery in London I thought you would like it I've got a couple others I'm keeping here at the house in Belgium but I've sent this one so you can use it in your um, historical society display of the artwork I will be coming over in March just with the kids. See you then. God, I hope she hasn't put them on display and both the wife and the kids are basically just dribbling. Yeah, yeah, Cthulhu for Tuggan. This is good. I asked Jenkins to make, make water. Oh. I asked Jenkins to make sure to send a note back to my wife to let her know that it has been received. And I give him um, you know, some more words and stuff to send back that are just basically, no, 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 I love you. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you mind if I ask? Uh, your wife found this painting still, avoiding looking at it. Um, she, she purchased this for you? Yes, that's right. Uh, I don't mean to be rude, but are you sure you want your wife to be kind of looking at these kind of paintings? I mean... I'm going to be quite honest with you. Every painting you've purchased and I've seen, I've really not enjoyed that much. It's very disturbing content. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess everyone has their own taste in art. I find them quite fascinating. I don't think there's you know, the Tindalos Lord painting aside, which was quite strange because of its connection to our actual events. The others are, I just, I'm just fascinated by them. I think they're wonderful pieces of art. Just, uh, yeah, it sets my stomach churning. That's all. That's that's, that's fair enough. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to insist that you 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 stare at them. So, but, yeah, I'll uh, by all means stay away from them, and I'll I'll make an effort to not just you know, thrust them in your face. <laughs> just looking at the pictures in the group chat. Yeah. <laughs> Game. I'm sure the gallery back home in the house in Belgium is is not that creepy. Belgium. <laughs> Belgium. Okay. Um, so, Stan is going to present on uh, Sunday. George's has a new painting to add to his collection of esoteric modern history. History in the making, as it were. 
and you yeah. have mysterious things happening at Innsworth. We do. And I think we should end it there for tonight, as that seems like a good stopping point before we move on to doing anything else. Just to be clear, did his wife say March or May? I got muddled. March. March. I was right then. Unless there's anything else people would like to do whilst you're all together in George's sitting room. I don't think so. So what were the things you said? It was um, the Innsmouth. Innsmouth. Uh, Stan is going to present this Sunday. Uh, George's will present the Sunday after. And then you've just got to raise um, Biblington McSmiling Junkins. Unless... Jenkins. Jenkins will be the only person left. Oh, see. Unless Jenkins helps with one of the others is present and gets raised as well at the same time. Okay. Um, additionally, we might want to look at uh, the whereabouts of James Clark because he's a member of the Our Historical Society. or if he's been found yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably, it's probably a good conversation to have with um, John Scott anyway as part of our overall conversation. So first thing to probably ask him. Well, that was a successful day overall. Join us next time for the continuation of the Massachusetts Historical Society.